0: What are you going for Halloween? I'm not going to stupid Halloween. Why don't you go as a goblin? Shut up. It's not that we don't believe you, honey. Well, it was real, I swear! What are you going as, Gert? I'm going as a cowgirl. So, what else is here? Maybe it was an iguana. It was no iguana. Maybe a... a... You know how they say there are uh, alligators in the sewers? Alligators in the sewers. All we're trying to say is maybe you just probably imagined I it. I couldn't have imagined it. Maybe it was
1: a pervert or deformed kid or something.
0: A deformed kid. Maybe uh, an elf or a leprechaun. There's nothing like that, penis breath!
2: Welcome, 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 welcome (laughs) to the podcast that does, I think, what it says in the tin. It's best film ever. My name's Ian. I'm Liam. And I'm Ethan.
0: Hey, and that's the gang here today talking about. Boys night. (laughs)
2: Boys (laughs) night. Episode 126, E.T., the Extraterrestrial. Yeah. Got a little bit of E.T. Yeah, the stranger in the room. hmm we should probably talk about the stranger who's not in the room. We should, yeah, should, yeah. Because I know there's one listener out there. She'd be, would, uh... she'd be upset if I said, uh, "What's the the other animal in the room?" I'd say, I'd say the the koala. Bear the koala likes to sleep a lot. <laughs> yep. Because uh, we got a message from Dwayne Smith. Say, I was right. We got a message from Dwayne Smith. Oh, okay, yeah. We got a message from Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith. There we are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, <can> you? <laughs> see, see what I'm doing here.
0: Okay.
2: get it. said if George is away this week, then um. He'd be alerting the authorities Uh, Or something like that He'll strike or he'll riot Or something like that And uh, Well he best start mm, Mm. rioting But hang on Much like E.T. Yeah Much like E.T. George has got many similarities To E.T. And one of the similarities she has Is that you can lure Georgia out with food Yes (laughs) So I'm just going to put um, We'll put I've 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 got a cheeseburger here I'm just sort of gonna put that and some McNuggets. She loves her some McNuggets oh, with it? with sweet and sour sauce. Sweet and sour sauce. So I'm gonna put that Hey you lure me out here. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> and I'm just gonna finish that off with there's there's a McFlurry. Oh oh, oh hang, hang, on, hang on Hello. there's something there's something here. There's something here. <laughs> it's not iguana. What is it? It's it's <laughs> it's just rushing behind the foliage. Look at that It's not iguana, <laughs> what Peter what be, Maybe if we just leave this here, maybe maybe, maybe it'll come to us. <laughs>
0: Hello. Hey.
2: <laughs> George is back. <laughs> Hey. Have you been hiding back there for three weeks? Wow. <laughs> we just needed to bring some food out. Yeah,
0: that's all it was. george has got I'm a rider, hungry. much
2: like a rock band.
0: <laughs> so She's
2: got what she needs. Dwayne Smith has just gone. <gasps> that's right. <gasps> oh, she's back. <laughs> hail, hail. The gang's all here. So mm. that mm. is excellent. Uh, let's talk about episode number 126. So we said the extraterrestrial. Quickly, we we'll are talking about charts because we did, we We handed it as part of our formats. Let's do it. We charted this week in America, here at home in Great Britain, in Australia. Australia. Australia, in South Korea, in the Netherlands, in India, in Egypt, in Qatar. We were number 34 in New Zealand. We were number 24 in Ghana and number six. Thanks for leaving the light on in sierra, sierra leone Leon. i'm always happier when they're on the list yeah me too yeah. me too uh promos really quickly uh we released this week show me Wan kenobi episode four two-thirds of the way through almost finished yeah. as i like to call it ah. uh we released of course jurassic world with jay salahi more on that in sorry, jay. Yeah, moment. sorry jay but i'll tell you who we're not saying sorry to but we're saying thank you to and that is our great Patreon backers who keep the lights on here at the studio yeah, of awesomeness, the people you. who live Woo! in the microphone. Uh, we've got in that, we've got Reverend Bruce, we've got Juline, we've got Hermes, Lena Oberholzer, Katie McRae, Ensign Ian Davies, Chris Peterson, Randall, what's your handle? Silva, Dwayne Smith.
3: And Dwayne Smith.
2: The Yeet Meister, Nate the Great, and Cheesy. With
0: a with fish, fish on a, a bike. bike.
2: With a fish on a bike. <laughs> Even sitting directly across from each other, you guys couldn't come in at the same time
0: i think one of your what's hands more from to the top <laughs>
2: <laughs> um just a quick announcement again we announced last week that thor week will be happening uh july 3rd onward i don't know what you know thunderstruck is that what Ooh, we should call it? yeah, it's funny. fun and he's the god of thunder yeah so here we go
3: thunderstruck
2: thunderstruck with an okay. f okay what yeah. you think? Yeah. Is that all,
3: right? all right okay george's usually the one who goes
2: that. that doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> My harshest critic
0: I thought it was July coming. 3rd
2: onward But we're recording the episode On Thor Ragnarok next week Actually yeah. as luck would have it We're, we're going to record two back to back over here At the Studio of Awesomeness we Which means we've got to watch the films ahead of time Yeah, yeah, Which means less. Liam, wake up So that means I'll get through the film in a reasonable amount of time. I'll probably watch it a day of. I'm awake. I'm Um, awake. But anybody who's involved in our Patreon level whatsoever, you'll get a Zoom link to, uh, to the meeting before. We did it before. A lot of people joining in. I know Ian Davies, bless him, is on, like he's in Disney World
0: yeah wow But he said i might that stop best by best for 15
2: day. minutes i'm like guy no 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 just yeah, go yeah, yeah. go and have fun yeah. unless you've
3: booked like a meet and greet to meet thor whilst we're doing it then i mean that'd be cool that would be like,
2: all sorts of meta at that yeah. point that would unless
3: mean. you can do that then don't worry about it
2: <laughs> and so as a result of that we have pushed back the real roundtable recording on bruce willis so you got mm-hmm. some more time but um yeah. still if you're on twitter hashtag bfe top five i'll retweet out the link and george is going to put up something for our patrons this week yeah up in the things so people can get their top tens whenever they get around to it Ooh. so there we go nice i promised i'd talk to george about it has today. everybody got I've their um done. post that i sent out
3: hey, everyone's had it well, they, a lot they, of people they, have. they tend
2: to ship in when they get it yeah, yeah, yeah. i ah, think so cool. yeah cool cool cool, cool. Let's do some reflections and corrections. Uh, first, Surely thanks.
3: it can't be me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it was it can't be me. <laughs> first, a thanks goes out to Jay Salahi. Uh, he said, I knew watching Jurassic World 14 times would come in handy one day. Had a blast as usual. Guested on BFE talking about the dinos. Hey, uh, Carlos said he loved the discussion and Jay's always great to have on. I fully agree. Andy Dixon said another week and another new guest I didn't know I needed to hear. Loved it. Um, Dwayne Smith said Terrible film but great episode That was Dwayne Smith oh, Dwayne Smith, Terrible film but great episode Love Jay Salahi involvement and his general Jurassic Park fandom Look forward to Jurassic Park 9 The film may be terrible but the episode was thoroughly entertaining You held the fort brilliantly as ever is about me I may miss Georgia when she's absent But you are the foundation the show is built upon I love you all I don't know what to do with genuine sentiment There we are
3: Move on, move on Move okay, on, move quickly
2: on. <laughs> Okay, if we're moving on Can we just go back to Maverick? What a, no, no, I got stuff on back oh, You've right. yeah, okay, I got my. Yeah, um, I still not seen the end. <laughs> no Georgia, but she never talked about. Oh, so here we go. So we didn't have Georgia two weeks ago. When we did the gentleman. She sent in her notes going. I just realized Hugh Grant's in this movie. <laughs> Genuinely,
3: as I was talking. Hang on. The notes,
2: I bet you don't know that Colin Farrell was in the movie.
3: I don't know who Colin
2: Farrell is. Remember the lead guy from In Bruges?
3: Oh, the guy you were telling me about. Yeah.
2: Okay. Do you remember the the coach who like had the fight at the chippy?
3: I want the dude that coaches the toddlers. Yes. Yeah. Same guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I
2: he's thought so good. I was prepping her. Sorry, yesterday. I was like, "Do you remember that guy?" Yeah, okay. Just, 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 sort of throwing that in your memory banks for a moment. I, if I she just, forgot, I would've been willing to be like, let's, let's just look at him for a minute. And yeah. I made up some sort of reason, like, "Oh, he's the same guy from uh, from Something. from Fantastic Beasts one." Isn't yeah. that crazy? And she was like, "Yeah, it is crazy." I'm like good, okay, remember this who is, is.
3: This is what I have to deal with. Like, not even like when we're doing pod stuff. Just any time I see him, he'll be like, "Do you know who this person is?" And we're like, "Well, I've been waiting
2: for this joke know. for two weeks. I've had a pencil." <laughs> <in>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do we have here ian davies was glad i liked the guinness he was talking about and therefore i've got prepared oh <laughs> you nice. just pulled them out of his pocket i have they were in the fridge
0: oh coffee
3: beer so
2: we've got coffee beer let's pour it and we'll let it settle for a minute because yeah, yeah, we're yeah, going yeah. to
3: get i've just got coffee a
2: live taste i mean you can have a coffee beer if you'd like a coffee i beer. don't
3: i don't know i don't like beer so do you want a
2: sip of the coffee beer i
3: will try the coffee beer when it's all sorted that's fine but okay. i've just got
2: coffee currently there's a, Liam. I've given you a glass. He's just sipping. Yes. sipping drink, even from.
3: I know you don't drink Guinness out of a can. No,
2: you got to let it. You got there's a little filter inside of it. It's got a
3: little ball in yes, it, isn't it? it, it up.
2: You got to do that. Look at that.
3: That is a horrendous. No, hang on. That's not. Though. No, that's
2: not bad at all. You give it 60 seconds. You wait. You wait 60 seconds. See what it yeah, turns Liam, out. Liam's only
3: going to so you have to make, wait like 10 seconds.
2: Liam just got rid of all the foam by by <laughs> by slurping it not down. All of it. He did. He did. He did. Oh come on, Soliza. <laughs> That's a much better pour. It is a much better pour. I'm not gonna. I'll tell you what. Once when I was in Canada, they gave me. I ordered Guinness because that used to be all I would. I wasn't much of a drinker at all. Do you know? I wondered why you got these
4: glasses out. But when I would,
2: <laughs> I would put. I would put Guinness in it, uh, or I sorry. I would. I would buy a Guinness, and the one time I went to an Irish pub and ordered a Guinness, and like it was like sixty percent head mm-hmm. and like forty percent actual Guinness. I was like, everyone's like, you should send That's it back. I'm like. I don't even know how you you serve that to a customer. It didn't come out of a can. It came out of the top. So just go wish, wish, dumb. But uh, now I would say, I'm sorry. Can you give that another pour? That's not remotely what I want. I did
3: one shift on a bar, and even I could pour better than that from a tap on
4: that one
2: I'm good if it's cold. I will say this. If it's colder, it doesn't froth up at the start. So I did take them out and sort of stash them for 10 minutes while we were why getting you put ready. Them
4: in your I, I will say... I wanted the surprise will, of is here's surprise. a couple of Guinnesses. <laughs> I will say one thing, though. When I was in America, they have bigger heads on their beers than they do over here.
2: It's part of the sort of the foam is part of the selling point when you yeah, get out of the tap. But, uh, but we don't do in that. In Canada, either. we don't do that either. No. No i'm gonna get some things going. okay hear you. i'm sure wherever you go but it just isn't to be that when you go places that yeah. that sort of big frothy head is like part of the selling experience <laughs> uh what do we got here now we'll wait that uh, apparently last week was josh's fifth gif of the week win uh, cheesy wow. thinks it's a silly game anyway probably not related <laughs> to the fact that cheesy didn't win last week uh let's talk about maverick, maverick. because we got friend of the podcast Dwayne Smith. Hi,
3: Dwayne Smith.
2: Who sent me a link to a GQ magazine article. Okay. Direct quote. It should come as no surprise to anyone with a sliver of critical thought that Tom Cruise, Miles Teller and Company didn't actually pilot the vehicles we see in Top Gun Maverick. Cruise did insist they actually go up in the air, albeit as passengers, not pilots. Yes. So definitively, Never flew the plane. Because the only reason I, I re-watched Maverick... Oh, and that's from the special effects producer of the film. Okay. I re-watched
4: Maverick, and every time you saw them as people on their own... Yeah, you mentioned you this. saw the backdrop, you saw the outside. When you saw the, both of them together, it was very tight, enclosed
2: canopy.
3: Then I'm really upset that someone directly lied. Yeah, that's what okay. we... G-
2: Jerry Bruckheimer, but she said, yes, producers will lie. <laughs> I just...
3: Just don't... Direct, you don't need to lie. The fact that they were up in the planes doing those things... Anyway, is good enough. Uh
2: we've got uh so we'll just move on from that, but in the long term way around. Smith. Thank you, Dwayne Smith. Clarification. And yes. Common sense that eventually when the, I was shaking on Tom, I'll give you that. I I, yeah, I sort yeah. of bought into Tom. I bought into to Tom. Because
3: I think he can fly, can't he? He does. Well he the, does, we, we yeah, saw the video,
2: yeah. Um Hermes said, Disappointed that we don't know how to drive manual. And I had to say, hold on. <laughs> That's nowhere near everybody on the pod. It's just me who can't yeah. drive a manual. Liam drives a manual. Georgia drives a manual. Georgia even said that she mocks me plenty, which brought Hermes great joy. I do, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Team Georgia. But, he went
3: because it brings me great joy to mock you for something that. Now, now I hang can on, do and you can't. on a
2: second. <laughs> I'm going to teach because you because there's a lot of crap coming my way. As someone who doesn't know how to drive an automatic, I've talked about. Sorry, does not drive manual. I've talked about the fact in Canada we don't tend to have a whole yeah. lot of them. Da 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 da. How Ethan is getting away with the fact he can't drive at all he's 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 very quiet at this. He is very quiet, <laughs> which is unusual. He's
3: been very quiet the whole time actually.
2: Ethan, can can you hear what we're doing? Okay, Ethan can't hear what we're doing.
1: So, you guys, I'm guessing you guys have just stopped talking and asking if I can hear. I've, the last five minutes has been
2: just complete distortion. I, I can't hear a single thing. All right, so we're back. If you were thinking, "Hey, Georgia showed up," but where the heck did Ethan go? Yeah, <laughs> it turns out my settings in in, in Zoom went nuts. It's good that we figured this out actually before we have everybody on for the live show because that would have been disastrous. Oh yeah, that um, wouldn't have been good. That wouldn't have been good. So um, somewhere between having Ethan and Jay Salahi on last week, yeah, and this, something went nuts with my settings. I did have audio problems after. Wait, that was after we. I don't know. Something went wrong. Yeah, we
1: did Kenobi, and it was a bit weird, but I was able to power through because I was the
2: mainly the main voice talking. Yeah. Yeah. If you wonder why Ethan's not laughing at my jokes enough in Kenobi, (laughs) there you have your answer. Yeah, that's why. Jeez, it's not because it can't be because I'm not funny. Jeez. Now,
3: now he's back on. Can we go back to ribbing him about not being able to drive? Well, yeah, please? let's do that because we were we talking would. about how oh, people
2: are making was? fun <laughs> of me because people are making fun of me because I don't drive a manual. I went, hey, how is Ethan avoiding any sort of challenge to <laughs> the fact that he can't drive? Full stop.
3: To be fair, Ethan, if you wanted wanted to just like learn how to drive automatic, you probably do that a lot quicker.
2: It is. Yes, oh, it's, it's just a go kart. It's dead it. easy. Yeah, yeah sure. I, I did. Easy. I did
1: start learning, no. and then i'm terror i'm ter- I, for some my, my brain can't comprehend the uh like any of it and I just oh, any, any, I i crash the car
2: gear shifting's overrated <laughs> someone said you' I'm not really driving if I'm not changing gears no no that that's your coffee drinking hand, dude like <laughs> I come yeah, from Canada should... Tim hortons doesn't work if you're driving a manual no, you, gotta, you got, sure. got you got you got to be holding your no, coffee oh no, I love manual people, holders, people who drive love driving a manual they love the experience and you can feel the car more.
0: Sure you can. And you, can, and you can, and you the can three. hit it. Yeah, absolutely.
2: I mean, I had a brother-in-law oh, who, who who loved driving a stick and would kind of go the hole. It's not really driving. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> I got here okay, didn't I? I don't know what you're thinking happened here. The car didn't just drift on its way over here <laughs> by its own volition. But.
3: Where we are, driving manual is absolutely fine because it's not particularly busy ever like a city centre would be. If I was in a city centre, I'd absolutely drive an oh, automatic. Oh, really? Because I think
2: in a city centre, I'd be more inclined to want to drive a manual.
3: Oh, no, I'd go I'd go automatic because then you're okay. not going to worry about your left leg getting tired with, on the
4: clutch. Oh, is that a thing? Oh, God, okay.
3: yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah,
4: only yeah. thing I don't like oh, about automatics, really, the is, is the fact that they go... It's like Because yeah It's got its automatic gears. threshold That most it likely Where it's yeah. yeah. not as it's smooth.
2: smooth Well yeah Because you can decide When you want it to go So yeah. I guess those high RPMs You you can shift in and out yeah, yeah, Once you get the timing down The g- Automatics don't really ever stall out of the light. A few, but that's usually <laughs> because you need like you need, like work done on your car. <laughs> yeah, true.
0: But, I,
2: I tried with
1: with a manual, and I was doing it in like a, like an open field, and there was barely anything that I could hit. I still managed to crash it because I absolutely the, the clutch is an absolute <laughs> bastard. So, oh, so Hermes, Nathan. who's making
2: fun of me driving a driver on an automatic, I'm just saying, dude. Like, yeah, you've. Got I know your Ethan. <laughs> gimmick is your gimmick is you refuse to make fun of Ethan. It's time to reevaluate your Maybe priorities. Try an
3: automatic.
1: <laughs>
2: I think I, I need to absolutely but the thing is
1: because of COVID like all the tests and the lessons are all yeah. kind of booked why? up until next year why
2: wouldn't you drive it on I don't understand this if you if, if you, you like a manual fine that, that's your thing I do but yeah. if I was learning to drive there's no way I'd drive a stick yeah give me what you got something that does like half a job for me yeah sign me up the there any aren't time, as many
3: cars available over here no you know, that's the, that's the one thing there, yeah, so. it is,
2: buying a car is a bit of a bother but back home I mean the bother you if you want to find a manual
3: you can't usually get like used automatics here so if yeah. you like going for a first car. Trust me, I know. Yeah, yeah. As
2: someone who had to get his first car over here, not easy.
4: The only time I'd go for an automatic, if that was a heavy lump of a car or a camper or something like
2: that, I go to one of those sites that's like, you know, hey, you know, car guru or whatever yeah, right. it is about buying, you know, used cars. And it's like, oh, I'm after this kind of car. There's 454 cars, in you know, whatever radius. Great. It's got to be automatic. There are 27 cars. <laughs> <available>. <laughs> and it really is like that severe. Yeah, really I'm not even is. making that it up. It's like that no, severe of a decline. It is. Yeah. Whereas back home, I think the numbers are pretty much reversed. If you were really st- a stickler about a manual, yeah, yeah. it would be limited. But there's like whole like, I went to go buy a new car because there was a, a company over here. Um, was it Dacia? Might have been Dacia, who have this really like entry level SUV, but it's like Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, Dacia. But yeah, but they stopped making new ones in automatic a couple years ago. Now all they do is they make manuals. That's all they do, and I'm like, oh come on, (laughs) because the minute you go used, your interest rate jumps from zero percent to like seven point nine. I'm like, no, I want to pay. If I'm going to buy new, I want zero percent financing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ugh. So the,
0: the <laughs> you difference- can see
2: outside I ain't driving no, no SUV
0: the
3: difference is my first car cost me 900 pounds like and that was yeah. like a good first car yeah. whereas if you well, if you'd only learn automatic Buying a first first car would be a lot more
0: expensive. My first
2: car over here cost me like seven hundred, but it it I always bank on making me through like like six months. Yeah, to, yeah. So, so I could earn enough money. Then, but I need to be needed to be mobile. Car, yeah, yeah, and and it lasts me three years. So I was like, oh, all right, oh, yeah. 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 Good. Good. that's fine. Yeah. Uh, so let's continue. Ian Davies did sorry, not Ian Davies, probably Ian Davies. Reverend Bruce offered us his daughter Bonnie's car. Da- Bonnie, who was on our the the sort of after our post credit scene we did, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where we talked about <laughs> religious imagery and Harry Potter. Uh, it, it is a manual, so Ethan, if you want one to practice on, there's an offer of one here. Uh, I just think you got to pay shipping, dude. I think that's
0: gonna be a bit of a thing. Might, yeah, yeah,
2: that'll be fine. Shipping's fine. Uh, Ian Davies says changing gears is part of driving. Uh, people feel that way. Hermes says my younger all-in caps sibling went out of their way to buy a new all-in caps vehicle that was manual. Half of all the vehicles I've owned have been manual. Do I acknowledge it's less and less the case? Of course, but it's no less disappointing as a result. Hey, I hear you. I was disappointed when I moved from dial. Up internet to like, you know, like high speed as well. (laughs) Oh, wait, no, no, I didn't. Progress is good. um cheesy said i think ian should bring out the boston caveman every week it had me in stitches beg to disagree cheesy uh, oh God,
3: sure. I, I don't want to know
2: he called it one of the funniest episodes yet so there we go i don't know what Cheesy's saying about the two of you uh, who were All here right. last week uh, Nick- wait was that much st- whenever i do like my oh oh, my- oh yeah. me want man me want <laughs> no one <want> child <laughs> Ethan, me no like ye, your stupid caveman talk. <laughs> uh, all right,
3: I was in London watching Cinderella. I'm quite happy.
2: Uh, I can see me out of a job here. <laughs> <laughs> Nate the Great said, "Jay's always great to listen to. I've never seen E.T., but I'm pretty excited to give it a shot. And we're excited, hopefully, you did give it a shot, Nate. Thanks a lot. Moving on to the general shout-outs. Thomas Capolone said, just listen to you guys. Uh, see it or skip it on Top Gun Maverick. I'm so happy you guys enjoyed it. Perfect summer blockbuster and probably one of the funniest theater experiences he's had your if- funnest. Theater experiences he's had in a while. One of my funniest was when I went and saw it. And the power went out. The still the you still have not see the end I'm of it. Can you believe end. that's took over three hundred million? It's Tom Cruise's highest domestic grossing film ah, of all that's time. Crazy, wow. yeah. yeah. And I said the cinema. This dead. is the movie that cinema needed to bring about it back yeah. from COVID. Absolutely, so important. <laughs> Even mean, Bond couldn't do it. <laughs> I think looking back, well, they got our money. <laughs> I think, I think looking back, people actually write academic papers about this. I think this will be a movie that will be so important in reestablishing the cinema yeah. model. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Malice after midnight for the love Julian says her first car was a stick uh, I don't know why but I feel like manual cars are faster Maybe in my head but it feels that way probably because you can jump To the next gear quicker than you could if you're in an automatic Julian I think they speed up quicker Yeah, yeah. If you, 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 give d- more if you revs drive them as properly as well. Yeah but you can just jump to the next one without having to go That yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, What do we got here Danny and Drew From It's a Musical thanks a lot guys uh, Griff from Paul and Griff called us the Hardest working bunch in podcasting Yay. Thanks a lot thank you uh, Danny. Oh, I said it already but hey why not Another one for Danny and true from it's a musical they do great stuff if you're into theater musical theater at that go check them out so wizard podcast for the love recasted podcast who said direct quote the bfe is a radio quality show that is fun and entertaining
0: oh
3: it's a good job we've got radio quality faces. It's
2: a good job that <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a good job that we fixed Ethan, the audio Ethan was having problems <laughs> <Yeah>. with. Cover <laughs> radio stations. This.
0: Is back. <laughs> uh,
2: what do we got next? We got Stew World Order for the love, love Stew. Um, hoping to get Stu on soon. Actually, he doesn't know that. So There you go, Stu, If you're listening, hey. hoping to get you on. Sci-fi Remnant for the love, uh, Ben Moxham. For just wrecking us. Ben Monkson must be a listener. Uh, I don't think we've had any Hi, engagement ben. with him, but someone was looking for film podcast. They went, Best Film Ever Pod. Wow. Simple ass. Uh, only, nice. one, only one on the list. Thank well, you very much, thank Ben. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, new listener. Also,
3: solid surname.
2: Yep. New listener, Dallas, whose first listen was Jurassic World. Thanks a lot for that. He does. Appreciate sure. you reaching out. I'm
3: not going to listen again after today. Me
2: and Liam are yeah. "Where's
0: Jay? Where's Jay? <laughs> who are
2: these other two? Who are these other two? Yeah. Why is Ethan saying so little this week? <laughs> <laughs> Ray from being bookish, who said, "You better give give Bryce Dallas Howard credit for running in the heels. I think we did." I think we yeah. gave Bryce Dallas Howard credit for running in the heels the whole mo- oh you weren't here Ethan we, we, we gave her credit for running in the heels <laughs> yeah. we, yeah. I Ethan, think we just like why Liam's looking at me like, good job know, Liam's looking at me like I don't remember doing that <laughs> <laughs> it's because you weren't here buddy you, know I, when you like I always, I always look at Liam as the number two if he's uh, for, for, for everything when for he's, like confirmation, he's here yeah. he's, he's the guy I sort of direct most of the conversation towards there's a little behind the scenes clip I don't look at Ethan because half of you know, who knows if the audio is working <laughs> on his end uh, I don't look at George I don't know why that is
3: I think it's because the mic arm's in
2: oh, the my arm is in the so My natural line of sight is towards Liam. And I think probably because you're doing looking up stuff, aren't you? That's true yeah, sometimes too. You know. Um But anyway, yeah, we did get anyway. Ray, we did give credit for running in heels.
3: Liam's reaction to that, though, you know, when you ask Pip a question and it's like not something oh. he knows, and he just looks at you look like
2: is the look for when like Liam's depending on me for the next line of the song, <laughs> <laughs> and he turns around and I purposely withhold it. He
0: goes, <laughs> And I have
2: this on video. That we should we should release it. I don't know how much going to work with everybody else in the video. I don't yeah. want to to do that, but I you can get a still it. shot of. I think mm-hmm. by the time Liam gets around to me, it really is just Liam in the frame. Yeah, I think it yeah, was that awesome. was so, so funny. Yeah, I could do the audio and then sync to him, fade sh- into him doing it. Oh, him oh, my the shock face. on your face.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> just for the record, for the listeners, we were doing a very early pro- uh, rehearsal in the Spamalot function, and I didn't even show backwards and forwards. Always had it was just something I was dying to do, and Liam hadn't. Uh, hadn't learned his lines yet no. which is something we like to call every night up to opening night
0: <laughs> oh, up to and wrong. including and
2: including in, in some cases yeah you don't know but he was doing this he, he had to lead this uh, this sort of Procession, sing along like yeah. it's a military thing like I don't know if it's been said I'm not yet dead become a knight and you'll go far
3: so, so Liam does the first
2: one of the two but before each one I'm giving him the line about a half second before <laughs> yeah you come and night and you don't go far? And then he goes, and he looks at me and he goes, <gasps>
0: <laughs> because,
2: because, 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 because I have a camera right in his face catching him not knowing his line, which he hadn't triggered on to I was just purposely waiting to hang him out to dry but the
3: rest of us that were behind him oh, used to be echoing him but like left the gap and then just did the yeah. okay. because
2: they all knew the line. alright all right. All right. Let's, let's go on, on to gift of the week Gift of the week which was chaos last week according to Jason Lottie. so uh, lots of really good choices uh, there was one that was so nice three people did it so nicely thrice josh right. and russell and dwayne smith all did kramer saying life is chaos without order without no. <laughs> rules we have chaos so there we go other options we have cheesy doing professor chaos from south park hermes with that scene from community if you know the darkest timeline episode where oh, they're brilliant. all brilliant the, yep uh ian Davies, some animated star trek thing i think chris peterson and michael scott just saying chaos i think that's been i don't think that's actually part of the episode i think that's just uh is it
3: just a dub over isn't yeah it? yeah
2: well, vi- visual dub a over it. Yeah. Nate the Great did the Joker one where he's talking to Two Face, and he goes, "Without a word of this, what do I want? I want chaos, right? Mm. Uh, I'm going to give third place as mean as it's going to sound. I'm going to give third place to the Community one. No,
3: um, yeah. that's my favorite. But the yeah, two-
2: but well, oh, yeah, but I'm not going to give yeah. Me.
3: Can See, last week, it? that's
2: when I thought that was going to be the winner. Yeah, because you and I said, I bet you, uh, you yeah. said, we'll talk off mic. And he showed me, and I went, no, it's a very good one. And it would have been second, except for my second then had to become um, the – Nate, Nate, Nate the Great and the and the Heath Ledger Joker thing I'm like yeah. oh it's amazing but for the minute Chaos was said, I'm like if someone doesn't do Butter's Stotch from South Park dressed up as Professor Chaos his super villain alter ego they are not getting the, the gold so the gold is absolutely <laughs> well done to Cheesy who I promise not a pity pick because he's the one who was like stupid mm-hmm. game anyway <laughs> so if anything I was more inclined to want to let him down again this week
3: like <laughs> same attitude to losing as you have then yeah, Yes, very much so.
2: <laughs> if I lose, it's because the game's rigged.
0: <laughs>
2: On that note, fantasy football coming back in a few weeks. People who are wow. at the top level. Ooh. Ethan, you want to know the What's What's, what's going to happen there?
1: See, I'm going to be confused because I follow the Brit- British football. Yeah, the British British football.
2: Yeah. You know, yeah, you know, Ethan and his yeah. years-long dedication to Chelsea Football Club. That's not just the most recent three months. It's like three, yeah, three months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got in. I got back into He's it. He's so in deep, he won't be able to follow American football. Because uh, the terminology yeah. is too new. Too okay, new. wait, it's football, it's, it's but too it's, too it's not new. round. <laughs> <laughs> Explain this to it's me. It's
3: football, but they but only rugby. kick it once. Ethan,
2: have a think about it. Get back to us.
1: Well, you yeah, know, I think it'll be fun. There we go. Okay. Right when I got into football, the team I loved as a a child. To be fair, what if we got relegated?
2: To be fair, Ellie like dominated both years and knew very little about football when she started. So there we go. The only thing
1: I know about American football is Tom Brady Brady and Colin (laughs) Chappell. You almost said
2: Brady. Baker Mayfield. It's like if Tom Brady, Baker Mayfield's a backup this year, dude. Oh. We'll talk off, Mike, about some of the issues with that club, actually. so my boy still
3: running?
2: Uh, yeah, your boy's still running. You'll be fine.
4: Yeah. Kyler, Kyler F. And Murray. Yeah,
2: Kyler yeah. F. And Murray. Ooh. All right, so do we want to talk about the Joker sequel for two minutes? Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Joker
2: sequel. This has been a new segment I've got. So do we want to, it, do we want to talk about, just for two minutes, we did it with Johnny Depp's trial last week. <laughs> okay. This week, uh, I think the one that I want to talk about is, uh, is the Joker sequel. Can they, is this not just, it's the same team who did the first one. Okay. So that, that okay. makes me happy. The thing I'm afraid about is, are you going to ruin this? See, yeah. I think I'm going to like it more. More I about
1: the subtitle? Yeah. I only, can't
4: because, only because. Only because he now is the Joker. He of all is now time. the Joker. Yeah. <sighs> I can't
3: remember who it was, but it was a comedian on Twitter. She was a Scottish comedian who tweeted something about like, can the Joker be what it is actually to be a failed comedian and not a psychopath? Because I'm not a psychopath. I'm just a failed comedian, and like was listing. Stuff that she'd rather see, but it was quite funny. But okay. I can't remember it, so there
1: we go. The subtitle does concern me because it's in French, it's not because it's in French, oh, it's because
2: it's in French. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're
1: gonna make me translate,
2: it's gonna be a foreign language sequel. <laughs>
1: oh no, now that no, I want to see, I, it's because if you translate it, it, it it's it's I, I'm gonna get it up again because it's basically if you translate it, it alludes to the fact that there's gonna be two people, and everyone's like, oh, this means Harley Quinn. I don't want that. I really don't care enough to see another Harley Quinn. Well,
2: if, yeah, it's, it's got to be a different one. If they put Margot oh, yeah, Robbie, and that's can't. just too confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I don't yeah, know. That's not the was, same universe, is it? it? No, 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 no. Yeah. Look uh, at you
4: folly learning these things. Ado, oh, I know, which means,
2: right?
1: Uh, which means, like, double the madness. Yeah, I was going to say,
2: folly is, like, almost like mistake, almost, in a sense. Yeah,
1: a madness of two. A I madness of two? Would that well, no, but is it just
2: a madness of two because it's the second movie?
1: See I don't know that's the thing where I'm like if it is sure but again I don't want
2: I just don't want a Harley well, Quinn so with, stuff again with that
3: would your first inclination not be to go to the Riddler rather than Harley Quinn if it's madness of two They've just done Riddler
2: yeah. in, the, in the in the in the main universe you can't that's bring him here yeah. yeah Yeah
3: Unless it becomes the same thing You have like the
2: worst Batman original like like <laughs> <laughs> bring back Mugukin Two-Fa- <laughs> Two-Face Two-Face. the
3: green suit and the purple
2: question marks Two-Face not in that You can't do that in that one.
3: Yes, it brilliant.
2: This is like the darkest Batman. I'm, I mean, besides the literal, like, we aren't going to turn any lights on with Robert Pattinson in it.
4: Who's the guy <laughs> who played Harvey in
2: Dark Knight? Uh, oh, Aaron, Aaron Eckhart. Eckhart. Oh,
4: why can't we have seen him as Two-Face, like proper Two-Face?
2: Yeah. C- direct answer, the- Direct answer. nobody knew Heath Ledger was going to die. Ugh. That was the problem. He was so good. Because that movie gave us two excellent villains, yeah. and we had to get rid of one, because we're like, we need to get rid of one for it to be an ending. And yeah. we need to get rid of the. And then we need, need to. Like, the second one was taken from us. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so I don't know. We got a sort of a mix of feelings around the table. Um, I, you know my I'm feelings on the first one. I just didn't. You know. You weren't the biggest fan, right? No. No, but Ellie was. Yeah. Ellie was massive on it. Too dark for me. Uh, so I quite
3: liked it, but I'm like not like. Ooh. I'm just like yeah. I'll watch it if it's.
2: Technically, I think it's. Technically, I think it wins the tiebreaker against the Dark Knight.
4: I like. I like, like dark humor. I don't like dark. Yeah. That was. Duh.
2: Speaking of dark, let's take a lot of coffee beer, yes. shall we? So we had to wait on this for 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 the audio problems we were having. So when they were clinky, clinky, uh, Ethan sort of did an audio play-by-play of me drinking last time. I'm going to go ahead. You go, I'm going to talk and you go ahead and have your drink because they've already heard me say that I I really quite like the mix. It's almost like got a chocolatey tense to it, but where are you at? Yeah, it does. So yeah, there's, there's some chocolate hints and some caramel hints in that, but it's also, not like Guinness is thick, but it's, it tastes a bit thinner, I think, yeah, yeah, than yeah, the typical yeah. Guinness. But what's your thoughts on it? I really like this. Yeah, it's really quite nice. Oh, so smooth. So smooth. See, Ian Davies, in a sense, thanks for bringing this into our collective yeah, lives. Please don't drop you. that on my... uh am not going go. on the road.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, jo- uh, <laughs>
2: Georgia says things like this.
0: <laughs> Georgia says things like this.
2: And then like she'll drop something and go, it's not my fault my hands are like this. My mom used to do that. She dropped things and then she go, oh, these hands. And I, I, I my, my, my mom struggled with stuff like that. But mum was like, mom, my like, immunity. It was like, no, no, give me these. <laughs> i want to be independent when, when when she was getting older and things were getting harder for her, but then when she dropped things she would like swear in her hands like they were someone else's <laughs> it was like romeo and romeo and juliet where he's like you know oh did my heart love till now it's like well it's your heart yeah. so you know the answer to this
3: <laughs> to be fair i can usually tell if i'm gonna drop something okay but I how didn't...
2: about you how about you taste that and drop a review of it for us here yeah she's like i want to join in on the conversation we're like, but i gave you the beer for a purpose here so oh, <laughs> we should have recorded. I that. think, uh, yeah, we should have definitely done a live version of that. Uh, I, I, mean,
3: th- I can have another mouthful if you want to. No, we're not going, going to. Not it, it, w- it wouldn't
2: be the same. No, no, no. So Georgia feels the same way about this that like Et felt about potato salad or whatever it was that he had in uh-huh. the fridge. So there we go so i'm guessing that's, that's it's not nice too bad stroke. the
3: second mouthful's not too bad i just wasn't expecting it's the,
2: it's the idea of not knowing the, that was coffee still, flavor
3: no it's still really beery.
2: Okay. the funny thing is if you hadn't
4: shown me that was coffee beer guinness if i just
2: poured it for you
4: i'd have said that was chocolatey
2: yeah if you look it does have chocolate notes in it on the can oh, oh does it oh okay yeah. so uh let's move on hey if you want to do something magical for us Something that we would Send notice. Send us to Disneyland. Woo! <laughs> uh, why not leave us a review on Apple or Spotify? All that. All I, that. I hear five is a magic number.
4: Five is a magic number. Oh,
2: your heart's into it this week. That's great. Uh, let's He's here this let's week. talk about E.T. Well, last time, two weeks ago, when you weren't here, when you were having your first week, of your two-week jolly off of the podcast. Oh, did
3: very well.
2: <laughs> um, he, he, his heart wasn't so much in it. <laughs> but I'll tell you whose heart was in it. That was E.T. E.T., the extraterrestrial. Or simply oh, E.T. No. is a 1982 American science fiction film. It tells the story of Elliot, a boy who befriends an extraterrestrial dubbed E.T., who's left alo- behind on Earth. Along with his friends and family, Elliot must find a way to help E.T. return home while avoiding the government. So the government. why are we doing this? Because E.T.'s 40. 40- years old this week wow. guys Wee. oh. like like almost as old as me that that makes me feel older older than me looking in the mirror and saying how old i am is here i'm like et is 40 years old i'm like what i can't wait
4: to do the age game only because d wallace they mention in this that she's 40 all
2: right bullshit well, we, we sort of <laughs> preface that for, yeah. for ethan for later <laughs> if you don't have d wallace you better find her and get her on oh I, yes. I do i do Good. okay uh, directed obviously by steven spielberg Yep. Okay. Uh, on a story of it, he wrote. Mm-hmm. He had some help with, with with redrafts, but I believe the story itself is his. He didn't think it was going to go anywhere, did he? Oh no, that's not true. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I hope so. The studio didn't think it had very, very oh, high, high okay. legs, but he was kind of big on it. So uh, let's talk about this. Filming Raiders of the Lost Ark in Tunisia caused a sense of loneliness in Spielberg, far away from his family and friends, and made memories of his childhood creation resurface. He told screenwriter Melissa Matheson about Night Skies and developed a subplot from The Failed Project. So it was a movie he was working on in which Buddy, the only friendly alien, befriends an autistic child. The thing that made me go "Whoa!" is I didn't know they were using terms like autism in nineteen like seventy uh, something. Uh, yeah, yeah,
3: that would have been very early, but yeah. yeah. Buddy's
2: abandonment on Earth in the script's final scene inspired the concept of ET. Matheson wrote a first draft called "ET and Me" in just eight weeks, which Spielberg considered perfect, and then sent it through two more drafts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not
2: perfect enough. one by matthew robbins which deleted like an eddie haskell type of friend of Elliot's. eddie haskell, i believe He's i believe a... it's a beaver reference i believe he was like a bad influence sort of friend oh okay um, yeah that one worked in early summer 1981 while raiders was being promoted columbia met with spielberg to discuss the script um after having to develop Night Skies with the, the, with the director as the intended sequel to Close Encounters of the Third Kind. However, the head of Columbia Pictures, uh, Market Research and Development Department, concluded it had a limited commercial potential, believing this film would only appeal to young children. Uh, the script being developed at Columbia at the same time is another script as, about alien uh, visitation. So they had the choice, do we make this or do we make a film called Starman? Oh, I like Starman. Because of its broader appeal, they chose to go with Starman and then turn down this, because you don't want to release too many films about space or else it dilutes the pot, right? Yeah, yeah. Starman were not that much big of a hit, really. Well, oh, no, no. E.T. <clears throat> uh, e. was then made instead by Universal Pictures, who thought that it had... Uh, Sorry, it was maybe Universal Pictures um, who felt the script. He did feel the script was not good or scary enough to draw a huge crowd. Um, So I think maybe I mixed a couple of paragraphs together here. But Columbia CEO Frank Price passed on the project. And then um, Spielberg approached a guy called Sid Sheinberg, who was the president of MCA. MCA was the owning company of Universal Studios. And he said, acquire your E.T. script back from Columbia Pictures. Which he paid a million dollars to do. Wow, he beat them and struck a deal—a price in which Columbia would retain five percent of the film's net profits, which is a good lump sum. Yeah, I think Columbia's done okay. <coughs> yeah. Veitch, who was the guy from Columbia who passed on it, said, uh, "I think in 1982 we made more money on ET than we did on any of our own films." Wow. <laughs> So the project
4: was 5%age, say?
2: 5% of the profits. <laughs> oh. The project was filmed under the cover name A Boy's Life as Spielberg did not want anyone to discover and plagiarize the plot. Remember that for later. The actors had to read the script behind closed doors and everyone on set had to wear an ID card. The film was shot roughly in chronological order oh, okay. to create the right emotional performance from the children. It was also done to help them with workload. Spielberg ensured the puppeteers were kept away from the set to maintain the illusion of a real alien. So for the first time his career, Spielberg also did not storyboard any of the film in order to facilitate spontaneity in the performances. You can see that in Drew Barrymore, though, can't you? Oh, I think so. Yeah. This was shot in only 61 days. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, if you can imagine what a film like this might, might, yeah, might yeah, do yeah. now. So, uh, let's start right into the deep dive. Uh, let's, But first off, Georgia, you hadn't seen this in its entirety before.
3: I had not, no. I think I'd seen about the last half hour as a child, like yeah. several times, but never the whole film.
2: Ethan?
1: Uh, I'd seen it a couple times as a kid. I think the last time I saw it would have been, like, about ten years ago.
4: Okay. Oh, I've seen it many, many, many times. Um, the only thing was, I didn't want this CGI well, shit we'll talk version. about that, yeah.
2: Because yeah. there was a there's a there's the original version, but there's I a enjoy. digital version they did for the 20th anniversary. Yeah, shit, where they removed elements and they kind of George Lucas it. Yeah, and we didn't know which one we were getting, and maybe we'll talk about that as as as, as we go through. Mm. But
1: yeah, some of the I have st- like a Mandela effect memory. I think about a scene which didn't happen,
2: but some of the stuff that you were worried about, we won't talk. Sp- we're we're one of the big ones was a CGI E T yeah, yeah, yeah. that looked a little too emotive and therefore didn't feel genuine. No, and no. so you were worried about that going into this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've seen it, but I was literally talking every now and then I go to Liam and go, I haven't remembered any of this so far. Like <laughs> it's, it's been over 30 years, probably closer to, I don't think I've seen this since I was like six. I really, really don't six, seven, eight, maybe wow. definitely not past eight. I know I haven't seen this since I moved back to Canada. And I did that at nine.
4: This film is one of the very few films that tug at my heartstrings. I mean, proper get me. So, you know, well, it's, let, it's tough to watch. Let's see if a proper got <laughs> you this time.
2: Uh, we got a very old studio identification card, uh, this universal one that was like old school. And we have space and we start with the score and it feels wonderful. And I feel like I'm watching the start of last year's John Lewis Christmas advert. <laughs> That's not. Which they've, they've got to be ripping up, They've got to be ripping off this yeah spaceship lands in the woods yeah all these lights and all of a sudden you know the alien stumbles upon someone yeah yeah, yeah. very much uh sort of from this um shame on you journalist yes (laughs) there's a spaceship and we see a creature from a distance rummaging around the plants and that's because et and his species are botanists yeah they're involved in plants because we did get that shot inside of the spaceship first
4: time this time i realized that yeah i hadn't really took much notice until I didn't till today
1: yeah uh, same I didn't realize that until this time to be fair there's a lot of things around I thought again child brain I thought the government were bad guys like evil evil people well I mean, you're hang on I think
2: they, I think you said I don't think your reading's wrong
1: there. no 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 no, no. but like one specific guy who I'm realizing okay maybe he was maybe, maybe you in were, hindsight you were, now you were, yeah, yeah. you were
4: meant to though you yeah. meant to
1: yeah that's my like, but your, that
4: plays into, into the whole plant thing though doesn't it like you oh, were saying. Yeah.
2: Spielberg claims that E.T. species were supposed to be plant like themselves, and I call BS. Yeah, they're not. That's clearly a working heart. They mm-hmm. talk about respiratory, they talk about brain function. This ain't plant. Nope. It looks like a meatball. Um, it looks
3: like a mandrake.
2: Sure. What's the oh Harry mandrake, Hull. actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also uh Pan's Labyrinth, which yeah. we should do one day. It's fantastic. Um but, um, they did say that in his opinion, uh, ET is genderless. Now, I don't know how old this, this, this interview is.
4: I always thought he was a male.
2: Well, that's because we're, we're told. Oh, we? yeah.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He does. He does. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep. Um, we get some glowing in unison. And it looks like that's like their, their, like, like, go home sort of like signal. Yeah. That's like, yeah, yeah come home. Yeah. yeah. When the heart flows up, it's like, everybody back. Yeah. Come everybody on. Everybody back. A beacon. And, um, we do see that there's one sort of, version of his creature who seems to be straggling and we get it's very compartmentalized we get a couple of fingers or we get extreme long shots mm-hmm. yeah so we don't get to know exactly what this is we saw two fingers a plant that was picked up and a, bu- <laughs> and, and, a and a great shot to a bunny rabbit oh <laughs>
3: it, it made i do it made me think he was going to kill the rabbit and then i went he's not going to kill the rabbit and
2: he didn't kill the rabbit you seem like. See like i just tear oh, off the head off really, the I really? I
3: <laughs> start eating the rabbit i was like oh, okay did you, did you
2: see it was rated u
3: well, yeah, but he still could have like you cut you cut to the bunny rabbit, then cut to him eating something. Like Do you know, I what I genuinely gore,
2: saw but... this morning on the way to work a dead bunny rabbit. No, okay. well, it makes sense given what we're talking about. No,
4: ET, e- no ET, you know, like uh, a thing. But anyway, I saw a deer on the side of the road laying down, oh, watching really? two chickens.
0: Oh, oh,
4: how beautiful was that? I was some take a picture, but I was running late for work,
2: so I didn't. <laughs> didn't <switch. laughs> Um, it was such a beautiful thing Like we said Shot in extreme distance Shot in very low light It creates a mystery And the score I mean oh. Just pretty much Accept this statement For the whole film The score Which is fantastic is Beautiful Amazing.
3: It has to be though It oh. brings depth to Because it. there's Like 5% dialogue In this entire film
2: This is a film That is directed a lot By I mean, by by music Yeah you're not yeah. wrong there mm.
3: Like that bit of dialogue We had at the very beginning That is the biggest chunk it's, it's, In the it's film It's part
2: of that Because you're working So much with child actors that you can't give them too yeah, much yeah. to do because, A, they won't remember it, and, B, it won't be believable. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah.
1: It's also, a, lo- a lot of it is spectacle and puppetry.
2: Yeah. Um, what do we have here now? As a point of view shot of the alien coming to the clearing and seeing the city in the valley, and like we were kind of going, if you were from somewhere else, that would look really yeah beautiful, but also strange, and yeah. so it's an interesting choice. Um, and then all of a sudden, some cars show up, and everybody's getting out of cars. And... And I, I make it sound sinister It seems like they just Happen upon this Like they're yeah. just They're just there For some other reason Have they been tracking this spaceship? I guess it, it was all an accident I just ended oh, there Oh do you don't, they, don't, they don't have any equipment yet
3: oh, I don't know But there's like This crotch keys guy And he keeps coming back This key he guy there <laughs> Yeah has,
2: yeah. I, sure the first time Yeah Because oh? the shot is really yeah, yeah. weird
3: Because it's literally Of his keys Well that's and because And jangling
2: Nothing Everything's shot from ET's eye line. Yeah and we don't Aww. look up though, we keep it kind of whatever. And this happens all, this happens until the quarantine scene, basically. Yeah, basically. It's yeah. like we do not, except for the mom, we do not see any other adult's face. No. No. And because it demonizes them, it kind of makes them like they're the strange ones and like our adventures b- beneath their gaze, yeah. so, to, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and so um, we kind of view the humans, I said this already, from E.T.'s perspective. And there's a homing call, but E.T. can't move because he's trapped by the humans so he knows he's supposed to go, but he can't get Bob, and then he kind of goes, <laughs> I actually got some audio of E.T. Let's see if I still have it. Wah! Oh. <laughs>
4: did you that?
2: from, that's, Ethan, that's that's uh Ethan. i forgot what he was doing <laughs> <That sounds laughs> i was talking Ethan.
1: about marvel movies but cause they're, cause they're like... oh that was the moment oh, yeah, when like, like, like someone Game catches the hammer
2: or something like that and that's the reaction he says happens in the cinema yeah
1: i was like i don't want to see i don't need this because someone wanted like that on a dvd extra and i'm like
4: you don't oh need that.
2: i was going through some like old clips today and i found that and i need to i need to harvest that and put it to the side <laughs> i should
4: have brought my little et that i've got oh do you really
2: yeah a little ring pool one
4: um, and, uh, well, say stuff. Yeah.
2: Um, so the ship takes off and stops the humans, but there's one of the aliens who've been left behind. And let's talk about, talk about the score for a minute here, because you don't really feel for the alien. Like in like three minutes without any dialogue, I actually feel for this creature who's stuck there it's because of the yeah. music. The music and how well they've chosen to shoot. This is yeah. The cinematography can't be overlooked in this. No, yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's fantastic.
1: Because mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like they shoot it so peaceful and tranquil. Like the second the dudes show up, it kind of becomes really chaotic. Yeah, you know? and oh, it's, and and we're this is bad.
2: we're aligned to ET in the sense that we can We don't even see things from. We don't even yeah. see the faces. They're, yeah. just, they're just mystery mystery. And it's nighttime, and we associate both those things, especially if you're a kid. Which I think most of us were the first time we watched this. With like you know danger and authority, and dads were always a bit different than mums, weren't they? Mm. unless that was my mum. <laughs> and yes, and Spielberg's going uh, kind of going back to his own story because his parents divorced and this is kind of he never really had like a good relationship with his father and so like yeah. that sort of manifested itself yes. in this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, uh, let's talk about the score for a minute. John Williams, who composed this musical score, described the challenge of creating one that would generate sympathy for such an odd looking creature. As with their coll- previous collaborations, Spielberg liked every theme Williams composed and included them in the final cut. <laughs> so there nice. we go. Nice. And we, yeah, go ahead.
3: Just while we're on the topic of the score, I meant to mention it. There's a, uh, um, tribute to Hans Zimmer and John Williams, um, orchestra coming to the Corn Exchange in Lynn if we want to go and see that in October. Oh, cool. i doing all like, the film music. I'd
0: be up for that. Yeah, yeah I'd be up yep. for
2: that. Including
3: yeah. E.T., which is why
2: yeah. just popped into my head. No, but Z- if you listen to the podcast at all, Zimmer and Williams are kind of our 1A, 1B here. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. Michael Jackson did something with E.T., didn't he? He did. I didn't include it. Um, there is some sort of thing that, that yeah, was happening. that in there, but...
4: Yeah. I remember something about There
2: was something. Because it wasn't in the film proper, I, I, I didn't include it oh, in the notes. Oh, okay, yeah. But uh, Maybe we can have some more information on that for next week or something like that. I just it's remember like a, seeing
4: a picture of Michael Jackson
2: and E.T. And yeah. There was
4: something about it. He
2: does have one of, the, one of the... His estate, I guess, does now, but he owned one of the E.T. puppets at the end of it. Really? Yeah. Wow. There's only like three of them or something like that. He is one of them wow which is of course he it was, does it's like the most michael jackson yeah, thing yeah, that he yeah. could have done yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> like with video, with video games it's weird to think this this film trans this transcended just film and like its impact because this killed video games
2: yeah i've got a note on that at the end so yeah. stick around for that um we'll fill you in um <laughs> uh what do we have here uh i said that already oh so we open with um basically where stranger things would rip off the first five minutes I, of their pilot
1: and there's a kid called Mike as well. Yeah. Like, I, w- I just fin- I finished Stranger Things season four, like, a week ago, so I was just going, ah, yeah, cool, Elle's going to show up soon. This is great.
2: Uh, we, we open, we have a game of Dungeons & Dragons, which is what the first episode of <laughs> Stranger Things opens with as well. Oh, I've
4: seen the first episode. Have yeah.
2: I- yeah. That's all I've seen because I've, I I teach it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I or I did used to. Episode. And it starts with Dungeons and Dragons. It's all about pizza. So when they make theirs, when they make Stranger Things, they know that majority of their audience has seen these things and yeah. will pick up these tropes yeah. as something they call Spielbergian suburbia. Is it this notion of 1980s oh, movies? Okay. This, the Goonies, yeah, 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 yeah. things, uh, 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 Stand by Me. These sort of 1980s films, not all made by Spielberg, but they kind of yeah, create yeah, yeah. our idea of what America was like in the 80s, whether it really was like yeah. that or not.
4: So, am I in right thinking the Stranger Things is is set in the
1: 80s? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, it's it's like full nostalgia, and that's well, it's, why like
2: it's, it's nostalgia for for, for my generation. Yeah. And I got a point that I'll talk about this when it comes to, like, Ethan and George's generation.
4: I've yeah. recently, in my shop, retro records and toys. For all your retro <laughs> needs. For all our retro needs, yeah. Um, I've been selling a lot of um, Run Up the Hill by Kate Bush. And yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that's, that's number
1: five, Cause of Stranger Things. Fantastic scene, but, like, that single song has just escalated. That's got back of, into
4: the charts yep, at number yeah, eight. Yep. How Everyone's weird. getting
1: Kate Bush again. It, it's, it's the power of the brand of Stranger
2: yeah, Things. Right yeah, I
1: yeah. And uh, Wuthering Heights, better song.
2: There we go. Um, what do we got here? We meet Elliot. Elliot's not being allowed to play in a Dragon's Game by his older brother. No. For the role of Elliot, played by Henry Thomas, uh, Spielberg auditioned hundreds of boys, including Keith Coogan, whoever that is, yeah. uh, before Jack Fisk suggested Henry Thomas for the role, because Henry had played the part of Harry in the film Raggedy Man, which Fisk had directed. Thomas, who auditioned in an Indiana Jones costume, did not perform well in the formal <laughs> testing, but got the filmmaker's attention in an improvised scene. Uh, he, was, uh, he used Thoughts of his dead dog to con- to uh, inspire actually convincing tears.
0: Oh, okay. And you think about
2: how important a couple of scenes where he's going to cry in this movie. Yeah. Be. Ooh, uh,
1: so genuine Keith tears. was one of the main kids wow. in Adventures and Babysitting, and he was the young one of the young versions of the animals and the fox and the hound.
2: Well, my sister will appreciate the Adventures and Babysitting reference. Mm. Who was that? Was this this fifth kid? Uh, Keith Coogan. Oh, Keith Coogan. Okay, yes. yeah. Okay. He he was, I remember he was that. Was
1: Brad in Adventures and Babysitting? I remember that
2: one. Uh, mainly because my sister watched it about once a week um, <laughs> hello christ uh so i've the, recently just acquired that in the show oh really yeah elizabeth Shue. oh i can sing the whole yeah i can i can do the film pretty much verbatim uh pizza drops off everything is misty it's a uh, not notice that. like it's lit so beautifully oh, here the mist great, is so yeah. real for some reason elliot hears a noise in his tool shed so he just decides i'm gonna throw a baseball in there yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i not even like chuck it like you, you just sort of underhand toss it yeah and then it gets thrown back to him, which is important because there's no way that puppet's going to do that if you can see him. No, but I don't no, even know how he runs. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and then uh, out, out, it goes, and so he gets freaked out with the balls thrown back to him. Oh, he goes back to the Dungeons and Dragons game, and no one told mom they were ordering pizza. <laughs> I'm like, jeez, uh, extra cheese in that. I, I, they all pulled their money in. they had oh, a little box nice. there. yeah. Um, nobody, which back in the day, there weren't even like ATMs. Yeah. You'd have to have cash that you withdrew from a teller. Just saying. Yeah. Pocket money, maybe. Um, mom goes, nobody go out there. There's a beat and they all grab knives and go out there. Uh, mom isn't much of an authoritarian and we don't really know fully why yet but there we go and they don't find anything they weren't looking very hard because as soon as they leave like even those two fingers come around the sort of corner and he pops his head out like ha ha are they gone (laughs) Uh, and Henry can't sleep so he goes outside and he's got torches and I think the torch is interesting because the torch links him to the adults who were looking for E.T. earlier in the movie yeah but E.T.'s not freaked by it E.T.'s freaked at this one yeah but this time he is
4: oh okay we're there okay
2: because yeah, yeah because he yeah, goes yeah. outside and then there's great dueling point of view shots you get it from et's perspective and from elliot's perspective yes yes yes, yes and yes. you see both of them seeing the other one for the first time yeah and you have those matching screams and then there's some atrocious jump cuts on real elliot real bad. <laughs> oh, they are rough uh, dun, dun, I, dun. yeah i was like i, I, I get it place. he's freaked out yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know is
1: supposed to replicate like how he's scared from every direction but <laughs> it's funny
2: it's like they went, let's try it three or four times over. And then they said, you know what? Keep them all. Which, which one do you want to use, Henry? I want to use all of them. Okay. <laughs> do you know what? We'll I saw
4: a film uh, about four or five years ago, and I think that was a Steven Seagal movie. And when anybody got beat up, they showed you the same thing replayed
2: <sighs> three or four times. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's my favourite trope in those oh, kinds of films. Really. Like an
2: explosion. Jump cuts, when used effectively, can be very good. Oh. They're not used well very often.
3: No. I just had some information about the Michael Jackson thing. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so basically, Michael Jackson released a storybook version of E.T. where he narrated it, um, along with a single of somewhere, Someone in the Dark, which is what he wrote about E.T., um, it was banned and was pulled from copies after, and they'd only sold like a few hundred in 1982 because it released at the same time as Thriller did. Yeah, and, and, the, deal was the, if you got, and
2: the deal was if you got after Christmas, they said you can re-release it at that point. Yeah. yeah.
4: So is it quite scarce now then, is
2: it? Really, really scarce, yeah. I'm guessing you don't have one at Retro Records and Toys. I don't. Here we go.
4: Maybe I should go and have a little look. Get a hold of Liam. See if
2: you see if can find it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, I'll keep you
4: posted. I'm going to search for this.
2: Yeah. And I like the fact that we stayed on Elliot more than we stayed on E.T. because it makes us go, okay, what did we – because you, you give us a bit and you take it away. Yeah. And rather than follow E.T. now, we stay with Elliot. And it goes, what did I see really? Okay, what was it like? Because this is a pre-internet thing. Like, even the movie poster was yeah. just the two fingers. Like, they were not giving anything oh, away. that's great, isn't it? Right? Yeah. So, it was like, what do we do – and how did you see it? Because you wouldn't have seen like, pro- like... Now the trailer would have given away what it looked like. Now we would have had pictures from this. Like you can't keep anything like this sort lower level of a surprise. But do you
4: know, I was saying to you when we um, uh, started watching this, how they had to put E.T. extraterrestrial. Terrestrial. Yeah. Now, why can't they just left it
2: as E.T.? Because that was... I can need to guide the people what they're going to see. Uh, okay. Yeah, but we're so ingrained now. Now in we know what now. E.T. means extraterrestrial, yeah, but you'd have no idea what that meant. So you'd be like, what is ET? What's with the weird tree branch the kids touch it with
1: his finger? <laughs> oh I can't wait to go see. The extra and tree and branch. In <laughs> um
2: yeah. Joker two point <laughs> <laughs> oh on France. I was so
1: proud of that joke. Oh, That's meaning second. and I think we yeah. didn't quite catch
2: it. Sorry, and buddy. No. Um it's it's quite funny. No thank you. <laughs> there you are um so let's talk about et for a moment carlo rambaldi who was designed who designed the aliens for close encounters of a third kind was hired to design the animatronics for et rambaldi's own painting women of delta led him to create a creature of un- of a unique extendable neck which so
3: seems that, to- that was definitely animatronic the neck because you yeah. could see it going up that and it down. seems
2: to be linked to like how secure he feels how high it would go up or how low it would go go down when he was like feeling insecure or unsafe
3: and then at the end he does it to like match the children's heights
2: yeah oh is that right yeah oh that's clever um, its face was inspired by those of Carl Sandburg, Albert Einstein, and Ernest Hemingway.
3: He does look you can Einstein-y. See that, Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, producer Kathleen Kennedy visited the Jules Stein Eye Institute to study real and glass eyes. She hired institute staffers to create ET's eyes, which she felt were particularly important in engaging the audience. And you know what? Fair shout Definitely. on that one. Yeah. Fair yeah. shout.
4: Even the side bits of his eyes kind of moved, didn't they?
3: Yeah. He had like eyelids that. Moved. Oh, did they? Yeah.
1: I, I thought- just sent you guys the uh, the painting that Ramboldi did and yeah, I can real I can really see the um the similarities
2: between that and eating. Oh definitely, yeah. Like oh, okay, yeah, nice we're looking at, at it here. We can, we, we can tweet that out. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Uh, four heads were created for filming. One is the main animatronic, and the others for facial expressions as well as a costume. A team of puppeteers controlled E.T.'s face with the assistance of animatronics. Two little people, Tamara DeTro and Pat Bylon, as well as 12-year-old Matthew Demerit, who uh, unfortunately was born without legs, took turns oh. wearing the costume. So Demerit's actually walking on his hands and played all scenes where he walked awkwardly or if E.T. fell over. So those are all him. Wow. So uh, the head was placed above that of the actors. So the actors were seen through slits in the chest.
3: Like where the heart beat. Yeah, probably.
2: Caprice Roth, a professional mime, filled prosthetics to play ET's hands. The puppet was created in three months at the cost of one and a half million dollars. Wow. Spielberg declared it was something only a mother could love. I think ET's got a very cute sort of. I mean, he's not attractive. He's He's not attractive. No. Like he's like. It's like what Disney was trying to do with with, with Stitch. I imagine Leo yeah, and Stitch. Yeah. Like it's not it's not like cuddly, but right. it's it's instantly unique. It's never been caught co- like really copied since. But, it's
1: he's like a hyper extended meatball.
2: But if you'd have had him, it's the second time we tried that meatball <laughs> joke. Over. Stop. Stop trying to make meatballs happen.
1: No, he looks like a meatball though.
4: But if he'd happened to be had a bit of a horrible side to him, we wouldn't have liked him. He has to be downtrodden. Has to be.
2: No, and I do like how they play on our maybe assumptions of other alien films to yeah. kind of go, oh, what if, what if he's dangerous? Because it puts us with, with Elliot. We don't know. Not yeah, really. Exactly, yeah, um, It's like a lizard. You know, like people can get lizards
1: as pets and they look like real creepy and slimy, but you see them from like one angle and you're like, that's the cutest thing I've ever seen.
2: Yeah, I don't have an experience.
4: Was he, he like an iguana?
0: Yes! An
1: iguana! Oh, okay. That's the
2: one. That's yeah. The one's yeah. oh, <laughs> uh, cute. The major voice work for ET was performed by Pat Welsh. She smoked two packs of cigarettes a day, which gave her voice a quality that sound effects creator Ben Burt liked. <laughs> oh my god. She spent nine and a half hours recording her part. How much do you think she was paid for this? For nine and a half hours worth? Yeah.
1: 300.
2: Um, 2000. Five grand. Ethan's almost buying on $380. Woo!
3: Yeah, voice
1: actors I, get treated like shit.
2: I'm hoping that changed. Yeah, You'd
1: hope so. like
2: there's a story about the yeah. person who created the Nike swoosh who got like like not much money at all.
3: I mean, more for the fact that she's going to need some healthcare after those cigarettes than
2: anything else. I think she smoked two packs of cigarettes a day. All I don't think she did it for the part. No, I think no, she- no. But like,
3: even so, she's going to need the need the assistance.
2: Um, Bert also recorded 16 other people and various animals to create E.T.'s voice. This includes Spielberg himself, actress Deborah Winger, oh. uh, Spielberg's sleeping wife, sick with a cold, a burp from his USC film professor, raccoons, otters, and horses. Yes.
4: Is that, you know, what I said to you about that person in the thing. Is that maybe Jamie Lee Curtis
2: or somebody like her? Person in what thing? I'll wait till we get to it. I think you would have found it, buddy. I have no idea. Oh, you're just you're trying to. I think much like meatballs, you're trying to make this work. No, <laughs> oh. it just keeps coming to me. I know it does. I don't know why. I think it's like when I thought that Kim Basinger on me. I think it's when I thought Kim Basinger was one of the fembots, and I was like so convinced it was the case. And oh, it wasn't. okay. Do
3: you know why he's cute? Why is he cute? Because he looks like a gorilla. Or like an orangutan, (laughs) face-wise.
2: It's the wide eyes. Is this Liam we're talking about, or is this Oh Oh, Okay. When you you get
3: like a face face face-on shot of him with just the blanket over his head, so it's just the face. Just the face. He looks like like a gorilla, and obviously, gorillas are very humanoid. And I reckon that's why we think he's cute.
2: And much like gorillas, he came out of the mist. Hang on.
3: (laughs) I think that's why we think he's cute because he is wide-eyed like a baby.
2: Why do you think I'm a
4: gorilla, and why do you think I'm a troll?
2: Uh, I don't think you're a troll. The internet thinks you're a I troll. I think
4: you just, keep, you just
2: keep trying to bring so these He things had up. to
3: actively avoid calling me the elephant in the room earlier. So. <laughs> it's a
0: phrase.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't choose the animal. <laughs> I'm messing, it's I'm like messing. it's a Mad Lib. <laughs> <laughs> fill it in here. I just went elephant. Elephant.
3: I'm trying to lose weight. <laughs> and I went with koala bear.
2: I'll have you know. A koala? Yeah. Wait. Koala? Yeah, koalas and pandas both just eat lots of eucalyptus and stuff and get stoned all the time. Do you mm-hmm. know how stupid
3: koalas I love are, koalas. though? They literally have smooth brains.
2: Oh, I love koalas if you though. They're my koalas, favorite animal. Yeah. If you
3: move their pl- food, mm-hmm. so if it's not hanging on a tree, if you put it on a plate,
2: won't get there. they would starve. Yeah, there we go.
3: Like they are so, and also they're allergic to the one thing they eat. Okay. Like how stupid do you have to Dunno. be?
2: They're beautiful creatures. Uh, Foley artist John Roche said he used a wet t-shirt crammed with jello to simulate the noise of E.T.'s waddling walk. Yeah, that's for you you oh, always like your uh, yeah, he's that is clever yeah, yeah. how
4: do you come up with these
3: things I'd love to be a Foley artist Foley would be
2: fun yeah, something would. I would like to do
3: we'd I reckon I'd be quite good at we'd it we'd be great at we'd this. be great
2: but I think they get paid not much Nothing. either no, yeah, no. but we'd no. have fun though we would <laughs> according to the film's novelization e. is over 10 million years old whoa oh.
0: which when is I interesting because I think he comes across him.
3: as a child
2: yeah maybe he is no I quite like the idea of E.T. as an old man I think. Like, he's a senile old man. Not, 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 not senile, but just, just old. Ethan, you're a big Doctor Who guy. I mean, it's kinda of like if you yeah. think about like either Capaldi or at times, there were times where Matt Smith's doctor actually plays himself very, very oh, old. Yeah. And yeah. the idea about what that means when you embrace that 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 age, but what does it mean? What is the downsides of that? And people who you see leave and all those sorts of things.
3: I think it's because you obviously see him learning new things. It comes across he as very childlike.
2: childlike. Each, each of the kid mir- kid mirrors themselves in him. Yeah. So as a result, he becomes an avatar for all of them. Mm. Yeah. Um, the next day Henry goes riding on his BMX bike and just the, the creators of stranger things He's are going, like, love this, just yeah. keep riding
1: on it. What but, if that was every episode?
2: And this yeah. Well, and this hyper real experience of childhood may or may uh, is what childhood might or might not have been about. So there's this interesting idea that I proposed when I was teaching this this show. Let's talk about Stranger things just for a moment. Because we've kind of seen I've never lived in the United States in the nineteen eighties. No. I I never have. Yet they present something and we go, oh, nostalgia, nostalgia, nostalgia. Yeah. Oh, look at this. And ours is debatable whether it's legit or not. For Ethan and Georgia and that generation who see it and they still go, oh, their nostalgia isn't based off of a life experience. Their nostalgia is based off a series of movies they watch themselves from this era. So even their nostalgia isn't authentic because it's not really their experience they're reliving. They're reliving their experience watching films that other people have talked about that gives them a feeling of nostalgia.
1: I'm reliving Tuesday when I watch the film.
3: <laughs> I think there is there's a certain element of, especially for this film, of slight nostalgia because even when I was growing up, because... We we still did the thing where you you came back yeah, like dark my, and rode out your bikes in the village with your friends and you come and knock on doors and sorts of those yeah, sorts my, of things. My, yeah. but it's not the It's not the same.
2: And my reference was more towards the Stranger Things element, where you're uh, borrowing. Where
3: I've not watched it. So. Oh,
2: but people who have and who are diehards and are like eighties, eighties, eighties. I'm like, you're borrowing someone else's nostalgia yeah. that you don't actually know, but you only know it through the movies. So step one nostalgia, I look at E. T. and go, I remember doing this. Step two nostalgia people of your generation might look at Stranger Things and go, Oh, I remember E. T. Stand by Me, the Goonies and go, Oh so nostalgia's to the media product, not even the life itself.
4: Yeah, I I my nostalgia is American nostalgia is only through film.
2: Right, but at least you saw it at the right age. But I saw it at the right age, (laughs) yeah, and I lived through the eighties. Because this is me saying the same thing. I I never had a BMX bike. I had a BMX bike. Never had a BMX bike. You know, I was. But it is one of those symbols of of living in the eighties. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's this very almost normal like film because it's a summer blockbuster. It relates you to the summer. But nostalgia is so weird because also the movie it came out in 2017 and that film banks on the fact that you have nostalgia of watching the stranger things, which gives you nostalgia of watching eighties movies. And it just becomes more and more of like its own self parody
2: I'm sorry. I I'm not getting you
1: <laughs> the film it from 2017, like the, the horror film. Yep. Yeah. Has yeah. One has one of the kids from stranger things in there, but also its entire gimmick is remember stranger things. What if we did that again? Well, yeah, I mean, the, 80s, the, the, yeah. Sa-
2: the same gimmick was used in Ghostbusters yeah. Afterlife. Oh, okay, yeah, where you had the kid from Stranger Things who's involved in that as we're all as we're actively watching a 1980s reboot. See, I haven't yeah. seen Stranger Things.
4: I knew that
2: one episode. You yeah. remember we watched Ghostbusters Afterlife? Yeah. There was that that brother who was trying to you know get with the girl and work with the Burger Pals. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's from Stranger Things. Oh, okay. So Stranger Things is about 1980s sort of nostalgia anyway. So what do we do we we'll put him in the Ghostbusters legacy sequel where all the 1980s references are going to come up.
4: The only yeah. one I remember from Stranger it's Things,
3: weird threefold like meta,
2: but not it's, not quite it's, clever yeah. enough yeah. to be meta. Yeah. It's that, just that's fan what it It's just let's just throw him in there. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, okay. just
3: lazy. I yeah. mean, come on. That's
2: the Stranger Things. At least episode one was the better version of it. This is going.
3: I mean, yeah. I've, I've not seen any of the properties we're currently
1: talking
2: I about. Love so I can't things. Stranger Things episode one. Well, episode one's very good. I tried to watch more yeah. of than that. I can't. It just didn't sit with me. But that's okay.
1: It's a very teeny bit team drama they and do I'm- go into
2: the
4: woods in bikes don't they in the first one yeah from what I remember yeah, yeah. so then, it it's like very E.T.
2: Moment. it's very E.T. Goonies yeah, yeah, stand by yeah, me yeah, yeah yeah, like I had this whole thing about here's all the things it references even when Winona Ryder who of course is famous for Beetlejuice as well as some other 80s stuff mm. that all sort of follows these su- supernatural sort of themes so we go oh casting it fits oh look at these these, these shots of his community or the house design yeah. or any of these things they all yeah. line up at what point then, do
3: you go we're literally just picking things and putting well, them what in you it have it to have is you need there to be
2: a story underneath it that yeah. doesn't it doesn't just yeah. become so. There's like a million bad Stranger Thing parodies that not parodies, but things that have like try, aspire to be like right. that yeah. and don't have a story underneath it to make it work. As I
3: say, because if you're just picking things out and going, we're directly copying to play on people's and and they, they don't do anything yeah. else. It's like can we actually write something
0: the, then? And Stranger
1: Things fell into that as well, because season two, they're like, do you guys remember Ghostbusters? They just saw the Ghostbusters yeah. movie, and they they all they talk about is Ghostbusters. Season three and four, much
2: better. Like in the first one, they talk about, like, Star Wars and the rules yeah. of that, Lord of the Rings and the books. I mean, all these things that we, so it's really accessible as an entry point to get in, because they celebrate the things that you sort of celebrate, mm. and somewhere along this way, it's become its own property unto itself. Right. Let's move back into yeah, the thing yeah. that we talking about, though. <laughs> um, family dinner, and what are you Going for for Halloween. There's two conversations. One about Halloween, but another one about E. T. And Michael's really bullying his brother, which I quite I felt I felt as far 'cause we had a bullying situation last week in Jurassic World. <laughs> this one felt this one felt more 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 organic though.
1: This felt better. Yeah. As, as, as far as bullying can go.
2: Sure. Uh Gertie, played by Drew Barrymore, is just repeating everything. We're gonna talk about her in a minute. Oh, I, oh I lost my
1: mind when I realized this was her.
2: What? You didn't know that
1: no again i was 12 when i saw i had no idea who she was and no, then okay. like i was doing the age game but
2: oh my god yep yeah. we find out that dad is in mexico with sally and they just say it like it's a matter of fact because when you're a kid yeah. it's what you do i mean only michael the older one gets that mum's hurting yeah because for you it's just facts Mum isn't yeah dad is in mexico with sally yeah <laughs> What is yeah okay
3: that's how kids process That's how kids process things. That's how kids process things.
2: Being yeah, direct about it, yeah. Elliot is worried. He says, well, what if they get their gremlin and we'll, 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 we'll call someone? And he, and he goes, no, I, they'll give it a lobotomy or do experiments on it, which is exactly what they do. Yeah. Mm. Well, kind of, sort of. Yeah. Um, and so let's meet Michael, played by Robert McNaughton. He auditioned eight times for the role. Wow. Wow. I thought he was all
4: right. A little interesting fact. Yeah. In about two weeks' time in London Comic Con, they're all going to be there, apart from Drew Barrymore. Excellent. So yeah. So if you want to go meet them, go meet them. Go why meet are
0: them. We,
3: why are we not going?
4: I don't know. I only you found out. I day. just
1: went to the other one. Two, two, two weeks from now.
0: The...
2: Uh, yeah. I thinking, I well, not- you're gonna be in. You're gonna be in. I'm going to be in be holiday. Right. Yeah. Just so,
3: London's just so accessible to us. It just seems silly not to do these things.
2: Sometimes. At some point, I want to do a Comic Con. I don't know if I'm, if I'm. It has to be the right oh, one. It's
1: a celebration. Yeah. I'll tell London you what, we should look at.
2: No, I want a broad one.
4: I don't want we just like one. We should look at uh, a Comic Con, wherever it is Manchester, Liverpool, London, whatever, right? I just and and if we're MCL. doing a podcast of these people at this time, we should make a, an entry to go see them, maybe.
2: There we go. At the very least, they can give us a. We can pay them twenty pounds, and they can do. Po- hi, my this, this is uh, this is Robert McNaughton from uh, ET, and you're listening to Best Film Ever.
4: Yeah. Oh, could you imagine? Yeah. They can go
2: with the intro, so if we can pay like whatever it is, we we've got five of them. We, we can just reuse those forever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just look when there is. I'm going to a completely different comic con, like a door down from that one, which is such a shame.
2: We, okay, which one are you going to, Ethan?
1: I'm going to the anime convention, which is like a block down the road from that one.
2: Well the good news is You'll have lots of space To stretch your arms out Because everyone else Will be the other one
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, gonna, it's an anime convention It's going to stink
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can't even make the joke If you're going to beat me to it Yeah, yeah. You're probably right um, Let's talk about Gertie Played by Drew Barrymore yeah. Spielberg felt that Drew Barrymore Had the right imagination For a mischievous Gertie After she impressed him With a story That she led a punk rock band <laughs> At one point during filming Drew Barrymore was consistently Forgetting her lines Annoying Spielberg To the part where he actually Yelled at her He later found out She had reported to work With a very high fever Feeling guilty He hugged her Apologized repeatedly As she cried and cried He then sent her home With a note from her director Oh <laughs>
3: Note from the director That's um,
2: horrible Georgia Do you recognize Drew Barrymore I'm trying to know If you know Drew Barrymore for I know
3: much. the name And you keep saying it And I'm like I know that who that is But I can't
2: Charlie's Angels
3: I've not seen it
2: No Santa Clarita
1: Diet No uh,
3: the one with like the heart on the front of
2: it. He's isn't it? just yeah. not first that dates. into you.
3: Seen it, but
2: okay. Um Ever after? No. Oh, really? That was kind of a big one. The Never Adam been Sand- kissed. The Adam Sandler no. one. Fifty-first 50 Dates, wedding yeah. singer. Wedding singer. Wedding singer. Not seen wedding singer. No. No. All right. She was in the first screen movie. the first movie. Yeah. She's, the, she's, she's the girl, the the girl, girl who dies at the start the making blonde. the popcorn. The oh, blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, yeah, the, yeah, movie, she's yes. the one making she's the, the, the one one popcorn. One. popcorn. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Where are we at here? Um, so, yeah. So, uh, that night, E.T. comes out. So, so um, Elliot stations himself outside the uh, tool shed again. And we see- Why is
4: the light always on? I know it's on because it uh, has yeah. to give the atmospherics, right? Oh, there we go. But why is it always on? You would not leave the light on.
3: He's probably just gone and switched it on.
2: Et's used his powers to turn it on. <laughs> of course.
1: Oh, I thought it was like one of those motion detector ones.
2: Like, I'm not sure.
0: I'm not sure. I'm
2: not sure an '82 that exists. No. No, 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 I don't think so. I think that was mid to late '90s. And who I think. have electric in the shed? I did, learn. Oh, we don't. No, you'd have electric in the shed, would you? Some people would. Yeah. Okay. I never had one. Oh, hang on. I had it in my garage. So yeah. Yeah, garage, but not not a shed. That's more of a shed Not well, a garage the, Their house was nice I don't know if you noticed this or not yes, yes. Really Yeah It was really nice yeah.
3: I did notice When I was just doing some little Doing some little uh, Researchy researchy Autism The term mm-hmm. uh, Coined in 1911 Wow Although not used For what we know Autism to be Until the 60s 70s Alright
2: So yeah. pretty close To actually so, what this yeah. movie's talking about um et comes out of the tool shed and approaches elliot he tries to call for his mother versus elliot not et uh but michael uh but, and michael but unsuccessfully because he's too scared and the music sort of suggests that elliot at this point at least should be kind of scared i just want to know one thing yep torches
4: yep he's been scared of all this time yep now the torch is on he's not scared he's approaching him uh um, he's he's, re- him.
2: he's been thinking about what last night was he's realized that he wasn't any danger that he wasn't chased okay that's chased, C-H-A-S-E-D. I'm sure he's been chased, C-H-A-S-T-E the yeah. whole time.
3: I'm also slightly nervous because Ian's just picked up a knife in an Amazon packet. He like, he, he said he needed a knife before yeah. we started recording and then basically said that he was going to let the Patreon viewers decide who lived and who died. So oh, I'm slightly I concerned.
4: Is. But you know the whole Lucas I'm clever. part of all this? Having Where's references. that bullshit button? <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> the torch does look a bit like a lightsaber. The there's a lot of star wars references in here. Late. so
0: oh yes
1: those
2: he goes up and uh et comes and walks over to, to elliot and he drops something at his feet and liam went those are m&ms right and i went
0: nope <laughs> oh okay i ah. hate these
2: during the film the these Reese? are reese's pieces i, I am know. handing out
3: i actually like these because they're not too peanut buttery. no it's like
2: candy with like a, t- a touch of peanut butter mm, yeah, yeah.
3: For so years, you, I thought that was m
2: you, you can't even get these in the UK at like the American sweet shops. So you can get almost every Reese product available, but these are almost impossible. So wow. I had to Amazon these in. But I thought we couldn't, we couldn't do ET without some Reese's pieces. Oh, so you'll notice they're all the same colors we saw, yeah. which are kind of like boring, like orange, orange yellow, and brown. Isn't it? Yeah, and brown. yeah. Um, that's so. cool. I need to oh, I need to have try, you try Have you tried have you tried
3: these before? No. So I have tried these before. I don't like Reese's peanut butter cups or anything else Reese's because oh, they're okay. like filled yeah, with peanut butter are, and yeah. I don't like peanut butter. yeah i'm the same. But these ones are like slightly nutty flavored.
0: Oh okay. Like
3: M&Ms. Just plain oh, M&Ms. Oh, yeah,
0: okay. they
4: are similar it's like Oh what
3: M&Ms. they revels. Oh nice. Yeah, yeah, like the, the yeah. like the coffee flavor revel but like peanut flavored.
0: Cool. There's
1: a wonderful shop in Northampton that uh does like South American candy and they they always have uh Reese's pieces. Very good shop, and they have, like, every Reese's possible candy. I'm
4: going to try these live on air.
3: I'm not going to lie. I'm trying to get into this packet. It's, they're, like, the little sleeve plasticky packets. Yeah. And I got sunburnt yesterday, so I've got very
4: moisturised hands. How did I just get most of the orange ones? And I can't yeah. open and a my of Hang on, I'm going I'm to try this. <laughs> bit
3: of Reese's Pieces ASMR.
4: Mm.
2: Yeah. No, <laughs> oh, like m and Well, they're peanut it's butter on the inside, though, nut- not.
3: Slightly yeah. nutty, yeah.
2: No, yeah. yeah. like,
3: not horrendously nutty oh, mm. i still can't have
2: you, have you ever had a reese's pieces no, no. that's what no. we were just saying oh. sorry i was trying to fix the, <laughs> fix the laptop <laughs> the, the, the laptop was about to go thank you you're welcome oh. all right also
3: 210 calories per the entire pack cool that's my tea tonight wonderful <laughs> i just got three out and i had one of each color look at that
4: there we are I'll so for my eating on,
2: on reese's here. is great just uh, maybe, yeah, try to lean back you know, when you're not doing the talky fit. Uh, but yeah, so I'll have mine after the show. So there we go. Um, I That's just, such a lovely surprise. I just... I do. You do all these weird, wonderful things. They're I do. great. I do. There we go. So I, when... when um,
3: <laughs> Let's just look at the ingredients. Obviously, the first one is sugar. The second ingredient is partially defatted peanuts. Yep. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See these, these are these are these are healthier than they could have They're been. They've been partially they defatted, be,
3: but it's okay because the first ingredient is sugar. Well, you so. Know.
2: You make up for it on the... On the yeah, side. it's like a like scale, isn't it? <laughs> so when you phoned me last week and said you couldn't make it, I'd gone to Lynn specifically oh. to get Reese's Pieces and coffee beer. Now, I couldn't find Reese's Pieces because the American Sweet Shop in Lynn is closed. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah.
1: Oh, is it? Like <laughs> so, permanently? Yeah. Oh. I mean, that's so, gifted, isn't it?
2: So then I... No, no, not that one. There's There was like a proper like Mr. Sims Sweet Shop oh, or something yeah, like that. yeah, that yeah, shut I down like know, a week yeah.
1: or two ago. So. Yeah.
2: Oh, I just missed it then. There we go. Yeah. Um. So then we've got... um. Yeah, so i do go on Amazon and find some. I was like, yeah, no worries, I'll grab some and uh, that'll be good fun times. It is. I yeah. love stuff like that. Reese's Pieces, I thought, hey. Little I bit am of,
3: enjoying the allergen it, notice that says it contains peanuts. It's
2: really amazing actually <laughs> in a world that seems to be more and more global. We I mean, can get Reese pean buttercups over here. We I mean, can get Reese bars over here. Yeah. But it does seem weird that Reese's Pieces hasn't made that transition out of all the things. Because this is huge back home, man. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. It might be something to do with find the, in the American aisle. I can go to Dairy Queen. And I can. I even went to like like three different shops looking for like in the the American aisle. I hope I could find some. (laughs) But in Canada, if I go to Dairy Queen, which is um like an ice cream sort of place, but it makes something
0: in the chocolate. It's
2: part of it, yeah. But it's they do something called a blizzard, and a blizzard is like a much better version. Yep. A Blizzard is like a much better version of, of a McFlurry.
1: Ah.
4: And
2: like I used to get like Reese's Pieces and like pieces of Dime Bar in there together. Oh, Yeah, yeah it's, it's good stuff. So lots of crunch and lots of caramel and peanut butter.
4: Lots of credit to you to say Dime Bar. Yeah,
2: a Dime Bar or in, in Canada score. I don't know what they call it in the, in the they US. They call it
4: Dame Bar now. Oh, is it called Dame yeah. Bar? Dame. Dime. 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 No, I prefer Dime, but I call yeah. it
2: Dame. Well, they're wrong. I can't can't
1: get dime bars anywhere anymore. They're sort of actually, to
2: be fair, because my favorite dairy milk, my favorite dairy milk is dairy milk with pieces of dime bar in it, and it's gone. So that would make sense, yeah. 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 So
1: sad
2: times. um, A trail of Reese's pieces get left that gets ET into the house, and then uh, they start, and then Elliot starts realizing that ET will parrot what he does. So if he touches his nose. Elliot, sorry, Elliot touches his nose, E.T. will touches his nose, and so on and so forth. Uh, the close-ups of Elliot tell us this is positive, as does the score, which, again, is like this yeah, childhood again, yeah. wonder. Mm-hmm.
3: So just a quick note on probably why you can't find these in the UK very easily. Um, they contain uh, Yellow Five Lake, which is a yellow yeah. food colouring, and Yellow Five Lake... This says, at the bottom line, the FDA and top researchers have reviewed the evidence and concluded that Yellow 5 doesn't pose an immediate threat to human health. However, (laughs) research does suggest that this dye may harm cells over time, especially when the cells are exposed to greater amounts than the recommended intake. that's (laughs) that's <laughs> probably why you can't get them enjoy
2: here. your Reese's pieces <laughs> folks
3: he's
1: <laughs> slowly well, poisoning here.
2: them yeah. he's trying to get J yeah, if this. I get rid of
3: it, they're
1: gone for good now
3: the knife was just a decoy it's the it poison was. is in <laughs> the Reese's yeah Grats.
2: that's I mean the stuff you can put on the shelves in the states is insane that, <laughs> it really is be why but they, you can get these in get Canada them. oh yeah but they'd be in like little like cardboard boxes as opposed to this plastic wrap stuff but, oh yeah. okay so
1: you, if you see the words red dye number five run
2: but but if you but if you go in the States and you go to like the aisle of the Reese's stuff is. there's like this, like it's like the Oreo aisle. It's just insane. No, there's me. so many variations on like Reese I products. Really
3: want to visit a Target, like a big proper Target shop. Uh, they're okay.
2: They do records as well
3: because they've got everything in, they do I wanna everything see, in there. want to see I want to see the aisle with like all of the sweets and all of the biscuits. I just want to see all the Goldfish and like I want to see it all.
2: Yeah, Target's I mean, that's I, really
3: exciting to me. <laughs> we got
2: Walmart in Canada. so Target wasn't that big of a thing. I was like, yeah, I mean, it's 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 bigger. It's bigger. Uh, Then Target came to Canada and then it lasted like a year and a half because, like, oh, it's like America's Target. No, it's just like, no, it's just like a Walmart.
1: (laughs) We just have big Tesco.
2: Because you can't get like the, everyone's thinking would be the American prices. I'm like, it's not not how currency works. There's a reason why It's such a good deal for us When we go over to the States Or at least it was at the time It was You can't can't replicate that When you have to pay For everything in Canadian dollars It changes Of course it does
3: There's so many things I want to do in America But one of them is genuinely Go into like a massive supermarket And see all the things Oh
2: supermarket I'd be well up for that
0: yeah It's been a long like a time or a The other thing like, I want to really do Is I want one. to
2: drive like Coast to coast And just like Eat my way yes. across the country Yes And oh, be like I don't want to go to like One like Like McDonald's sort of thing I want everything mm. to sort of Be something that's representative Of kind of where I'm at yeah. Fast food versions of it Fine if need be Yeah But give me like A bunch of different experiences Equally
3: I do want to yeah. test, Deckard, test
2: Coast I, to coast
0: I do want to test Best food ever Best
3: food
2: ever Best food ever I do
3: want to a, a test an American Big Mac there and see what the difference is
2: oh American big American fries yeah American so, McDonald's still, fries i want
3: to do a McDonald's the and best, a KFC the and best fries things, actually
2: are like. Canadian fries because we still cook ours in like the like like the, the high fat at least last I checked <laughs> it was like still cooked in the stuff that you can't get cook them in in England and in the US oh okay yeah.
1: <laughs> I really want to have Popeye's fried chicken, and I've heard their mac and cheese is really good. Well, there we go. We've uh, yeah. we've
2: all given our our one Route
1: 66. Everyone, let's go.
2: In and out. I want to go to an In and Out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I went to an yeah. In-N-Out burger, um, In and Out burger in Vegas. Apparently, the shakes are amazing. Oh,
3: they had In-N-Out In n Out. Didn't Denmark. have
2: a shake? Did they? Yeah, I had a burger. But again, we know just because you have something in one place doesn't oh, mean yeah, it's yeah, the same as yeah. 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 the other. Same thing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. They Love also had shake and Eleven. Check.
2: All right, let's... We're, 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 we're yeah. going off on a tangent. I keep bring it back and then someone goes, I want to try this, I want to try this. i like, all right, <laughs> if I may continue. I want to um, try E.T. Th- thank you. I was about <laughs> to snap at you. When Ethan shut <laughs> up, I want to get on with this. So let's... I want to do E.T. as well. He's like a salami, isn't he? Uh, he is. So um, <laughs> where are the adults? The fi- oh, we said that already. Um, the film, but the, except for D. Wallace, we never see the adults from the waist up until we get to the parts later. Let's do Cough, Cough, I'm Sick, and it's not Karen Smith from Mean Girls. It's <laughs> Elliot, faking his illness by holding a thermometer to the bulb in his lamp while covering his face with a heating pad. This was a trick oh, that... was well, genius.
1: This mm-hmm. was a trick that
2: Spielberg Sorry. himself would uh, do throughout Mm, brilliant so yeah uh elliot tries to talk to et and goes (laughs) elliot to no effect but then he starts talking like he's like can you say (laughs) can you say my name do you understand my name and then when he doesn't get it he's like let me rattle off nonstop everything in my room (laughs) (laughs) i guess
3: he's hoping he recognizes something and is able to kind of like what's interesting the the first thing he
2: said was this is coke you drink it (laughs) <laughs> i'm like oh, okay we're doing one of these aren't we and this is a shark this is a shark yeah you know Jaws. <laughs> Jaws. to be fair
3: i didn't pick up the coke ad it's oh. obviously a coke ad but you, i think because it's in
2: did that you scene. did you pick up the greedo and lando star wars reference yes. Yes. yeah
1: yeah yeah which destroys star wars canon because they put he people in the prequels yep
2: and boba fett of course is well there, mm-hmm. and he and walks through other elements of 1980s pop culture like Pez.
3: <laughs> I love Pez. Pez.
2: Yeah, I didn't have Pez ever. They were a Pez big is still thing. A thing. Yeah, it yeah, still was a thing. I don't remember. I think I think our mutual friend Megan got me a Pez dispenser one year. I think. Yeah. 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 Um, no, but I don't think we had them in Canada. I, I think it might have been something something not not correct with it whether it was the packaging or something you just couldn't get in
3: pez was like the treat you got like if you had been really good because they were expensive yeah. oh were they really? like, yeah yeah because you got the like the machine and they had like two little wrappers of the sweets in that filled the filled the pez machine up and then you could get the little layers of the
2: layers so you get like
3: <laughs> 10 in a packet then but like even so they were expensive so as a child a pez was like a, oh my goodness i've got a pez like it was great
2: mm. um he then decides to feed et by telling him to stay almost like a dog Pip's asleep on Pips the couch. He's telling to stay. <laughs> um, until Harvey, the actual dog, shows up, and they clearly don't like each other. And then he goes into the fridge, and he opens the fridge, and there's a V8 in the fridge. And I went, oh, V8. What's a V8? It's not an oil, which you might be trying to think hey, V8 yeah. engine. Now, V8 is uh, it's a beverage. It's close to tomato juice, but it's like pump. Basically, it's like we have eight servings of vegetables in this can of, oh, okay. in this can of drink. Oh, uh, it's very thick. Pie five a day then.
1: So it's like a smoothie, but
2: not Yeah, basically. It's kinda well, like you- a vegetable smoothie, yeah. But it uh, doesn't taste yeah. it's not like when they disguise it's like, oh it tastes like strawberry. No, this tastes like every vegetable year <laughs> sort of I think tomatoes are the dominant ingredient, but it's a lot but I I, I as an adult, I, I, I started drinking it, you know, later on. You get, but they're expensive, so we'd have to go to like Costco. You know what Costco is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So we'd have to go to Costco and get like a you know, like a giant like twenty four pack to make the the, the, the finances Costco's kind of like work.
3: Whole food, isn't it?
2: No, Costco is when you buy things in incredible bulk.
3: Yeah, Whole Foods. Like Whole Foods sales. Yeah. Wholesales, yeah.
2: Oh, okay, because I think there's an American chain called Whole Foods, and oh, that's, okay. that, that, that's, that's very, like, organic.
0: Okay, oh, yeah, no, no, like...
4: <laughs> What's that thing you made with the
2: celery? Caesar.
4: Yeah, I'd probably want to try that again, but with a bit of
2: Tabasco, maybe. Oh, you want to try? I tell you what, when we get to Canada the can of the day. We'll, we'll, we'll.
4: I feel like I need to try it with I mean, a bit no more. We spice should definitely,
2: definitely. Well, July, July first, I'm. A, that's the weekend I'm away. But we'll, we'll, we'll delay it a week and we'll do it here on the pod. Okay. Or if good. there's one that's somebody's got some sort of Canadian tie, we'll, we'll sort of bring Caesars into the mix. there. Oh, ah, cool. cool. that will yeah. be good times. Yeah.
3: I don't like celery. Well, you don't I
2: have love to, celery. You don't have to have celery in it.
3: No, no. But you did that last time, and you still with the celery salt. Oh, celery salt. And I was like,
0: nope.
2: So here we go. It comes with a a stir. Um, E.T. hides in the closet with the stuffed animals. According to Steven Spielberg, none of the children were acting. Now, I think he means something here. They had to act the movie in a chronological order and never saw the E.T. costume without an actor inside. So it was always kept real for them. Oh, that's horrifying.
1: No, that's brilliant. No, like. No, like, when you think about it for the first second, they think it's... Re- like, I'd love that, but it was I don't a think terrifying they
2: think it's, I don't think they think it's real.
1: I oh, don't think that. I thought what you meant.
2: But I think it's we're going to we're going to stop them from from divorcing cuz you have to do multiple takes. Is that okay for you E.T.? you know what I mean? <laughs> like obviously yes. like you're going to find out they obviously knew there were elements about it that weren't 100% but by never seeing the actor inside the costume, that part, that bond becomes legitimate. It's like yeah. there's
3: very very few photos of muppets when yeah, they're yeah, not yeah, in action. yeah. I was going to say because you don't like divorce muppets yeah, but ima- from being yeah. alive.
2: But imagine like someone, but imagine being a kid in there and making sure you never saw the person behind. Yeah, that.
3: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Which is what they do with like Sesame Street and
2: whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, Elliot. Uh, sorry, Michael comes home. Elliot makes him swear that he has absolute power and makes him promise like the most excellent promise you've ever promised in your life or something yeah, like that.
4: Where'd that come from? I wonder.
2: I don't know. I liked it. Yeah, I did. He's wearing a Space Invaders T-shirt to remind us it is the early '80s. Yeah. <laughs> He reswears that Elliot has absolute power, and he does it in a Yoda voice. He does, <laughs> Ethan. And then in comes Gertie, and everyone screams because Et e. is now there. And the and you know Robert McNaughton like sort of falls back and knocks over the uh, shelving, the shelving unit, yeah. and Gertie just continues to freak out. And uh, they calm her down by saying, look, "Look, look, it's okay, it's okay." Adults can't see him; only little kids. And she says, "Give me a break." <laughs> <laughs> According to my research, ad lib. Yep. Um, We go back to the secret men who are now by the overlooking part yeah. of it,
3: with the weird keys crotch guy.
2: Yep, taking pictures badly. We see one guy go just someone like walks right in front right of him. It's like, yeah. you wouldn't be still taking pictures, mate. <laughs>
3: like he's just taking pictures of the same thing without moving at yeah. all. Like.
2: But it's just supposed to give us all these sorts of sounds. I like all and their little doohickeys that they carry carrying. Yep. Um, and so we cut back from then and we go back to Elliot's room and the kids are trying to figure out what ET is. And this is a pre-Google world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Google won't exist for another 20 years at this point, really.
3: They do a good job of kind of like getting to figure out
2: so they're going through their books and going, what what, what might it be? And um, then they look at the globe and they go. So they
3: try an atlas and then a globe, yeah. Yeah,
2: well, where are you? And E.T. keeps pointing off. So they find him in the solar system. They said, what about now? And so E.T. can obviously move things through, like, telekinesis, but he points to the windows and kind of goes home.
4: I think in the first bit, you know, when they're, they're showing him the world, I think mm-hmm. he's pointing to where he's from, distance-wise. Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I I agree with you on
3: that. He's obviously aware of Earth because, like, their their kind came down to Earth. So he knows where he is. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. he probably knows where his home is is in relation to there because they've studied Earth, obviously, before they've come here, you'd expect.
2: I don't know. But at this point. True I like
3: being too practical about the Maybe. about ET and his no, species. No, but I
4: like how
1: you ask Ian as if he's gonna have the answer. Oh, really? <laughs> I have and my, that's my like notes. It. That's precisely right. I
0: think he's always right. So
1: it could be that since they're botanists, they're taking like the samples from Earth to figure out about Earth before they come back to learn more. My, if he's ten million years old,
2: my reading is that they're just yeah they're exploring. They're exploring here to get some it. plants and they're gonna go home. They're not not they're just he's, taking a sample and just adding it to the group. He's William Shatner of his world. They're
3: yeah. exploring Earth because there's life on Earth. So. That so they're coming and seeing how the plants They're, they're clearly only interested things. in the
2: plants. It looks like, yeah, yeah. Um, which or makes plant, them really peaceful. Life. Yeah. yeah. Um, at one point, Gertie looks down at ET and says, "I don't like his feet." <laughs> this again was ad libbed by Drew Barrymore, and she was referring to the group's the, to the wires coming out of the puppet. That's oh. funny. Yeah. Uh, ET that shows us where he's from, some sort of orbit, and he brings a dying plant back to life. Which is going to be sort of a symbol. A symb- yeah, I feel very like symbol. if
3: you're a botanist, though, and you can just point at something and it comes back to life magically, is that botany or is that just magic? Because, <laughs> like, I mean, come on. If you can do that, yeah. there's not much skill to that, is there? they both.
2: What science? So one sort of uh, civilization would be magic to the other, wouldn't it? Uh-huh. I guess so, yeah. yeah. If I were to go back Evolution. to the 1500s and show my smartphone,
3: yeah. they'd you think I was explode. magic. Yep.
2: Or fire. You would be burned. <laughs> I'd be burned, yeah. <laughs> or worshipped. Probably... Or- The second and then the first.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
2: That'd be like a revolution.
3: I could go back in like fully historical accurate dress and still be
2: burned.
4: So it's all good.
2: Um, We go to the school bus and I've said, give Liam a moment for the girl in the red skirt. Yes. The
4: girl in the red skirt is a very young erica eleniak who was shawnee mclean in baywatch
2: so she would trade in her red skirt for a red swimsuit yes
4: there we are.
3: yeah she's credited right. as pretty girl yeah yeah well yeah. the funny That's thing
4: really. was i didn't know this for years even after when i was watching baywatch that was the same person
3: because yeah, she's in the classroom as well isn't she yes she, does, yeah, cause she turns i because i paused it because i had it on so, uh, amazon and it just came up with pretty girl
2: you might think if you're elliot i'm gonna play this cool with et because i'm worried about his safety yeah, I already said I was worried if people found him, they might lobotomize him or do experiments. <laughs> so they kind of go, hey, did you ever find your gremlin? He's an alien! <laughs> <laughs> In a heartbeat, gives him up. That's and Michael's right. trying to be like, it's cool, man. It's cool. Yeah. And people as friends just like, I got. I thought of one joke and I'm going to keep saying it. kind of like Meatball over oh, here. Oh, I
1: hated that kid. Yeah,
2: I agree. Relatability. <laughs> <laughs> You, you hate the flaws you see in yourself in other yeah, people exactly. <laughs> this, this is is why this is so poetic uh, <sighs> so I'm going to call this kid Meatball for the rest of the thing Meatball goes like, <laughs> where's he from? Uranus? <laughs> get it? Uranus <laughs> you know, that's where he's from, he's from Uranus They probably what's him that one live? thing
1: he says? <laughs> there's like that one thing he keeps saying to him over and over again, I could not understand what that possibly means not Uranus. the Uranus thing no. No, oh. no, I, I, no, it was like the second thing
2: I don't know he, uh, he just uh, says yeah uh, Mum hears something and goes upstairs but doesn't notice E.T. Maybe he was on to something. Maybe Elliot was right when he said adults can't see him. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Not his eye, eye line, is it? He's just hiding amongst the stuffed toys. And this. When do you know your kid's toys? No. No? no. Not no. in a heartbeat. No
3: No they have so many That other people Give plus, to them as well Plus they're
2: not as important To you as they are To the kid To the kid They worship yeah. these things You just give them something It's like if I said If he said Because Pip's got about A thousand toys over here You know If there was a, he, a has maybe. Favorites, yeah. he has his favourites He has his favourites Yeah um, According to Spielberg The scene in which E.T. disguises himself Was suggested by Fellow director Robert Zemeckis Hey Whoa which turns up In Back to the Future Doesn't
4: he When they're looking <laughs> Through the almanac Is that number two
2: Yeah Yeah number two I think he is there You're right Yeah um, after he read a draft of the screenplay, Spielberg had sent him. Uh, Elliot names the film in a sketch that, oh, but he has. Uh, I, I didn't read it very well. So again, Elliot's like, I'm going to play this really, really cool. You know, I'm going to draw a picture of the alien I have at my house, and I'm going to call him E.T. so we can go ahead and get the name of the movie up. There. <laughs> all over it. Yeah, all over it. The teacher looks at him and goes, uh. <laughs> now, you, you never see the teacher. You just see sort of his hands, and he's like this ongoing drone throughout uh et's got the munchies liam thinks it's cgi do you still think it's cgi oh, i feel there's a little bit of cgi in this i think they've you know
4: i said to you i hated the 20th anniversary one you did i reckon they've kept remnants okay it didn't look that
2: glossy to me i was gonna say there were not any parts mm-hmm. that screamed to me it was cgi it
4: just the the face was it was too smooth I wonder if you
2: remember this in child's eyes and you don't actually realize how good of a job they did. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I hope, I hope so. I hope
1: Well, it's so. like when we, we did start, I think it was Empire and you were saying that there was all the CGI and none of it was CG. So I think it might just be like remnants of memories.
2: <laughs> um, I, like we talked about it. Spielberg made some changes and then he went, I've done a mistake. Mm. And he went. I don't think he would have kept half them in. I think this is. I think. I think they're all out.
3: It could. It could equally be though, because obviously we said there's four different heads, and some of them are operated differently. Yeah. It could be. That I think that this shot is one of them. Yeah, it's one of the. More I think it was a head that was just
2: made for this. It could yeah. be. Yeah. Um. I hope so.
4: Yeah, me too.
2: Um. Because that weren't a bad. That weren't bad. That was really good, actually. He doesn't like potato salad. You know what? I'm gonna go. I like potato salad. I Me love I don't like potato salad Really? Yeah So here we go folks 3 out of 4 BFE podcasters There's 3 out like, of 4 ain't like, like potato salad. This is
1: salad The people who put raisins in it are insane
2: Yeah I agree with that
3: And celery yeah.
2: Oh well, celery's gotta happen No you have to have the crunch you have to have the crunch Absolutely not no, you, put, oh, like, you,
3: put spring, you put spring it. onions in it instead and I'm not opposed so to that much better
2: I'm not opposed <laughs> to that um back on 3 Maybe we'll do a barbecue this summer when Ooh, I'm not working anymore. Barbecue Bar-key. film ever.
3: <laughs> He's just trying to make sure that it fits with BFE. <laughs>
2: yeah. Best feast ever. Best feast. Uh, oh, and yeah. then
3: back to the best food ever. It's like, like, it's, still, it's our offshoot. Yep.
2: It'll be like when food theory happened. How's the of things? It doesn't. I just like talking about food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, is,
3: that would be the tagline. If
2: BFE got taken. I had a backup that still used BFE. Oh, oh. cool. The podcast name? Yeah. I was gonna call it the best of fucking everything. Ah,
0: Nice. (laughs) And then we
2: can do anything. Because then we can we could we could scroll out and do whatever we wanted to. But I had a backup just in case. Can we do that as a sister podcast? (laughs) Yeah, because we're not busy enough here. No, I know (laughs) Remember Uh, Doctor Who? Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's what my messages to you say. Doctor Doctor Um who? Yeah, who? Uh, <laughs> Et's got them. Oh, I said that already. Uh, but he he downs a beer and then Elliot belches in the classroom, and this is the first beer, chance we get. Yeah, of course. Yeah. This is the first chance we get that, um, or the first moment we sort of suggest that Et and Elliot have a link now.
3: I was really confused. I yeah, because they don't really mention
2: any of it no. until this point. There's,
3: there's like no, cause again, because there's still no dialogue going on nope. in here that relates to the situation that's going on. And so when I started to realize what was going on, the burp. How problem, long did it take? Not that long. Okay. Like the the burp got me, got just my the, attention. Just the credits. And then.
4: <laughs> but I don't understand where that came from.
2: No, no they, they, they don't establish it at all. No. no. Mm.
3: I think that's what I thought. I'd missed something. Yeah,
2: no, I, th- I think I that's true. I agree on that. It does feel like something was missed. Yeah. Um, but we have that. <laughs> he starts. I'll tell you what. For a little kid, Elliot acts drunk so well.
0: He did. He does yeah. a really this good job, is
2: though. one of the few scenes I do remember from my childhood. Um, where do we go here? E. T. Uh, uh, E.T. then walks into a counter. And this was everything. Like, they sort of played (laughs) fast and loose with what uh, Elliot can feel and what Elliot can't. Because when he walks into a counter, he's like, ooh, like he got hit in the head. But like, when he's drinking the beer, shouldn't he be like feeling the coldness down the back of his throat? Not just the fact that he's getting hammered? uh, Yeah. Just a thought.
3: Also, where does the like notion, like save the frogs come from? Is that from, I think, I got the idea that it's from E.T. But like, is E.T. registering what...
2: That's interesting. Elliot is seeing as well. My take on this, and this just establishes that Elliot... Um, he's drunk, so he might say things out loud to himself, like yeah. it's this thing mm-hmm. to him. My thought on this is, is this is a microcosm for the E.T. thing that'll happen later on when E.T. gets taken into custody by the yeah. government. And so just like he doesn't want... His fear is that they'll do tests on E.T., yeah. he, he can't sit here and do this because he sees it as the same.
3: What I'd really, mm. really have liked would have been, like, E.T. to look over to the TV and there was something being killed on the TV and then just for Elliot to go save the frogs. Like that would have been yeah, yeah. brilliant. What I
2: don't get is what sort of school is actually like watching you like frog. chloroform the frog. Yeah. Like, I think we did it in school, but I think they were like, they were definitely dead when we got them.
3: Yeah. And obviously yeah. it was saying like, because yeah, the heart would still be beating is what I think they would go wanted to see. But that means they're cutting open frogs.
2: That is, like, inhumane. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, Yeah, like, I'm like... Uh, I would be like with Elliot. I I know it's been 40 years, so maybe these sorts of things did happen. What, I don't know. And what about the big old thing that's tipped over with all the frogs? Oh, I, there are hundreds of frogs.
3: Hundreds. <laughs> and I get I that, I get that they're, they're just frogs, but, like,
2: the f- no, they they frogs they they're still they're still living creatures yeah. that are yeah. ribbiting
3: at you like yep. you can't no No,
1: I, like I was a, I I couldn't was a teenager I couldn't. But, um my school we had to like dissect dead rats and i, I just cried i couldn't i couldn't do it dead
3: if if frogs. it was already dead if it's already dead i'm fine i'm
2: fine if it was killed for that purpose no, then i got an issue i can't do it still mm. even when it's dead i, can't I do mean
3: it. i've skinned i've skinned a, like a dead I squirrel mean, and I stuff so i know i can it. god
2: bless people who submit their bodies and donate their bodies to things like medical training Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. our doctors do need to learn how to um, how to deal with skills in low stake situations. And if you think about how, you know, um, that's not the thing that saves anybody's life in that moment. It's a long-term thing. But yeah. realizing that I'm going to be a part of training someone who's then going to go on and do brilliant things, mm-hmm. that's an incredibly selfless act. It that's is. really
3: interesting. It's like the organ donor list, obviously, we have here. Like...
2: But you know that my organ is gonna go to someone who's gonna live a happy life. That's a really nice way to play it as opposed to I'm gonna be someone's like practice go. And it's some yeah. of the some
3: of the organ donation does go to like practice sure yeah, yeah. so like mm. i mean i'm fully on the organ donor this i like to take anything you need
0: yeah, me, yeah too.
2: me too if, if, it, if it's usable please go ahead Please yeah, take it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah there's
3: some people that like don't want their eyes taken and those sorts of things yeah. but like that's
2: the thing that creep them out yeah
3: yeah but it's it's, it's just really interesting and i'm yeah. glad we have that set up in this country because you have to opt out of it
2: have you seen the monty python sketch about organ donors <laughs> no
3: i'm not
2: sure so so like the doctors who come to harvest your organs like come and like chase people down and kill them <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like, like,
2: it like you did sign he's <laughs> like but i thought we offered it well you didn't read the fine print now did you <laughs> Sounds like then, hair. As, as, all of a sudden like the wife's like what's going on it's, it's a guy right but like, yeah. oh what's going on oh organ. i told him when he signed that i was like you're just being <laughs> a do it's uh. not gonna do you any good <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's great now but i, I think selfish because th- i'm th- cremating myself I, I think it's meaning of life no, the,
3: the genuine, like, genuinely, the NHS organ donor scheme, I think, is brilliant. So.
2: Me too. Yeah. Uh, Ethan, you, you, can, you can still cremate yourself after you've given your oh, organ up yeah. don-
3: Oh, yeah, I so could. Because they don't take all of you.
1: Cool. I'll donate myself and then get uh, turned in, because I want to cremate myself and get
2: turned into a diamond and a sword.
3: <laughs> to be fair, I want to get
1: forged into
3: a sword. I
2: like the idea of people uh, like, like the like, <clears throat> turn me into a tree. I'm well on board I really with that. Like that
3: you? Oh, to yeah. be fair, Ethan, the age you are, yeah. you may already be automatically opted in because that was uh-huh. our nice. kind
2: of age. Group. And maybe, maybe the tree will be cut down, turned into the paper, and I can be someone's podcast.
1: Hey, hey. Oh, no. I want to be a fa- I want to be the family sword or shield
3: because families have swords and shields still.
1: Hey, my family will.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, you're okay. sick. Um, where are we at here? So um, E.T. getting himself and Elliot both hammered was an idea of one of the rewrites, Matthew Robbins. Yeah, uh, The dissection continues. I've said I think it's a metaphor. Uh, just like the government types, we don't see the science teacher's face. E.T. sees a phone commercial and thinks he can use the phone to call home with the aid of a Buck Rogers cartoon. Henry then starts – Henry, I mean Elliot – starts then freeing the frogs. E.T. dismantles a speak and say there's hundreds of frogs in the well, classroom a kid and yeah I a
3: winnie the pooh one that
2: was crazy. and then there's some cross-cutting mirroring a movie scene and elliot kissing someone some girl the pretty girl the who's, pretty gonna, be girl, a, who's yeah. gonna be in baywatch yeah 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 uh that a cute scene done. i'm not sure it really makes a lot of sense they didn't really take that anywhere because like why is he now he's, he's not feeling what et's feeling he's mimicking something et's watching yeah but it, doesn't make, it doesn't really hold up closer close. You know, he's kind attention. of
3: acting on his what he wants because he obviously likes this girl. Because you but, see him several times yeah, while she he's drunk, turning round. girl's just
2: turning around. Is it because he's drunk and trying to figure out if he's noticing that he's drunk? She likes oh, no, him. He like
3: he's she's the only person he looks at. All right. Yeah, but she I
2: likes. Think, I think you can use the scene earlier in the movie where oh, you yeah. see that he likes her. Sorry, buddy. She likes him because
4: you can see in earlier parts, like at the bus stop. And stuff like that. She does try and make conversation
2: with him. Oh, does she? Kind of like you were just oh. trying to make conversation with us, though. Yeah. I, it, mean, it means you must... Hey, but I like you, too. Thanks for that. And I, and I just get shut down every time. You know I mean? <laughs> so I thought she was rolling her eyes <laughs>
1: when he was looking at her.
2: She does roll... She, it's true. Yeah. She, she, she does roll her eyes when he makes eye yeah. contact with her. Only
4: because he's acting stupid. Because before that, yep. she's trying to be... But he's acting oh, stupid, then she rolls her eyes. But, yes.
1: The rules of the psychic link is so vague.
2: Um, it is very vague It is very vague The scene where Elliot Kisses the pretty girl At school during the Frog dissection Took three or four Takes to get right Because Henry Thomas Was extremely nervous Oh Yeah I think I, need, I think I need Another take I was nervous yeah, that'd be me. <laughs> oh, whoops, whoopsie! Sorry, I slipped on the guy I was standing on. Yeah, which is a cute thing. Some kid like totally like lays down and lets him do it. Amazing. He, he <laughs> yeah. uh, there was almost a cameo here. There was a cut scene featuring the principal at Elliot's school. It was going to feature the principal reprimanding Elliot for his behavior in biology class and warning of the dangers of underage drinking. He would then be taken aback as Elliot's chair would rise from the floor. While he's while this would happen while ET's levitating his phone equipment up the stairs with Gertie, the actor's face would never be seen, but the actor was supposed to be Harrison Ford. Oh,
0: oh that's, awesome.
2: cool.
3: that's nice. I like that.
2: That would be good. I would. That yeah, that's one way you go. No, you
3: should. You should yeah. that one.
2: I, I, I don't because the minute he levitates. It's a, a it's a different it's a different movie it is different movie. Yeah. it's a different movie he shouldn't it's levitated different. but he should have been because right Mom now it was. can just be the kid's just been the, the, the kid's just been stupid and he's freed yeah, all yeah. the frogs yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's plausible yeah the kid levitated okay yeah. Yeah. It's, yes. it's a different movie yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah uh back home gertie wants to introduce Mum to et but she keeps missing him walk right by so maybe they're <laughs> right maybe you can't see him. that's funny et learns how to speak and instantly turns into a podcast. That's not true. Instantly turns into phoning. Uh, Elliot comes home and finds Et dressed as an old woman. That's, that's <laughs> He's funny. so cute. And then Et home phone, and Et's like finger is like casts like a giant shadow to fall right down the middle of yeah. uh, Elliot's foot. It's it's fantastic. Brilliant. And then Elliot and, and then Gertie corrects it. Et phone home. So there we go. Uh, Elliot and Michael yell at each other in the garage, um, and this is the first time we get the idea that he that Et's not well. Mm. Michael's like he doesn't look good. I'm like, how do you know? How do you know what a healthy Et looks like? I also think he says Elliot don't look too good either. Oh, that might be case. Okay, that would make yeah. sense because that comes out of nowhere. I feel a little yeah. bit. Mm. Um, we see a special agency is listening in. Mm. Interesting. Uh, they find an old shirt of the father's, and they say, "Oh, it smells like old spice." It does, yeah. And we talked about old sort of colognes and things like that. And you yeah. mentioned Brute. Brute, yeah. Brute was the first aftershave cologne that I think I was given as like a young pup of like 12 or something like same,
4: that. Same. same. My dad had like Old Spice and I had Brute.
2: Like here in England, you get these gift sets that come out in Tesco you do, yeah. Yeah. Oh, for Christmas God, and things like that. And uh, a lot of them would be, I don't know, Axe Body Spray or things of that nature. But Old Spice, recently had made a comeback, but my, my first one was Brute. Oh, I, old Spice was an old man's thing. It was, but, yeah. but Brute, I had Brute and I thought it smelled pretty good. <laughs> Probably because <laughs> well, I was twelve. Manly. Probably because I was twelve or thirteen. And I was like, "Yeah." I like the
3: one that you wear that smells like parma violets. I don't know which one it is, but there's one. You have one that smells like parma violets. It's really nice.
2: I do. That- A parma violet isn't something that they have in oh, okay. the states. If you want to, or Canada, if you want to explain what it is.
3: So, Chalk. like. <laughs> the you know the i think they're called smarties in the u.s the little round discs yes that in like the u.s stretchy. in
2: canada they're not called those in, oh, okay let me How about in canada when you go for for halloween and you get these like almost like hot like a bunch of mini hockey pucks in a clear plastic twisted through.
3: at two ends in like yeah
2: i think it might be called refreshers even the refreshers are something different yeah, here yeah. so it's really weird but you would like sort of they're called pull it here, would untwist and it's it's very it's almost like like a sweet tart everybody back home.
3: yeah 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 so it's those but they are lavender flavored Yes. And they smell amazing and they taste amazing too. But anyway, Liam has an aftershade that smells. So I guess it smells like sweet lavender, is what it smells like yeah, to be yeah, like yeah, a yeah. universal thing. Yeah. But I, yeah, I like that one.
2: Um, so Thank there you. we go. You're welcome. <laughs> Elliot handles a skill saw blade and cuts his finger. Uh, E.T. has healing powers. And this is cross cut between Mum reading Gertie Peter Pan, the bit where Tinkerbell's died. Yeah. Okay. E.T. can heal. Yes. Yeah. hmm. Uh-huh. Why can't he heal? Himself? Yeah. I think that's one of those ironies. You can help other people, but you can't help yourself.
0: Yeah.
3: I think it's also like the like, so why he's can't dying he... because he's away from his ship and his people. So he's losing his power. So he hasn't got the power to heal.
2: Mm. That makes sense. Okay. That's a bit loose. I uh, that's, that's
3: how I read it. He gets ill because he's away from his
2: kind. I mean, the Peter Pan I metaphor struck me as being something. Because it did me. It's like the boy who never grew up. And so I'm like, okay, who's who is is is, is E.T Peter Pan? Is Elliot Peter Pan? Um, who's Tinkerbell? And then we have the idea that you know are, are the men from the government are they are they the pirates? Yeah. you know is this all the boy and they're literally looking in from a window yeah. in a very Peter Pan sense as yeah. they learn about oh, I do hope Wendy comes you know it, it's very Peter Pan and if you extend it to the end, I think, I think there's still more to come. Ah, I yep. never saw that. So um, the
3: heartbeat on the machine is the crocodile ticking.
2: <laughs> Except for it's a positive thing, the heartbeat.
3: Not when it goes really quick. It's
2: not. Well, no, but it's okay. You yeah. want you want the crocodile <laughs> I'm ticking messing, to stop. I'm <laughs> Well, I guess if you're a Hook, you do. And the keys are like the. Hook. I say, like, actually, yeah, to be fair, <laughs> Hook is the
3: only one that wants the crocodile yeah. to stop. So.
2: Uh, the flowers are starting to die, but E.T. is moving things through telekinesis all over the place. Uh, we go to Halloween Day. We just hear the mum say, You're not going as a terrorist. And I'm like, what were they going, what was he going to dress up as? They pivoted, thankfully. We don't have to answer that question. Michael goes as a guy who had a knife in the head. And this is great because E.T. keeps trying to heal him. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of the greatest. I really like Michael and E.T. together. I thought that extra level of like teenagery. Because 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 Elliot's all like 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 genuine like heartfelt. You're my best friend. Yeah. Whereas Michael's just a l- one level of distance from him. I Need thought it was more great. like cynical. Yeah, but no, he's like not like, enough to like, be bad. It's not real. It's not real. And the whole thing we're trying to pawn off that ET with like a, a, a sheet over himself <laughs> is Gertie. I don't know how that's fooling no anybody. Right. Yeah. Especially
3: yeah. because we see in the next shot that Gertie is still dressed up as a cowgirl,
2: and has been telling everybody the whole movie long.
0: I'm, I'm going to go as a cowgirl. cowgirl. <laughs>
2: Um, I wonder if they let her choose what she wanted to go as. Probably, probably,
0: yeah.
2: Um. So, um, we see a Polaroid. That takes place And then E.T. falls over E.T. with physical humor Is always great Yeah Uh, Gertie I guess Is hiding upstairs She must but on her own So everybody's cool With the fact that Gertie's Going to be by herself For an hour On Halloween (laughs) Uh, The eye holes So we see the shot Of E.T. walking And we get the shot From outside E.T.'s costume Looking at him At which point The eye holes Are like 18 inches apart Yeah And then we see the one From E.T.'s point of view And there is just like A ribbon Barely (laughs) for two Because it looks more Like a a normal Yeah Uh, Maybe it would throw us off Because we if you didn't far apart, then you lose most of the screen that you, we would want to watch as. But it was something where I went, I know why you've done it. Jay, if you're listening to this, I know why they did it. But if we're talking about plausibility,
4: it's not the same. I've seen a photo of um, Spielberg doing this scene. And he just has a cloth over with two holes over the camera.
2: Sure does. That's all you
4: do. But, yeah, f- but that blew my mind. Genuine oh, yeah. didn-
3: didn- question. Yeah. How many of us have actually dressed up as a ghost with just a sheet over us?
4: not me <laughs> not never
3: me. i have oh <laughs> <laughs> i also dressed up as a spider in a bin bag and fainted because i got too you've got to
2: be very careful which meetings you're going to if you have a sheet with eye holes cut out
0: <laughs> oh
2: my god <laughs> yeah. that's true yeah that's very true. i guess it's
3: not as much of a thing not as much of a thing over here no, no far imagery it? Far, far from it no. yeah far
2: from it you're more like casper the friendly ghost
4: yeah yeah yeah
2: uh um, what do we have next we've got say me um yoda. yoda yeah uh what do we got here we got uh i swear this scene there's somebody famous walking towards them because they focus I got on nothing them. dude in the Halloween scene where E.T. sees a child in a Yoda costume and seems to recognize him forget that he flat out like follows him and this kid's got the best Yoda mask ever oh it's so cool this isn't just like a pull like a rubber vault like I had like a a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle one it it was like the kind of mask you would have seen in like uh, Point Break where the presidents just the eye holes you know the the the, the Michael Myers r- yeah, r- r- yeah, r- yeah. sort of yeah. th- William Shatner mask. It's not like that. It's it's like legitimate. Like they got this off the set. They must say, have done. Like a oh, of course like, they did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the costumes bang on too. Um, this is an inside joke by Steven Spielberg on on his good friend George Lucas. I don't know how inside it is. I totally got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, the the favor is returned, as uh, Ethan said earlier in the Phantom yeah. Menace. You look very carefully, you can see ET's species in the Senate pod yeah. in the lower right corner of a seat, which I noticed when I went and saw it you can't in real time. Them. Yep. Um. You, there we go. Uh, Elliot and E.T. ride a bike, and next thing you know, they're flying. Oh, and the theme do, is amongst the do, best. We talk about the E.T. theme for a minute. Like it's yeah. just—it's on that short list, I think, of of best film you uh, themes know ever. When you hear that, yeah. yeah,
1: it fills you with just like content because you know it's like magical. It builds.
2: Williams has this thing where he walks down the scale. So we get like boo doo 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 boo jumps doo 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 do. So you get that, or if you get um, you get Star Wars, bum 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 So it's all those steps and then jumping. So he likes what his very musical theory, but he likes the root note, he likes the fifth, which is that bum. Bum, or bum bum ba da da da. They both go that one five, and then he likes jumping the octave, which is that high note in Star Wars. Bum, 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 bum. It's the same note, just an octave up from yeah, the first yeah. note. And again, with the similar things. But when he does these themes, you know, he likes to sort of play with these sorts of but kind really of really hits. Yeah, because it's it feels natural to us. Yeah. So the one side is like you do listen to it. Like there's parts of ET that sound a little homalony. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially with that, like, bum, 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 at the start of it. Which also sounds like part of the Duel of the Fates now, but I'm humming yeah, it to but- myself. <laughs> so- <laughs> I think some
3: of it because what he writes is so... Formulaic in the sense that he does use the jumps and the yep. and the octaves and those sorts of things. And there's only so many That might be my thing. Do. John
2: Williams has the best themes ever, but John Williams themes sound like John Williams' themes. Yeah. yeah but even the Hans season. I think Hans Zimmer has more breadth. Yeah, but even Superman style will sound similar. Very similar. You know? so there we you go sounded like Yoda yeah. I
4: did sound like we said the right. same like, with Hugh Harry sounds. Potter they all, yeah.
1: they all mix together because Attack of the Clones he rip, rips like a whole riff from Chamber of Secrets or vice versa
2: yep no, you're 100% right now we saw Zimmer do the same thing when he did uh, Pirates and Gladiator yep. yeah yeah. we see him there reuse it
3: there's only so many things there's only so
2: many, those, so many yeah. notes and if you're like if, if it's your own work go ahead and borrow from yourself yeah, why not yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Alan Menken did it all the time as well yes though. he did
2: um what do we got here? We've got, uh, there's a key shot of E.T. and Elliot flying in front of the moon where they went, that'll be all the posters. <laughs> and then we see E.T. trying to assemble his phone. I'm with you. When you first get that phone, it takes a while to set that up. <laughs> <It does.
0: laughs>
2: SIM card isn't reading right. You're like, come on. And the government bad guys, as soon as mom leaves, they just go into the house. I'm like, what? why? Why don't you just yeah, go when well, she's there? Yeah. Which makes me wonder hang on one second. Isn't Gertie in that house? Yes. Yep. <laughs> How about these government guys that didn't pick up the child? That's How is crazy. mom She's on the hiding, child in danger list? Yeah. She's
1: hiding with the stuffed toys like E.T. And yeah. they, just, they just can't see her because they're not
2: kids. <laughs> uh, E.T. and Elliot get the phone to work, so we're told. And to be fair, it just moves around a little bit, and like the speaking says, say he's doing gibberish. If it's not for um, Henry Thomas doing his best Anakin Skywalker, going, it's working,
0: it's working. <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: working! But it's only working because it's windy. Yeah. Yeah. the trees have got to move to make it work.
2: But well, E.T. knew the what the, the weather God. was going to be. He's a botanist for crying
0: out loud. <laughs> that's not,
3: that's not the weather, that's plants. <laughs> that's, that's
2: here, like botanists, space botanists. They <laughs> oh, know everything. Okay. And yeah.
3: so he's, he studied earth. Earth weather has, he has he, the well, trees
2: then. tell him they're going to be blowing later because of that. They're the aware. Trees are aware of. They're the aware. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean I know pine cones Can like open and close With the this weather This is but...
2: nowhere near The biggest jump This film's gonna ask you to make no. <laughs> <laughs> It's a question I've had
1: Since I was 12 Or 6 When did I, fir- when, I- when I first saw this
2: uh, They stay out all night And that's not good Because he falls asleep And he wakes up in morning I'm like how? Uh-huh. This has happened to kids i've never once fallen asleep and gone like oh it's seven hours later i no. must have overslept like i might go like an hour and a half oh shoot i should go i didn't mean to fall asleep the only time that's ever happened to me
4: is when i've been so blindly drunk
3: yeah <laughs> I, the only time as i've ever done it was like a teenager
2: no not as a kid. Not once but I like fallen asleep on the couch and woken up and been like oh it's morning time to get ready for work it's been like oh it's like 1 yeah. 30 in the morning. Yeah, I, yeah. I managed as well take yeah. myself off the bed. Yeah, yeah. The latest
1: I've ever like woken up after falling asleep accidentally is like 3 a.m. and that was after like two hours. Like this is, your body kinda knows. Uh
2: we have a conversation with the policeman. Again, we don't see the policeman. Uh this is the uh they should be there talking about Gertie and why she was left alone. Yeah. But <laughs> and Home we learned that was the basis. <laughs> exactly. We don't see <laughs> the policeman. And it's a great reveal because the fridge door closes and he's there. Oh, brilliant and he looks terrible he does isn't which he? i thought a little bit out of nowhere yeah a little bit out of nowhere like it could have been more of a gradual thing but i think it has to symbolize that you know I he's guess been pace. outside all night sure hmm. uh elliot has lost et he tells mike to go find him and this is michael's redemption man My- oh, michael nails this like he, he rides does. his bike with purpose he realizes he's being tailed pretty quickly he loses the tail um and then he finds uh, ET's costume and i don't mean like the ET body i mean like the white sheet that they went oh. to all the trouble of, yeah. of going to make mm. and then he finds ET who's in a bad way a oh. very oh. bad way. he looks face. like an me. undercooked shrimp oh it hits me so hard as a kid i'm very curious how i would react to this actually cuz it I looks cried rough for days. not well not well yeah, it looks rough. But like, no, not no, your experience. Look at the reaction no, 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 you no, no, had no, no. watching it yeah. today. I had a very like I had you were a very like, what? Yeah, I had a very cuz I I forgot huge chunks of this film. Yeah. I yeah. remember just like snapshots in my head of just key moments and this was not one of them, which I'm surprised by actually come to think of it. Yeah, but look at look at the reaction you had. Imagine you as a kid. You know what, when I was a kid, yeah. I, could, I this wasn't the most traumatizing part of the movie to me. Oh okay. Which I think now you look and you go Geez. See, a, he' See, he looks awful, especially when the raccoon's there. Yeah, <laughs> There's
3: one part of the film that I remembered and like could picture, and because I knew it hadn't happened yet, yeah, I knew that this wasn't particularly bad. Yeah, okay. So I was, I didn't get, I didn't have the emotional reaction if, to it.
2: If I, I just didn't remember it like, like this, if I, 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 I would have thought he was dead. Yeah, same. Like he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like defrosted shrimp. Yeah, yeah, not, not cooked yet. He's like very gray.
1: The next 20, 30 minutes of this film when I first watched it as a kid was me going, oh, my God, is he dead? Oh, my God, is he dead?
2: Uh, back home, Michael brings mom upstairs and says, swear the most excellent promise you can make, which is a great callback. So That's what, that's what you is, said yeah. to him earlier. And then he opens up. She opens up a thing, and there's the two of them. Elliot's almost dead, and Et's almost dead. And he says, mom, I think we're dying. Oh, Elliot. Um,
3: Which I think we didn't mention it. Here's a couple of times Michael calls him out for for saying we earlier in the film when he's referring to oh, ET. Like e. really? yeah, okay. yeah, yeah,
2: he does. Yeah. Um, mom takes Elliot away from ET and opens the door to the spacemen. It's um, Michael opens the door to the If if you're the mum I think you understand because she sees him so soon, and it, it, the first thing isn't happy ET. It's 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 my son looks like he's dying. Yeah. I think it explains why she wants to move everybody. And the kids, of course, expecting to see him from his perspective. And in passing, Liam and I were also talking a little bit at this point going, why, why are the adults having such a hard time? And we only, when you're a kid, you get introduced to new stuff all the time. Yeah. Not necessarily aliens, but the idea of it. There's always something that you haven't experienced. It could be food. It could be activities. It could be places. People. You know, the, the idea of what a shark looks like. Until you know what a shark looks like, you don't know what a shark And you're like, oh, wow. So the world is kind of magic. Yeah. When you get to be an adult, you think you know everything, you know, because it's been so long that actually you don't have that resilience. Something comes in and you get thrown on and you're like, I must, if it, it's against what I know the world to be, it must be a hazard to me and my family. Yep
3: on that just on that kind of topic i actually remember um so we we're driving in the car um through the like hardwick um uh, through where campbell's meadow and that sort of place is
2: this is a big roundabout Big us, roundabout is,
3: but uh, you don't need to know I'm just, <laughs> if you're not
2: kingsland centric <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> I'm just giving
3: i'm just giving the there is a song about for, the hardwick roundabout yeah, there is okay. but i remember there was a sign and i can't remember what the sign said but i remember one week driving past it meant nothing and i remember going back the next week or day or whatever it was and i could read it okay and i can i got that like cognitive memory of like being able learning to read something and oh, it's just okay. like obviously as an adult you don't get those experiences because no, yeah. unless you like learn a new language i thought you were telling something, just like like something like
2: that, that scared you severely at the Harbor roundabout. which <laughs> i'm like yeah i'm not surprised
3: no i was just going off the like the learning new <laughs> things uh, as a uh, child
2: like okay yeah it's like when i had shrimp on i remember having shrimp on an airplane that's a great idea <laughs> as like a kid on virgin airlines flying to belfast from london and got food poisoning from it wow oh.
1: wow really
2: yeah you yeah, no, know it's
1: like gas station sushi i like, know
2: i don't know why my yeah. mom let me do it like you know what i mean like now i probably feel totally fine with it but i, I, yeah. I, I need shrimp for for years because it was like because i was like everything new it was like yes some people are like really picky eaters i was like no everything's everything's an adventure yeah, yeah. well what do you got Mm-hmm. and whereas now if someone gave me something like bram like i was really leery really on sushi when i first started my sister was mm-hmm. like sushi i'm like ah, and for a couple of times i like was like let's go have thai food instead or I, i'd see if she offered me anything else i go oh, yeah let's do that and the then way- finally it was sushi and i was like uh, now i love sushi but the weird thing mm-hmm. is
4: i weren't a food adventurer until mm-hmm. i was 35 there you go so there we are there
2: you, go. you still haven't had sushi yeah have you yeah i have a sushi yeah from where not from tesco is that not the same? Uh, not really. It's not the same. Oh. Come, come, come around one day. I'll make you proper sushi. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I need to make sushi again. And then, then in a perfect world, we'll go on a road trip with some, some great sushi places. So There's a bit of a drive for us. Oh, okay. I suppose, okay. Make sense to me out there in the world. UK is an island. Yeah. I have mm. to go for a significant drive to have decent restaurant quality sushi. Yeah. Canada... The part of Canada I'm from, thousand miles minimum from the ocean. Minimum. <laughs> Every like decent sized town is going to have like 10 sushi places. It? Really? Oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: you're never like more than about 60 miles from the ocean. Something, like, <laughs>
2: something like Lynn would have one. For sure it would. Yeah, They yeah.
1: had one and it shut down.
2: They had one and it shut down, but it wouldn't have shut yeah. down in canada yeah. so that's the thing i don't, it's really weird that the british people so, and fish is such an important part of the british sort of diet in many ways with i the think history. there's of fishy going on there
4: yeah
1: i don't the, know the closest <laughs> place is like king uh king uh king? was it cambridge <laughs> and they've got like three is that oh, where you studied
2: in cambridge cambridge some good yeah. ones there's a great yeah. one just outside of barry st edmunds <laughs> yeah um if i wanted to go to peterborough i could probably find one there okay so, yeah. and then london is just like the haven oh london you can get some uh, yeah the, the secret's trying to find an all you can eat sushi place. Yeah. If you could ever <laughs> go then, to a wasabi... Because then you can try everything. Everything, yeah. 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 Wasabi's like a little like like stock pre-made kind of... Yeah. Hang on, is that that hot stuff? It's named after the yeah. hot stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't go to Yo Sushi. That place is like... Yo Sushi's like conveyor belt. That's the cool part about it. it's a conveyor belt. Yeah. You just grab the dishes, but then you like, spend a lot of money because it's a lot yeah. of dishes. Because uh, it's all around you. And then finally... All don't go to like these buffets that do like sushi on the side because that's not yeah. really. You want to go to a place where sushi's the thing they do. Oh, okay. not, yeah. Not, not a thing they do. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's like Nines in Cambridge. They do so much that when it comes yeah, to sushi, it's idea. like three three things and they're all kind of. Or like Cosmo
2: it. Buffet in yeah. Norwich or whatever it is. Yeah. There we go, folks. Sushi talk. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, I love sushi. It, it, it's a food podcast this week. It, it really is, is. It is. <laughs> um. Oh, so mom takes Et Elliot away from Et, and someone opens the door anyway, and spacemen come in. And I'm like, what? This is the part. This is the part. the next ten minutes when I was a kid, traumatized the crap out of me. Yeah, and because like, why are you in space? Like, it's not and a hazmat suit. Walk. It's a spaceman yeah. suit. Like, they they're on, walk like it. As they're also, walking. They're on the moon. They and they that's like, <laughs> <laughs> so it almost makes them seem like they're the aliens. Yeah, because I guess the secret is we have to keep their faces still hidden for the choices they've made. Yeah. But it really is, like, there's no, there's no dialogue. There's no, we're here for this reason, ma'am. It's just an invasion through the house. It's just really creepy. It is creepy. And the music's so
1: bombastic
2: as well. Because,
1: like, he has been like, the spaceman, the spaceman. And I thought she was talking about E.T. And then, because I remember none of this.
2: Uh We cut to the burnt orange sky, and there's many on I've had people all walking in a row to get E.T., who is grey. What an amazing s- shot that is. But he's mm. grey and sick with grief, which I think is a shakespearean quote of some sort i don't know potentially yeah um the government types are all backlit so we can't see their faces which is brilliant they build this little military village in the backyard like almost like what thor breaks into in thor yeah <laughs> but like but like a really low rent version yeah. of that yeah they've
3: just covered the t- house in top. like
2: <laughs> one hour 20 minutes in we finally see mr or dr keys's face
3: yeah and i wasn't ex- I, it builds him up to be a bad guy and he's—he seems to be the only one of them that's not.
2: Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand what they've done with him.
3: It's a weird choice to have him as kind of like this really quite menacing figure with the keys. Yeah, and then have him be the only adult of the government lot that well, talks and is nice. None of, none of the
2: adults actually really seem to be that bad in the grand scheme of things. Minus the no. fact they like break into the house.
3: Yeah, but he's—he's the, he's the one that they give a face to, and yep. he's the—he's the kind one. that you kind of like get because he's the one who speaks to Elliot and those sorts of things but
2: um Michael explains the process to I think it's the keys uh about so you're saying that he thinks his thoughts I'm saying no I'm telling you he feels his feelings
0: yeah
2: and that it is both ways I don't think that was accurately enough presented
0: Hmm.
2: that it's that's a it's a two-way connection not a one-way connection uh we then have a Commodore 64 show us that Elliot and E.T. are perfectly in sync (laughs) <laughs> uh doctors try to save et and these are actual doctors working at usc medical center because Whoa. spielberg felt the actors in the roles that they're performing lines of technical medical dialogue it would come across as rehearsed and unnatural as opposed to having people who actually know what they're saying and they would know how to how to phrase it so they come across as a performance but more like a simulation maybe we could say so hmm.
3: this is the scene that i remember from my childhood is the two of them in their beds covered in the it's ecg bits and i remember this and the reason i think it sticks in my brain is because this is the reference that my parents use when they describe just after i was born because they're like your heart wasn't working properly when you're born they were sticking all these suckers all over you and they wouldn't stick because you were freshly born like and still slimy and by the time they'd got them all to stick on my the the valve in my heart wherever it was had like closed and i was fine but like but like like this is the scene they used to describe what it looked like and how it felt for them with this newborn baby going, covering them in like the adult size thing. Yeah. So looking like Elliot and E.T., but a tiny baby. And like, just like, yeah. I,
2: like I properly died on the table.
3: Yeah, we did similar things, Whoa,
2: but you actually he? went that step further. Yeah. yeah. So I'm only named Ian because they said, because the, the, my parents were expecting a girl. <laughs> yeah. So I think, my si- I think my sister got a secondhand name, Sorry, Kirst. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they had that name picked out, but they're like, it's a boy. And basically the message was. Name. You got to find a name because we we're gonna need something to put on the death certificate. <gasps> it's basically. No, I don't think. I think I said a, a little more 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 kindness. Yeah. Than that, but um, you've never mentioned this before. Uh, yeah, 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 So and we've
3: chatted about it because it's similar to. Yeah, I'm like, I was
2: like two months to the day pre- premature and stuff like that. So wow. there was all sorts Ooh. of complications and things like that. So uh, my my mom actually I'll share a story. My mom used to get up in church once a year on my birthday and do what my sister and I used to joke was the miracle baby speech. <laughs> like who's got something to say? And mom's miracle baby speech usually came in at around 15 minutes. The one, the, the one year, I kid you not. It's at least 30 and I'm just sitting there. And of course we know what the punt, not the punchline, but we know what the end beat is and he's here today. <laughs> but I was sitting there and it was the miracle baby speech. And, uh, it, it, it does become like, it's almost like Joe Gaw, Here it goes. Miracle baby speech day today. <laughs> but yeah, so it was this thing. And so they said, name him. And oh. so my doctor's name was Ian. Oh. So that my sister's doctor's name was Yuffie, I think. And they kind of went, yeah, we're not doing that if this not, is the case this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but no, yeah. So I, yeah, it was the whole, the whole like was, underdeveloped yeah. lungs and all that sort of stuff, I think. Wow. Uh, yeah. And just flat out properly died on the table, and then came back.
3: Clinically dead, yeah.
2: Like E.T. himself. That's <laughs> harrowing. That's blown my out. mind. Yeah, yeah. So, unfortunately, mum's not, not around anymore, so I can't ask for more specifics than that. So it, we're doing this podcast with a ghost. Well, oh, <gasps> Did you come back, though? That's maybe maybe, maybe, this is all... <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> You're an apparition. I would hope that our download numbers are legit, so. <laughs> <laughs> and not just some like <laughs> figment, figment of my imagination, stuck stuck between you know this life and the next <laughs> for Lovie's <Lobby's laughs> many years. No wonder we're doing so well. is <laughs> <Doing so well. laughs> <Ian's> always right.
3: <laughs> prove yourself before you can move on. This is what this is. Yeah, for like uh,
2: that's what this is. <laughs>
3: 42, 42. It's about to
2: be forty three. <laughs> oh my word, it is too. <laughs> oh geez, That's I hadn't drunk. even thought I hadn't even thought about that. Uh, um so what's next? Uh we've got uh Oh, so Mr. Key shows up. Oh sorry. The chronological shoot gave the young actors an emotional experience as they bonded with E.T. That made this sequence all the more traumatic and moving for them and their performances.
4: Why would they have had the alien with him?
2: They wouldn't have done They'd Because the they They figured out no. the like Oh, okay. They figured out the link. And why has Mr. Keyes got the keys? What the keys for? don't know. Mr. Keyes feels they have to talk now because he's like, we might not get our chance. And then he goes, I want to know what the machine does. I've been there. What does the machine do? And Elliot's kind of like, he's kind of, oh, that's what I'm looking for. He's not really around right now. He's delirious. That's what I'm yeah. looking for. Yeah. Um, and he says, I'm. You know, he says he came to me too, Elliot. He came to me too. I've been waiting for this since I was 10 years old. I've got my notes. What does this mean?
4: Has does he this been mean,
2: hunting? Has he does this mean because my first thought was option A. And I don't I don't think it is, but no it wouldn't because the way the neighborhood's laid out. My first thought was, has E.T. been stuck on this planet for like twenty five years? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Has he revisited before?
3: I think they come back every like what thirty years and when he was younger, he's the little boy Keys saw
2: the ship yeah. and saw the alien. This is something that could have used just like two more lines of yeah. dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I had
1: a different reading. I assume this was him just being, I really like aliens. As a kid, I always wanted to meet an alien.
2: He came to me first. Yeah.
3: It, it, to me, it's a She's just, specific. They'd been here before, yeah. E.T. species. Yeah, that's. He's met. Mm,
2: that's what a sort of come to can. Yeah. yeah.
3: And keys, which is why we see him all the way through, is because he's tracking it. He's waiting. He's for been them waiting, to come back. so he's
2: dedicated his mm. life like to the, extraterrestrial life. Yeah.
3: What's the Doctor Who episode when the girl, the girl that waits by the fireplace? Amy Pott. Yeah, yeah, like it's the, but the, when she's little. Yeah, Amy Pond. Is it with the ticking?
1: Oh, oh, the, the other one with Madame de Pompadour. Yeah, yeah, that um, one, that's the one I'm after. Yeah, yeah. okay.
2: Don't. <laughs> the, the,
1: the the series two one Do, from,
2: like, you, the do, do you do a podcast on Doctor Who? I,
1: Wait, I, I brought out this episode when we did. I um, <laughs>
2: I chip yeah. in every now and then. Oh, I I, no, I brought. Up I just yell at how things don't make <laughs> sense. I,
1: I brought up this specific episode when we did Paldi's um, first, because you know, you know, like the patchwork people are the same ones.
2: I like the standalone episodes; I don't really have to think too much about the rest of the story. <laughs> You sound like a weeping angel. I do. I do. I promise I do always watch the episode. <laughs> I don't go on and try and fake my way through. <laughs>
1: I'm like, remember the time the doctor said, oh, yeah, I love when David Tennant did that. We're doing Capaldi. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I am at, at Capaldi. I, I make Ethan Scottish. send me
2: a picture of the actors playing Dr. Hoover's episode. So I go, oh, it's him. Eyebrows. Gotcha. Can,
3: can you do that for me for all the films that we do? Yeah. <laughs>
2: nice. Uh, where are we at here? We keep pivoting. Yes, we do. Um... Mr. So, he says, being here is a miracle. I think I'm probably in line with what you guys are thinking here. E.T. Um, says to Elliot, stay with me. Stay with me. Not the only time he'll save us, this this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, E.T. starts to lose out, and Elliot's been released. And we get told, we're losing E.T. The woman who said that was the screenwriter.
0: Oh. Uh, yeah.
2: Matheson or whatever her name was, um, Melissa Matheson maybe. Yeah,
1: I think so.
2: Um, the next day, the flowers are dying, and Michael freaks out because he knows what that means. Q to Et bottoming out, and how Elliot hasn't been relocated is beyond me. <laughs> I've got <it> written down. <laughs> then they do that exact thing I'm asking them to do, which is get him out of here and <laughs> get him out of here. Meant move him eight feet away. Yeah, <laughs> and don't leave anybody with him. Got keep him all in the same. Just shot. wheel him. Is he in the corner? He's in the corner. Great. Yeah. I think
3: it's that's that he obviously he can't touch him Because we've seen before We see him reaching out yep. To try and touch you But
2: he's screaming out Like you're killing him Just for morale Maybe move him to a different room Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh that horrifying He's yeah. obviously fine Yes this is traumatic Like this is not yeah. And I, I think Like we said Like I think the notes Were very basic Like they're going to say A bunch of things You just keep jumping in With these two or three things Over and over and over again mm-hmm.
1: These five minutes The first time I watched this I must have been like Six seven Oh, traumatize
2: me to hell. My next line, literally written down. Does this movie traumatize a generation of kids against doctors? Yes. Yeah,
0: I think so. <laughs> I do. Hospitals, at the very least, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, If you had to go into a hospital mm. and you saw someone in the same, like, no, you killed E.T., forget this. <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> My next line is, I'll clean it up. Who the bleep let Gertie in there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, who does this? And we haven't seen yet that mom's brought her down. So all of a sudden, Gertie just shows, you like, what? Yeah.
0: Why is, why is Mom Gertie so in into here? this?
2: I have no idea. Mom hugs Elliot and, uh, is he dead? She goes, yeah, I think, I think maybe he is. Um, and so I'm just taking a look and seeing. Oh, I don't know if it's here. I'm going to talk about it now anyway. So this is the part where I th- uh, uh, Gertie at some point goes, i i I wish he wasn't dead mom she goes i wish so too and this is very tinkerbell it is isn't it yeah Yeah, yeah. if we all clap our hands and believe real hard maybe we can make her come to life and maybe something explicitly like that
4: yeah but But there's a
2: little bit of wish fulfillment in the audience to to sort of do this of course yeah um let's talk about tyler played by c thomas howell yeah ralph macchio was considered wow whoa sorry who's tyler Tyler was, do you know when like Michael's like older friends are like hanging out? Yeah. There was the one nerdy guy with like the big, the big headphones. headphones. Not him. There was one who, there was, was like a good looking one who was his opposite, Dark who had like yeah. a jean jacket on. Yeah. Like way better looking than Ralph Macchio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The like also, also not him? No, that, no that, that was, okay. that's, who, that's who Ralph Macchio was in line to play me play.
3: I don't know who Ralph Macchio is. The karate kid.
2: Haven't seen it. Okay, there we okay. go. Okay. We saw him, he was not hey, Much Your Mother. Okay. <laughs> the one <laughs> that Barney gets annoyed about yeah there we go that makes everything yeah. clear <laughs> um wow like for people who don't know people who don't have the face blindness that would be enough for me ethan but for georgia yeah. the one who he gets annoyed about it's I'm a bit
3: annoyed about a lot of things he, he
2: does. does oh no
1: at his bachelor run. party they get like the wrong karate
2: kid guy.
3: yeah okay yeah no i do remember that episode yeah,
2: yeah. i wonder why he didn't get that part then i don't know uh inside the doctors take off their kit and by that i mean like they're like Doctor stuff <laughs> This yeah, is so strange stuff. Because yeah. obviously
3: they come in Like not wanting In case it's like infectious In yeah. case there's anything else going on Just because the body Oh once
2: he's dead It can't kill you Dead
3: <laughs> doesn't mean It's not still
2: infectious <laughs> like, like obviously It's just a visual cue for us That yes. he, Without saying yeah. he's dead It's a cue for us That he's dead yeah. But also like yeah. They don't
3: bother Putting like any of the other The rest of the family Or keys in like Hazmat suits and stuff somewhere.
2: And they leave him And it's just Mr Yeah and they let mom hug Uh <laughs> Hug Elliot Yeah Yeah <laughs> uh, yeah, like mr keys is like holding his hand through like a like a special glove and yeah. then like two seconds later he's like side by side with them yeah all right
0: well, it's
1: like in uh, was it gray's anatomy whenever anything bad happens they like remove their mask to be like oh look this is so dramatic
2: people do say that et and gray's yeah. anatomy share a great deal they do they, they do really. yeah um i mean Mer- how many times has meredith gray ridden her bike and she's like floating by the moon?
0: <laughs> i mean
3: there is the thing: you're not dead until you're warm and dead et is never warm that's and true dead.
2: Wow, I'm surprised you know that. I don't know you watch Grey's Anatomy.
3: I don't, but I know the quote because oh, it's it. No, really?
2: Okay. Um, oh. It's just Mr. Keyes, Elliot, and E.T. left behind. And this is where we get the Izzy Dead Mama? I think so. They do the Peter Pan thing. They bring in a transport machine for E.T. And Dr. Keyes tells Elliot they have to take E.T. away now. And then they leave E.T., Elliot alone. And this feels like a mistake. Yeah. 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 How could this go badly? Yeah, you, you wouldn't, though. Wouldn't you, you wouldn't. know. Well, he's dead now. we are just leave the kid alone. Like it's, it's he, like Keyes hang out with him. I don't know. And he goes, You must be dead, because I don't know how to feel. I can't feel anything anymore. I'm not trying to butcher the dialogue. It's quite sweet. It's very sweet. E.T., I love you. And he closes the casket. And this is like Disney, where like the you know, I love you before yeah, the last yeah. petal like falls to the ground. Or the tear. And the flowers come back to life just as Elliot's walking by them. And he, how does this happen? he goes back and E.T. is like full of color. His chest is red. He's like, You're alive. He's like, I'm alive. And I've gotten my words here. <laughs> Why? how don't ask yes it's, no, no, no. it's because the his
3: mothership is in close enough contact for him for them to be able to sense him so his heartbeat is doing the beaty thing like it did at the beginning
2: and that's enough to revitalize him yeah so this is they just really convenient that. timing
0: yeah okay that's if he the, died if, like a week good, ago and then they show up what, now my issue is
2: that it's all or nothing like he goes from being gray to being full of color, not like he's oh, yeah. starting to br- come yeah. back. Or but
3: that's that's just because of the logistics of having ha- however many different shaded colored puppets, isn't so it? We don't but know like-
2: why he was feeling ill. Because he well,
3: was away from it is ship- that
2: separation. I think I got. Yeah. Did they explain yeah. it? I think they sort of explain it. Did they? I'm trying to keep. I, I did research, so it's hard for me to know if that's something I picked. I would have known if I hadn't researched. Okay, they leave that's a Why lot he wants to go to- home, to- isn't it? There's a, there's a lot just left up to assumption. inference, especially yeah. when you're talking about children. Yeah. Yeah. So um, his chest is now glowing, and now you can't shut him up. Um, at which point he goes, He's I'm so gonna,
3: excited. I'm
2: going to kill him because he zips him up in the back. <laughs> yeah. He's like, if you won't shut up, I'll make you I'm shut up. You. He's like, where's that chloroform we had with the frogs? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he fakes that E.T. is dead still. And that's really quite funny. Yeah, that was. Yep. Uh, enter Gertie uh, to her mom. Are they gone yet? I'm supposed to give you this note when they're gone. <laughs> She's <laughs> True Barrymore's great in this. She's great. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, uh, Michael's trying to drive. He goes, I've oh, never driven forward before. <laughs> Which
3: is great, because we see him reversing the, start, the car at the I guess his beginning. job
2: is he gets to reverse the car. Out
3: of the driveway every morning. That's yeah. all right.
2: Uh, how old do we think he is? Is he about 15? Yeah. Okay. In California, 15's driving age.
3: Oh, okay. So it makes sense that he was like starting yep. to learn. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um they're trailing so they drive forward and they're trailing the plastic tube from one of the city <laughs> corridors behind them with two people and then the plastic in this would that have been would have shredded within moments. Shredded, yeah. But still. Uh Elliot unpins the tubing and the it's two guys straight. disappear. It takes a while, but he does it. And then when he elastic holds it for like dramatic effect, I'm like, You're a little too confident, Elliot. That that's gonna work. Then <laughs> he tells it to him. Because the guy holds it, didn't he? Does he does he throw it? I thought he just sort of held it in his hand to go like, ha, I got the, the pins. Does he throw it I think so. I don't know, because I think he holds it and goes, oh, shit. Michael's friends are waiting at a park with E.T.'s bike, and they see E.T. with his chest lit up. And then one of them was like, the kid who was like, Uranus, Uranus, Uranus. His name (laughs) is Greg. Greg sucks. Uh, He goes, can't he just beam up? And he goes, this is reality, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have this final chase, and it's an idea, again, of Matthew Robbins. And this is the opening of Stranger Things. All the boys on their bikes being chased by the government. I love this.
1: Even uh, L like makes one of them fly, I think, as well. Yeah,
2: the boys run a decoy, but no one like, but like the other four boys go off to the side, and like the government <laughs> just stays with Elliot. I'm like, really? that, that didn't really work, guys. These
3: shots <laughs> of this, like, the, oh. of the, the Elliot is like clearly. Eight, eight foot eight foot
0: man
2: <laughs> yeah, eight foot
0: <laughs> he's bigger man. than the rest
2: of the boys it was combined so funny. maybe that's why he had to go off they could do the the, the swap it was funny oh, and at one you, point really he nearly it. comes off his bike Doesn't he? he? Does. oh he almost loses it at one <laughs> point he?
3: it's funny because he's in like that red hoodie and like blue jeans but even like from a long shot the
2: size
0: difference it's huge, is huge yeah. so and they go like
2: let's split up so they do split up in three different ways for about 30 seconds yeah i wish they all come back together and it turns out no matter which of the three paths they would have taken on the cops couldn't have followed them so the point of splitting up served no, no purpose, purpose whatsoever no.
3: but also like gives a bit dramatic they're mislead. like oh we'll split up and lose them and they won't be able to follow all of us and they won't know which one's got et in other than the one basket bike with the with very cheat. obvious white and blob, and this very it?
2: bright pure red hoodie yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> is this when the lucasing happens in like previous versions
2: uh yes so i'm not no. quite there am i there yet i don't know it's um, right before he flies the, 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 the car chasing them says this on the side and just like a really boring font united states government there's no seal <laughs> it just says united states government on the side of yeah it. i'm like nice um so here we go we made it almost and some like guy comes out of nowhere like grab the kids and, is, like, and it's like there's a foot. Them. Yeah, legs like, on foot yeah like how these how this, like a lot of 40 adult men snuck up on boys <laughs> with bikes is beyond they're going in the middle of like a, a residential street yeah i'm like i appreciate the fact the camera hides everything that's not in the frame these kids have periphery vision yeah they yep. do yeah um and so the blockade and the blockade, and we were very thankful to see not walkie-talkies in the hands of the company, yeah. but <laughs> shotguns. Yeah. Because this was the change that um, Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, up in 2002 with the 20-year anniversary. He swapped them because he went, it's too, I don't want him to see guns. And I'm like, he's I, fine with an alien corpse. <laughs> yeah, uh, as well as some other changes he made. But then he went back and said, I'm not going to do that or any other changes ever again. I wanted to see it the way it was released, which is yeah. always the answer you should have. Yes. The only exception would be if you release a director's cut as opposed to the original theatrical yeah. cut. Um, this isn't that, though. This was just but him meddling. My, my, Unless my, it's the
3: four-hour Snyder Cut, my, and then we're um, not bothered by that either. I, I, I didn't mind
2: the my,
4: my, my argument for the walkie-talkies and the shotguns wasn't just to keep the shotguns. If they'd had walkie-talkies to start
2: with... You keep the walkie-talkies. Keep the walkie-talkies. Let me have the movie I knew. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... But you know, a blockade versus a blockade with shotguns, one seems scarier. Yeah, absolutely. Just a thought. Yeah. Also
3: if they've got shotguns, like even if they're flying, they can be shot
4: down.
2: Theoretically, I mean I don't think we're ever thinking of Just <laughs> <something>? imagine it bang. Each just goes flop. <laughs> <laughs> Lands at Gertie's feet.
0: Oh Headfirst. Fly Is- away, little birdie. <laughs>
2: Is he dead again, Mama? Oh, yeah, he's definitely dead this time. <laughs> I think so, right? Yep. Mom, like, wipes the blood off of Gertie's face. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay,
2: if I wasn't traumatized, I am now. <laughs> let's see if Michael's... Let, let's phone home. <laughs> um, and when they jump to the blockade, there's this terrible jump cut again Michael. Oh, that's on horrible. Michael. Not Michael on uh, Elliot. on Elliot as he yeah. gets up there. I'm like, oh guys, I get you want to make this like it's like a it's like a like a zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, which we're working on like a music video or we're working on a documentary if they're doing it, but it's terrible in a motion picture. Boom, here. boom, boom. Why yeah. can't they just done the fallback? in like jaws i don't know the background fall back and zoom
4: in on him. but now on.
2: all the kids are flying and this is movie magic for the next like yes. two minutes Aww. this is movie magic i, I can't fault anything about nope. this it's the score is perfect the cinematography is perfect yeah it looks like it was made in the 80s and the kids aren't really flying on bikes and i'm totally cool with the fact it doesn't look 100 percent real yeah. yeah i'm cool with that That's i like makes that it
3: that little bit more magical it's movie, if it's movie it looks,
2: magic if it yeah it's
3: too real
2: I know it's, it's, it's just computered up. Yeah. I'm kind of going, how they do that? And I love all the I love all yeah. the different faces they're pulling. Yeah, like shuts his eyes. let
3: me. Like, open me, my eyes when it's finished. This reminds me of any finished. flying moment.
2: I know you and I have this in common, where we both love Santa Claus the movie. Oh, we do. And like you know, scenes of them like on the on the sled as they fly. and yeah. It's the same sort of. It looks visually kind of the same. Yeah. Just like it's not perfect because because like they're not really flying no. and we get that. Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, that's the whole thing. Like these movies, because they're still like not shoestring but you know like the they're, they're not all crazy cgi it's all practical it's like when you watch star wars the first time it, like and you see they're all models you go oh wow how they do that and with this there's like that disconnect where it's almost like with theater when they do something magical and go this is all practical how they do that
2: yep um the kids land in the perfect place and i'm like why didn't the government keep someone at the location or i don't know take away the phone <laughs> just I, love they, it? I love how they land but they skid yep. um, yeah all together um Then we hear out of nowhere, they're over there, Mama. And I'm like, the professional government agency couldn't find these kids, but Mom with Mr. Keys and And he might have been there before. But still, like, no one else can find this, so it's a bit weird. And E.T. now is going to say goodbye because the spaceship's starting to land. And he says to Gertie, be good, which we heard earlier. So
3: sweet. And Mm -hmm. he doesn't know goodbye.
2: No. No. How? To Michael, he says, thank you. I um, and then to Et and Elliot and Elliot says Et says come, yeah, join me.
0: He Elliot comes. says stay, stay.
2: and I remember he said earlier stay with me when they were, yeah. uh, and then Et e. points to his leg and goes ouch. And oh. he goes, ouch, because they're both- It's like, it's heart
3: and then ouch, yeah. it's my, my
2: heart. My heart's hurting, yeah.
3: Which is, oh, oh,
2: man. And crying, and it got me. It got me, even though I was taking notes. Yeah, I got I, me, I, too. I, I, I welled up and had a go down. I'm like, this is this is wonderful. And for any issues I might have with Henry Thomas in parts of this movie, and I did have parts of this movie. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, this is the money scene, and you can't. Oh, yeah. This yeah? is everything. Um, And at, this is where he goes, I'll be right here, oh. and points to his memory. Oh, yeah. And uh, the score here is majestic. E.T. takes the sunflowers with him, or gerber daisies, or whatever I they love were. How he takes that with him. Yeah. Uh, and he, well, he's
0: a botanist. Yeah. yeah.
2: And he goes up to the spaceship, but it's like, what are we looking for? Oh, just a regular potted plant. That's what we're after. <laughs> but maybe it's a memento of the family he was yes, with. I think. And it so is. it gets to be yeah, both. Definitely. Uh, Harvey goes halfway up and then comes down because we didn't mention, but they made their peace in the day that E.T. was by himself in the house. Uh, they're divided by greats. This would be uh, no longer Harvey, but Elliot and E.C. But they keep looking out for each other, and that's that. According to Steven Spielberg, none of the kids were acting. They had to act oh, in the movie in a chronological order, like we said. Uh, when the ending was finished, uh, sorry, when the ending was filmed, they had actually befriended the alien. and Now had to say goodbye to f- forever. Their heartbreak was real. Spielberg calculated the film would hit home harder if the kids were really saying goodbye to the E.T. at the end, and the door finally closes in a circular pattern, almost like a camera lens closes, Yeah, which I thought maybe was an interesting metaphor about the magic of cinema. But I also liked how the,
4: the grid came up, and that was very Lucas-esque, wasn't it? Yeah, the it was devator.
2: very. Yeah. yeah. It flies away with a bit of a rainbow, maybe a bit of a cheesy one, but, you know, the more you know. Am I right? But it
0: that's horrendous that's great it's horrendous but if
2: there had been a like a sleigh going
4: off of that rainbow that'd have been that'd been good for me we know how we're talking about yeah. um santa claus movie, santa claus movie. Yep. you said how cheesy that was yep. santa claus movie is very claus would have had
2: like it would have had like sparkles, sparkles behind it sparkles and snowflakes <laughs> yeah. the rainbow just felt a little the rainbow was a bit too oh. much oh they're from ireland are they <laughs> i felt the rainbow was a bit too much they're always after me lucky charms. Was a nice. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, The end of the film was one of the most significant musical experiences for composer John Williams. After several attempts were made to match the score to the film, Spielberg took the film off the screen and encouraged Williams to just conduct the orchestra the way he would at the concert. He did... And Spielberg slightly re-edited the film to match the music, which is unusual because normally it would be the other way around. Yeah. The result was Williams winning, spoiler alert, the 1982 Academy Award for best original score. He also recreated this at his last appearance with the LA Philharmonic at the Hollywood Bowl in 2013. He conducted the orchestra live while the last reel of the film was shown on the jumbotrons. That would be a really cool experience, actually.
3: I do want to go to one of those films where they like they play the film, but they do all of the illustration live. Yeah, that would be, yeah, cool. be really cool.
4: I've been to the Star Wars one with C three PO. Yep, um, where he introduced it and talks, and they have the live band. But they, what they'll do is they'll do they did all of Star Wars, but did snippets,
2: right? Which was amazing to hear. That it was brilliant. Um, they filmed. Uh, well, before we do that, Corey Feldman was originally scheduled to be a part of et oh but over the course of a script rewrite his part was eliminated i'm guessing he was like the one of the the eddie haskell friend who's in trouble yeah 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 uh spielberg felt bad about the decision and promised him a part in his next movie which turned out to be gremlins yeah okay there was originally another scene shot after this that was supposed to end the movie okay it was going to involve a game of dungeons and dragons (laughs) so So the last scene in the movie But this time, they're going to let Elliot play. And he's the dungeon master because he's the one who found E.T. He got him with the group. And that was supposed to be the final scene. And then they would pan up to the roof and you'd see the communicator. And it's still working. In other words, Elliot would therefore still be in touch with E.T. But after the score, the music, and saw that they had with the spaceship taking off and everything, the direct quote was, how can you follow that?
4: Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. a, it was a
2: wise choice. I'll tell
4: you what, yeah. though, if they were going to do a sequel, that had been good to start with. That
3: would yeah. have been a brilliant opening to a sequel. Brilliant opening, yeah.
2: wouldn't it? I think it's better if you finish the previous movie with it so you can realize yeah. that it still exists.
3: Yeah. Or you open a movie
2: too, and maybe it is The Pizza Hut, and you see that it's up there. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Um, some accusations. There were allegations the film was plagiarized from a screenplay called The Alien, a 1967 script by director. Satyajit Ray Apologies if I'm not getting that right Satyajit Ray Who stated E.T. would not have been possible without my script of the alien Being available throughout the United States In mimeographed copies Spielberg denied this saying I was a kid in high school When a script was created in Hollywood Spielberg's friend Director Martin Scorsese Also alleges the film was influenced By Ray's script (laughs) (laughs) Star Weekend Magazine Disputed Spielberg's claims Saying hey You graduated from high school in 65 And your career began in Hollywood In 1969 you would have had access to that 67 script Wow! after high school. Wow. Uh, the Times of India noted that ET and Close Encounters of the Third Kind had, quote, remarkable parallels with the alien, including the physical nature of the alien. In his screenplay, which Ray wrote entirely in English, he described the alien as, direct quote, a cross between a gnome and a famished refugee child, and large I mean, head, spindly limbs, a lean torso. Is it male or female or neuter? we don't know what its form basically conveys is a kind of ethereal innocence and it's difficult to associate either great evil or great power with it yet a feeling of eeriness is there because of the the resemblance to a sickly human child oh Ah. shit yep yeah Yeah. that's (laughs) pretty It's 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 it yeah. If 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 I'd said here's the image of ET and said let me read you part of the screenplay yeah. and I read you that you would not have said it was nope. the wrong script I was no, reading. Yeah. Yeah. No.
1: That's either a really unfortunate coincidence or the lesser, probably it, real one is. It, that's se- just, it yeah. seems like it
2: was because it wasn't like today where everything's flooded because of you know it's it's a lot harder to get into show business now than it would have been even then yeah. because yeah. you know your ability to have access to to the internet and data and what that suggests. And there's more people just involved in the field now. So like it would, be, it would have been kicking about. People would have seen this as is quite clearly shown. Can you remember the other 80s
4: movie like this called
2: Mac and Me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, it's actually going to come up a little bit in, oh, in some of our feedback. Uh, uh, please
1: uh, bring up the Paul Rudd thing as well. Ray
2: first found out about E.T. from his friend, uh, British science fiction writer Arthur C. Clarke, who was familiar with the alien and believed it was plagiarized by E.T., Clark called Ray and encouraged him to take legal action against E.T. No such legal action was taken as Ray did not want to show himself as having a vindictive mindset against Spielberg and acknowledged, quote, he has made good films and he is a good director. It seems like he didn't want to rock the boat for yeah. fear it would kill yeah. his career in Hollywood. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think he gambled the wrong way. Yeah, sounds like it. In 1984, a federal appeals court ruled against a playwright Lisa Litchfield who sued Spielberg for three quarters of a billion dollars, claiming he used her one-act musical play Loki from Mad Lamar as the basis from E.T. She lost it, with the court stating no reasonable jury could conclude that Loki and E.T. were substantially similar in their ideas and expression. Any similarities in plot exist only in the general level for which Mrs. Litchfield cannot claim copyright protection. Hmm. So one legitimate and one maybe very illegitimate. So
4: that sounds type. like he could have won big time in, in court over that.
2: What, the... Uh,
3: the other guy. Yeah. You yeah, a, yeah,
2: he could have some money. Yeah. Uh, a sequel. let all talk about that. Okay. In July 1982, during the film's initial theatrical run, Spielberg and Matheson wrote a treatment for a sequel to be called E.T. 2 Nocturnal Fears. It would have shown Elliot and his friends getting kidnapped by evil aliens and attempted to contact E.T. for help. Kind of like E.T. and like... I'm uh, glad they didn't like that. ET. That feels
1: like it's jumping the shark. Yeah. No, nah,
2: it's good. It's It's like E.T. meets John Wick. Oh (laughs) No, I don't want to see that. He's E.T. with his phone. I may not have a lot of money, but what I have is a very specific (laughs) set of skills. (laughs) You got any flowers by you? Watch them right now. The flowers (laughs) all die. I'm coming for you. (laughs) Once you take them off Earth... I think that's a different story. I got a, So Spielberg decided against pursuing it, feeling it would do nothing but rob the original of its virginity. E.T.'s e. not about going back to the planet. I would tweak two of his words ever so slightly. I'm going to say E.T.'s not just about not going back to the planet. Sorry, not about going back to the planet. I'd argue it's entirely about not going back to the planet. Yeah. As opposed to the absence of something. The point of this is it's, it's a movie that's supposed to end with a goodbye. Yeah. And yeah. the power of the goodbye is removed when the goodbye is not permanent. Yes. And what a powerful message in, a ch- what's in essence a children's film, if not a family yeah. film, yeah, 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 about yeah. the power of goodbye and what that means and sadness because the movie ends on a sad note, yeah. but not a bad note. Right. And I think we need to establish that those two things, sad doesn't always mean bad.
3: No. But it's also why the, the Sky advert that was like this year or just the year before was so powerful was because it had been... 38, 39 years since we'd seen E.T.?
2: It's funny you mentioned that on November 28th 2019 Xfinity released a four minute commercial directed by Lance Accord calling it a short film sequel to the original motion picture titled a holiday reunion the commercial starred Henry Thomas reprising his role as Elliot now with a family of his own the story follows E.T. return returned to earth for the holiday season and focuses on the importance of bringing family together the commercial utilizes a practical puppet for E.T. himself John Williams the score from the original movie was mixed into the commercial and Spielberg was consulted by Comcast parent company member Universal, which itself owns Universal Pictures now, before production on the commercial began. A two minute version was edited for Comcast's British subsidiary, Sky TV.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. I
1: didn't know they were a subsidiary. Cool.
2: Let's talk about the VHS release. Originally, Spielberg refused to let Universal Pictures release the film on home video formats after it had finished its run, as he believed it would cheapen the legacy and ruin any project prospects of a theatrical release in coming years. So the idea, Disney used to re-release movies in theaters yeah. every seven years or so. Oh, okay. He saw E.T. as being and it a huge bank. Like, all the first like Disney films I ever saw were all in the theater in Barry St. Edmonds, so and that they was, were all re-releases. That, yeah, would happen.
4: that was never going to be... He didn't want it released on home media. Wow. Remember, what year did it come out? 1982, I yeah, said. yeah.
2: Yeah, oh, early. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 82. Listen to this. Um... Sorry, I the thing about Disney had adopted this for many you know, films. Spielberg said he saw the movie as a family event movie like The Wizard of Oz where people's childhood memories of it should be from the experience of seeing it screened theatrically. And a trip to the movie theater should be part of that memory. Again, possibly pulling on his own 1950s childhood. Yeah. Surprisingly, Universal Pictures didn't pull rank on him over this and observed his wishes despite the financial implications. However, because of this decision, the film became the most pirated movie of the 1980s. I was going to say. Because oh, well. if you're not going to give it to someone, someone else will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After several years of dealing with floods of complaints from angry parents and children every year who'd been ripped off after seeing it on a poor quality pirate videotape, Spielberg eventually gave in to the inevitable and allowed Universal to release the film onto the domestic video market in 1988. Wow. Ooh, where it became is. a huge seller. And his theory around this was they released it on green plastic. <laughs> that way oh. you could identify it from the bootleg. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I
3: like that. I I remember having videos at home that were, like, specially coloured ones, and that was always exciting as well. By
2: New Year's Eve of 1988, it had sold 15 million cassettes.
3: Wow.
0: Wow.
2: Yeah. One of my favourites. Six years. uh, Six years after its release. That's crazy, isn't it?
3: In fact, we had an E.T. video, but it wasn't wasn't a green one. It was a black one, but it would have been later than that that we
2: got it. Yeah, initial release versus... uh, Yeah. One last note. Spielberg enjoyed working with the children, and he later said the experience made him feel ready to be a father. Oh, Aww. that's There we go. Maybe he pirated his children as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the wrong button. <laughs> Let's try it again. Orange one. Uh, orange one? It's not the orange one.
3: It's the orange one. It's the orange one or the green one? It's the green
2: one. We're in the end game now. We are in the end game now because yeah. the orange one would be...
0: <laughs> there we go. Yay. I feel good. That's what
2: that sounds like. It's easy right it of the way. Uh, uh Liam Buddy, uh we need uh we need a random word, buddy. Okay, I did write a random word down, but I'm not gonna go with that. oh that's very uh, originally it was gonna be Frog. Oh frog, yeah. Okay, what do you got instead? Baywatch. Of course. Uh, oh. Okay, people just realize it's me, not Liam, who's doing the wins on this one. Baywatch. <laughs> I Bay thought Watch.
4: that was connected, but avant-garde and not, you know.
2: Avant-garde.
4: <laughs> <laughs> avant-garde Broke. is like
1: French, snooty,
4: like how elitism. Many,
1: how many other people would
4: go?
0: I <laughs> oh, was just watching E.T. DC.
2: Baywatch. Well, I agree. I agree. It's, I it's, just it's unexpected. It's a nice tie-in. All right. Ten and a half million dollars uh, to make. Oh. What does it take home in all theatrical runs? I have to go with that. All, all theatrical runs. Yeah. Now remember the first one is always more than like the rest of them combined. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's just yeah, the yeah, way yeah. that economics work. 300. 300? 450. Okay. And Ethan? I can't say this
1: cuz I saw this when I was doing age game.
2: So what was your guess? 450. You're you're still short by over $200 million. Wow. Yes. It's like $729 right? million. That's wow.
0: insane. At the
2: time it's released, it is the highest grossing movie of all time. Wow. It would be beaten eventually by Jurassic Park.
0: Yeah. Jeez. So
2: Spielberg beats Spielberg.
0: Wow.
2: wow. Um, E.T. was in cinemas for over a year.
0: Jesus. I, I
2: don't mean like it was over a year like it was in the U.S. and then it was yeah, in Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was in American continuous. cinemas for a year continuous. That's amazing. Like the only thing in my lifetime that came close to that. I mean, Avengers kind of got re-released, but like Titanic was in, was in cinemas for a long time. 13
4: weeks before I got to see it. Yeah. And I remember that.
2: It was, in, I think, it was in cinemas for like six months or something like that, like was properly, it? yeah. Um, so let's take a look here. Adjusted for inflation, it's the fourth highest grossing movie of all time.
3: That's amazing. Wow.
2: Just to give you how big of a deal it really was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the awards, it had nine nominations. It was nominated for Best Picture. I can see that, but it won four. Um, we That's probably cool. already did the, the the fun one, which was Score. We said that yeah, already, yeah. but the rest are all Ethan kind of awards: Best Sound, <laughs> Best Sound Effects, <laughs> nice. Editing. And best visual effects. I
3: just say visual.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: The movie that beat it for best picture was Gandhi, directed by Jurassic Park's own Richard Attenborough. Yeah. Who said I was certain that not only would ET win, but that it should win? It was inventive, powerful, and wonderful. I make mundane movies. I wouldn't say that. Mundane is not like mundane doesn't mean mediocre. Oh, okay. Mundane means serious and sad. Oh, okay. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas E. T. was the opposite. E. T. made you I guess it's inspired you to yeah, the wonder uplifting. of cinema. Yeah yeah. 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 It did win the Golden Globe for best drama. Which E. T. is a drama, I guess not a comedy, I guess. Yeah. It's definitely not a comedy. Isn't it? Uh, American Film Institute calls it the 24th greatest film of all time and the 14th greatest musical score. As Ethan brought up earlier, there was a fun adaptation, or maybe not. Atari <laughs> Incorporated produced a video game based on the film for Atari 2600, and hired Howard Scott Warshaw to program the game. The game was rushed in five weeks to release it in the 1982 holiday season. Uh, the, the guy who made it he wanted to do what he ended up doing this really sophisticated in concept kind of game where ets to go around collecting pieces to the phone you would then use the phone to phone home and you would get yeah. that'd be how you win the game now for an atari cartridge this is a huge amount actually of surprising detail it's a lot all all spielberg wanted was like can we just like, like with pac-man but it's just like et like just use the likeness <laughs> just use the likeness forget if it mirrors, mirrors up with the movie at all yeah yeah, yeah. Get that, and then just, you know, we wanted to sell it for Christmas. It was a huge thing, so let's make it happen. And, uh, instead, they, he, he wins the, Howard Scott Warshot does win the right to this. And the deal was that if he got, I'm trying to remember, I saw a documentary on it. I think the deal was if he could get the, the, the game out on time, he'd also get like a free family trip to Hawaii. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the game was critically panned, having every, every aspect of the game facing heavy criticism. It has since been considered to be one of the worst video games ever made. I had this game. Did you? It did is you terrible. Oh, okay. Like, I played this a couple years. It's shit. It's, like, you just walk past, you know, you're on this giant map. I do these government types are supposed to be falling into me. But every time yeah. you walk past, you just fall into a pit. And every time you fall into a pit, you have to use, like, some sort of special ET powers to fly out of it. But every time you fall in, you lose all the pieces of the phone you've gathered to this point. Oh, okay. I've never even come close to successfully figuring out what the point of the game is. <laughs> so, like, it is just, like, Absolute crap. And because they thought it was going to, they ended up making more games, copies of the game, than Atari 2600s that were on the market. Wow! <laughs> so I don't know how you make a mistake this large, but it was the main contributing factor to the video game industry crash of 1983, and has been frequently referenced and mocked in popular culture as a cautionary tale about the dangers of rushed game development and studio interference. In what was initially deemed an urban legend, reports from 1983 stated that as a result of overproduction and returns, millions of unsold cartridges were secretly buried in an Alamogordo, <gasps> New Mexico landfill and covered with a layer of concrete in I remember- in April 2014, Diggers hired to investigate the claim confirmed that Alamogordo landfill contained many ET cartridges amongst wow. other games. That's- that's bad I remember when that
1: news broke it was insane they started just flooding the market again
2: I mean there's a whole bunch of stuff about the video game crash in 1983 and uh, E.T. gets I think unfortunately becomes the face of that because there's millions of things like everybody and their dog were allowed to make Atari games and as a result it flooded the market with really cheap quality video games so why would I go do that so people kind of went away from video game consoles especially at home because you couldn't guarantee it but E.T. became the because it was the big one it was the big flashy one yeah, and yeah. people wasted money on a game that within five minutes you went this this isn't this isn't fun yeah this sucks yeah and then this the decision to make more i guess they thought it would like help generate sales of consoles didn't work so as a result you had more games than if everybody who had one bought one you'd still have like a half million extra cartridges
4: Do you know me yeah. and my, me and my cousin we made a game um in the summer of all things of santa claus mm-hmm. on a sleigh and you had to go buy chimney pots, and you had to drop presents into chimney pots. Okay. That is all you did. Yeah.
2: That's sweet. <laughs> That's all right. So, who would you cast as who? I mean, I think it goes without saying Ethan and Georgia are... Uh, Gertie and... Are Gertie and... Uh, Elliot. And Elliot, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm Gertie. <laughs> I go the way around that one. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I got anything going on here. I'll be Harrison Ford say? as the principal. <laughs> I'm not E.T. I'm not...
0: You're could a a nice you could have the nice doctor who's like I, you
3: keys, your yeah, keys, some keys, keys. You might be keys, yeah. yeah. All right. And you can
2: be the mum. I think. I think I'll if he's. Be, yeah, I'll be the mum. I think if he's a heavy fella. I don't know if it's really as threatening. <laughs> 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 you see the keys in a stomach.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, I get to wear
4: the Halloween outfit. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, we go.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, too. I just want to be a kid in the in the in the. Uh, you can be one of You know Michael's who you'd actually friends. be? You'd be Michael.
0: Yeah.
2: That's who you'd be. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, you would be.
3: You can be the dude with the headphones. It's like, I don't want to... Let me know when it's over.
2: Uranus. I'm going to say Uranus. this in. Actually, Ethan could be that guy as well. I'm we both serious uh. about
4: this one in the Halloween costume where they look at that person. I swear that's a woman.
2: We'll see if we can find it for next week, folks.
3: <laughs> and that's somebody... You find the bit on Amazon s- and then it should be like Deborah
4: Winger or... I mean... Jerry we- Fisher or... So it's a woman. I swear. Okay, we'll go through it. I know something.
2: Um, Who's... Because you're going to look at me. I have no idea. No, I know. But that's in the back of my <laughs> yeah. head. And I'm like, I swear there's somebody. I mean, whose story is it? It's obviously Elliot's story, of right? It's Elliot. Yeah. yeah. Okay, what's the story here? It's a story of goodbye. It yeah. is. Yeah. It's yeah. what it is. It's... It's Everything the idea that you owns. have something It's magic And it's going to be taken away from you now It might be in death Which they played And they showed us that version Or it might be him going away And the movie gets to have it both ways In some ways here
4: And he's quite damaged To start with anyway well, Because his dad went away. away So, so yeah. it's, fil- a,
2: it's a film about goodbyes isn't it yeah, There's a little yeah. bit
3: of like Letting go of childhood And yeah. those sorts of things in there yeah. as It's as well,
2: a little yeah. gr- I mean, Growing up and he, But even the brothers just grow up And actually What the teenager needs to do Was was go back a little bit And be a yeah. kid a little bit yeah. longer yeah, yeah, That's yeah. kind of a message there mm. isn't it Um role of women uh george i mean here's a question i've got for you Mm -hmm. is is this film uniquely male i mean i know it does give us a male. i didn't like the bit where he's a boy okay how do you know that just because you want him to be because i do read et as male i do yeah but i guess because i was always had you know henry whatever his name was elliot tell yeah. me it's a boy yeah. also he's got think,
3: he's got very thick set like eyebrows and a thicker set nose and those sorts of things which read as male features yeah so. but
2: uh, well, that was in a world where we where, where we considered like these binary things only and the yeah. idea about yeah. being yeah. genderless yes. wasn't like, i kind of look at et and think genderless now yeah. But yeah, but, yeah but yeah i read i read it i read et's like agender now but back to the question i started with which was georgia right. what, was, what was what was your perspective from this did this feel separate f- from you in any way because it was a male protagonist and By um, protagonist, I mean Elliot, not E.T. No, because
3: it's, it's a child. Okay. And at that age, we can all that have our wonder, escapism. That wonderment is completely it, that isn't gendered. One childhood wonder isn't gendered, so okay. it didn't make a difference to me.
2: That's an interesting point. I mean, these rules about what it means been male and female—is that you know, at what age does that actually become a thing? I'm talking about the clothes you wear I'm talking about the experiences You're allowed The, the journeys you're allowed To go on I on think it's,
3: it's beginning there But it's not enough That I went This is male I mean male there's heavy. an interesting
2: thing We have the two brothers In their moments And you have the story About the absent dads There are male elements to this
3: Definitely But then you've got Gertie as well Which she does offset some things Tell
2: is, you what I thought the mum was fantastic She's yeah. very good Yeah I was go Quietly trying to keep it together Yeah 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 Isn't
1: That line really? where she's like He hates
2: Mexico Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: Which says so much without saying anything, doesn't it? Mm. Like the fact that he's gone there's to this, Mexico with someone else. There's this
2: trope and, you know, it's hard because this probably came before all of it. But, but you know, that, that, that with, a, with the ex-husband who swore he'd never do this thing or that thing ends up with this new person and they do exactly that same thing. Yeah. yeah. I know people in my, in, in my own life for whom, yeah, yeah. you know, I've consoled yeah. the other party and now they're, they're doing the thing they swore they never would do because it's for this other person. Yeah. And even that's like an extra kick in the gut. He's mm. like, at least if, what can you got for me? Like, it, it, forget the fact that you've left now. Why can't, the, it's like an extra betrayal. Yeah. 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 Um, what do we got next? Uh, best character? Um, start Georgia?
3: I mean, practically it's E.T.
2: Yeah. We I mean, have to go besides E.T. in yeah. kind of a sense.
3: Yeah. Um, I guess, I, I mean, Elliot, Elliot. because okay. how else do you go? Because he's the biggest character. Yep. I get it. But, the stuff that we get from Gertie is brilliant.
2: She's very good. She's
3: very, very good, especially for such a young mm-hmm. child.
2: Especially at the start when you think she's just going to be the person who just repeats everything. Because yeah. that's kind of what she yeah. starts which as. Yeah. Which is a brilliant is, way of introducing her. And it's also yeah. that, that annoying younger sibling trope. Yeah. 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 yeah, we would do that. Yeah. Liam? Uh,
4: a special mention for Girl in the Pretty Dress. Yeah. Pretty Girl. Erica Eleniak. Yeah. Paywatch Girl. And um, for me, it's the mother. I've always liked her. D. D. Wallace. D. Wallace. Yeah, she was very understated. She's very much she's a very mother figure, even though she's hurting. She try and do right by them. Cool.
1: So yeah, Ethan. I was both, both of those. I love the mother, and I love Gertie. I think Gertie has like this beautiful child-like innocence throughout the film. And when when everything goes wrong, and she probably helps she uh, she's
2: like a, yeah. like a child.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, she yeah, but like you know what I mean? Like she perfectly encapsulates that like throughout performance because obviously she's this kind child. of. Yeah, because it's like an actual, real. It's not even a performance at that point. Pip, pip.
4: Pip don't agree with your uh, analogy there. He said, wrap it up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, like when, when she cries about E.T., I'm like, oh, this this is this feels like the end. Like even more than Elliot crying.
0: Mm.
2: Um, I'm going to go with uh, Michael. Really like Michael he's in this. Really good, yeah. He's got a complete turn because he's so dismissive at the start. And at the end, he gets his butt. They're all in. Yeah, and also,
4: did you notice how he's holding Gertie? No, at the end. Okay. So when the mother is and they're watching E.T. Yeah. go yeah. off and everything, he's he's doing the brother thing where he's holding her and he's
2: stepping up as man of the house yeah, in a sense. Yeah, yeah, Interesting. Yeah. Uh, but besides the implicit relationship that looks like it might be developing between mum and Mister Keys. Yeah, yeah. But do you yeah. insinuate that? Yeah, they do. But, but it's like, oh, I'll go away! It's like, okay, now because it, it's kind of tropey. It's what happens in the third act of lots of movies. Yeah, but yeah. it's 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 a thread. It's mm. hard to make a definitive call either way but yeah. Uh best moment best element start with Georgia. It's
3: the practical stuff is ET you know? okay. in like it. ET as a as a, as being a puppet, yeah, that comes across so there's only a there was only one time where I went that's clearly not real and it was when his neck was going up and down because it was very mechanical. Okay. But like other than that even they it's it's done so well. T.'s great as a as like a character as a creature.
4: Great. Liam Always has been, always will be the bike scene as they take off. Yeah. When they're being chased. This is the second one, the group the one. The second yeah. one, yeah. 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 That always it's my, my heart just
2: It's weird. You would have thought because you'd seen it once before. Yeah. That like, oh it's not gonna be as 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 good the second time. Oh so is. Yeah. Especially with that music. That really sort of Oh
0: yeah. Ooh.
4: Yep. Love it. Uplifting. Yeah, it is very uplifting. <laughs> Ethan.
1: For a film that's full of, like, so much childlike wonder and, like, magic, this is a r- weirdly mature film for, like, the themes it handles, and it handles it really well, I think, and I just love that throughout the entire film. You've got the divorced dad, and just also the whole thing of, you know, letting go, things end, and it ends, like, it bookends it so well, because E.T.'s gone, E.T.'s completely gone, but that's fine, that's okay, and I love that.
2: Yeah, you have to consider that we see E.T. first. So, actually, we're letting him go as well in a sense. I mean, yeah. uh, I'm going to go with this because I think Liam's hit my favorite moment of the film. I'm going to talk about maybe as an element. There's something magical about 1980s films when they're done right. And there's a sense of warmth. That uh, is, is really hard to do, especially in a modern age. But even still, it's really easy to be cynical about things. And this is a film that leaves you with this really kind of genuine spirit, mm-hmm. not necessarily positive. There's positive moments, great positive moments, but it's a genuineness. It's free of cynicism. Yeah, it's free of snark. <laughs> this is the opposite of that. It gives you this feeling, this genuine feelings in your heart. and says, I'm daring you to feel the feelings. And that's what this film is. Yeah. And if you're looking for this really clever undertone, no, no, it's not necessarily what we have here. We've got genuine feelings of big emotions all over the map. Yep,
3: He's done so well because they use the children in this yeah. so well. This is how you use child actors. Yes, It's by introducing them to something and then getting the real feelings from them.
2: That's <sighs> yeah, really interesting because Ethan and I are doing uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. One of, my, mm. one of my complaints is I feel that they've got the precocious child trope in overdrive with the little girl they have playing Princess Leia. Mm um i'm in turn kind of going but this is how you do it because these children felt genuine and it felt the way children might react you know are they the greatest actors no no No. henry Henry thomas uh, uh, in the in the uh, quarantine scenes not not very good no um but but That's I still the most feel, but it's still, but, but it still yeah. feels real yeah. in yeah. the yeah. sense yeah. that, yeah, where I'm going, it feels a little bit jarring. And because he was probably just saying, just just keep going, whatever we do, just keep reacting. Yeah. And, but I was okay. Uh, yeah. And the children spoke to each other like I imagine children would speak to each other. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. You know like what I the mean? Brothers mocking each other. Brothers and, mocking yeah. each other. Um, you know, and the poor mom, we should have figured out what to do with these three kids. <sighs> yeah. So there's a genuine spirit in this film, and I think uh, I think it's wonderful in that regard. <laughs> Even the bit where he's driving the van, Michael's driving the van. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I'm generally done But horses. everything. Feels earned because he, we had that scene at the start where he clearly struggles to drive, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. this becomes a thing. And rather than him being miraculously being like, I got it, it's yeah. like no, he, he really still struggles with driving. Yeah,
3: yeah. For a film that's about an alien coming to Earth, it's very, very real. Yeah, like everything feels like it could happen
2: did i mention at the start but this is one of the this is like the only time they've done a film where the aliens not just in like meeting other people it's just like we're just here for research oh really yeah mm. so like yeah just point everything had always been about we, we're here to make contact yeah, we're here yeah, to we're, yeah. we're here to we're here to you know take me to your leader and all that stuff and this is the first one where it's just like we're just off doing our own thing and it was just a mishap it just, it just happened yeah yeah so there we go oh. um grumbles uh,
3: in some places i really enjoyed the lack of dialogue in other places I could have used a few more lines about explaining a few things.
4: Yeah. Uh, I have two. Jump
2: cuts. Yeah. Well, I, didn't uh, didn't jump like. cuts. I had to think about that, but good shout.
4: And they didn't really establish the connection between um, Elliot and E.T. when they were feeling the same things.
2: That could have explained better or foreshadowed better. or yeah, just Yeah, because that, that confused me as a kid. Yeah.
4: I quickly,
3: it comes out of nowhere. All of a well. sudden yeah. he starts we'll drinking burp, and he starts. Yeah. he starts
2: burping. It's like, what's
4: this? Yeah, I quickly catch on, but yeah. it's like why
2: yeah <laughs> i think before that scene you need a small hint that it could come yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i agree. I that. think
1: they try and do it with the copying but that's not even a estab- that can't even establish it for no because that's
2: that's that's voluntary yeah, you
1: exactly. move it on, like, yeah
0: yeah uh ethan
1: the explanation of how et comes back to life sorry there isn't an explanation <laughs> there he just no. does he just does and like as a kid and even as a me now still don't get it I don't think I'm ever going to. I looked at an article that was like, it's because the ship's nearby. But again, you didn't tell me That's that. That's what Georgia said, you, yeah. Yeah, you almost
3: yeah. need a a bit at the beginning or something where it establishes that E.T.'s species have to remain close to each other.
1: Yeah. Like I get the beep, and,
0: bit th- the that's what, and
3: they all kind of work as one kind of hive mind, and they're all connected through thoughts and feelings, which is why when ET's left on Earth, he connects he to needs, his next closest thing.
0: He
2: needs something. Maybe when not see him, where he's got the books in front of him, and you're know, well, like, "Why do you want to go home, ET?" Yeah, and he could have been like someone who's like, like not feeling well when he could have gone. Yeah. me, ouch. Mm. And that would have been enough. You go, oh, okay, he's he's mm-hmm. he's he's he's, he's, he's in sure. a bad way. Yeah, because yeah. like
3: if he's if yeah if they're all connected in some way, it makes sense that then when he's not there, he gets ill, and that he's then latched just to the next just closest there. being yeah, yeah. yeah, which explains then the connection with Elliot. Like yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Who was that? Was that was that Ethan who just said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. me. Yeah. Um, I, I guess it's just some of the internal logic of the film. Now you kind of got to go, okay. It, does it get away with it? Because you go from a child's perspective, and as children, you don't remember, you don't know the rhyme or reason for anything as a kid. Nope. Everything's going to be explained to you. That's why we all go, why? Yeah. Yep. But why? But why this and not that? Why? And you go, well, that's what this movie is. But I'm like, mm, it's careful, because you also got adults watching. It's, it's at least to hold up as a story. And yeah, I'd be really interested to see if I could have gotten there if I didn't know research-wise. I as a kid, I was always like, what is this? <laughs> Oh, here's my grumble. This is what it is. This movie traumatized the crap out of me as a kid in that third act. <laughs> oh, that quor- oh. that quarantine scene? <sighs> not it's not it's not the E. T uh uncooked sh- prawn shrimp it's not that <laughs> oh no that, that it's that traumatized me it's it's weird how that i remember the spacemen and i remember the um military little tent they make up yeah yeah, yeah. i remember yeah. that significantly and it's, going this is scary
3: it's weird the bits yeah. that we all remember because obviously i don't think i've seen it all yeah. the way through as a child but the only bit i remember from it is them covered in yeah. the suckers oh, like.
2: i remember the drinking i remember the kiss with the girl mm-hmm. which doesn't make any sense yeah <laughs> um that goes nowhere but yeah and then i remember the, the traumatic stuff and of course the the scene on the bikes yeah of, course. yeah of course
1: there were there were only three things that i remember which was the hiding in the closet scene with all the dolls et just becoming a corpse for a bit yeah. and then the flying scene i when i first watched this i was like you know when you cry so hard you almost start screaming as a child yeah, um, yeah yeah as a child yeah i was at like that level my granddad just laughed at me the entire time because he knew the et comes back but as a kid you don't know that he's no. seen this before i hadn't and i'm like that that moment is vividly lo- like lodged in my
0: brain yeah I, think
2: I just hate seeing him in pain I also wonder, what, like it was. I don't think I would have seen this one in the cinema, but I wonder what that would have been uh, like. Where you're been. all facing the same direction, yeah. and it's like, oh, whoa!
4: Ethan yeah. would have been two remember Ethan would remembered the day after he was born.
2: Ethan would have said, <laughs> "I went online and looked at some critical essays. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I contributed to one."
1: <laughs> <laughs> at at you came three like share and subscribe. Old. Yeah, at three months years old, I contributed and was like, "Oh yes, the deep uh, meaning of E.T."
2: Ah, uh, what have we got here? <laughs> we got anybody's best role ever uh it's really drew barrymore we can really talk about i'll say not her best role ever but surprise no one really mentioned her that much do we you think someone as her best character but i really like gertie in this she's fantastic yeah, she's yeah great. especially she's great.
1: For, for a child actor i nearly said her age as a child actor at that point with that age whoa i'm curious it was if this incredible.
2: before or after um is it called is a Firestar? Firestar. yeah yeah because um, they're both like her big like because she yeah. goes off the rails big time oh, i don't know if yeah, georgia yeah. and ethan know this like she yeah. becomes like the poster child for like child stars who go off the rails and yeah. develop severe drug habits Drug habits. i, oh, oh, I knew yeah. about that but like not she, I, she, like, I but think, her mom was very yeah very much like that i think she went into like out, like the rehab i think like in her very early teens yeah for like alcohol yep. yeah wow. yeah yeah, she was like the she was like Robert Downey Jr. for like tweeners. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> was it like 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 is it the Lindsay Lohan's like the two thousands version of it? I guess. Oh, but
2: like, like, like way before though, yeah, like like yeah. Lindsay yeah. Lohan was like twenty. You know what I mean? Like 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 I believe I'm remembering this correctly. Like Drew Barrymore was like literally like fourteen. Yeah, she was. A teenager. Oh my wow. god. Yeah, yeah. Oh, especially yeah. like very early teens. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Because um, her mom was so unstable. Yeah. She'd let her ta- well her mom was taking drugs. Yeah, and and the kid was the cash cow. Yeah, One of those stage parent mm, thingies. Yep. Um, what do we got here? Oh, I can definitely hit this button properly this time. Here we go. I never want
0: to hurt my age. What's my age again? What's my age again?
2: Stage game, stage game. Let's all play the stage game. Stage game.
0: <laughs>
2: stage name, stage name. Uh, age game time. Ethan, what you got?
1: Uh so we've got Henry Thomas Elliot.
2: Henry Thomas Elliot.
4: Let's say eleven. Oh.
1: Nine. Ian's correct. He's ten. Hey. Well done. We have Drew Barrymore. Four.
2: Five. I think you're right, but I'm gonna I'm gonna double down. I'm gonna say four. No, she's six. Wow! Oh, she's a yeah. young looking six. I should have taken the uh taken the extra on
1: that.
4: Yeah.
2: Five.
1: Yeah. Uh we got Robert McNaughton, Mike. Mike mm. Fourteen.
4: Fifteen. Yeah, fifteen.
1: Ian and Liam are winning. Fifteen. Mm. Woo! And finally, D. Wallace, the mum.
4: Well, they say she's forty in this, but she's younger.
3: Thirty six.
2: Thirty four. For fun. Forty.
1: Liam was almost there. Thirty three. Wow, oh, really?
2: Come on. Yeah.
3: I bet she really appreciated being called forty in this. film. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I think she appreciated being in this. Um, she does say off the thing that um, the thing that most people know her for. They just referred to her as Elliot's mother. Oh, okay. <laughs> and everything, you're Elliot's mother or, or the yeah. mom of Elliot. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, she's made it, she, This is this is her career. So she's she's quite. A, yeah, I'll be think forty. She started playing mums for a long while, didn't she? That was, no, that, no, was, no, that, really. was a, that was that was was thing in Hollywood. You're either the young romantic interest or the next jump mom. is someone's mum. Yeah, yeah all right um the critics the critics georgia 99 percent on rotten tomatoes Woo. but only 7.9 on the imdb okay i think it speaks to people going kid movie yeah what well, we got
3: so we have got uh jonathan rosenbaum from chicago reader who says uh, though marred by spielberg's u- usual carelessness with narrative points the film alternates sweetness and sarcasm with enough rhetorical sophistication to be fairly irresistible and then we have uh, David Hunter from The Hollywood Reporter. He says, Steven Spielberg's masterful film has lost none of its power to sweep the viewer away in the most excellent late 20th century um, adventure one could hope for. And then finally, we have got one from our good friend Roger Ebert. Ebs. Who wrote this one as a letter to his grandchildren because he sat down and wrote, uh, watched it with his grandchildren. Um, and so it is worded slightly differently. He says, of course, maybe Steven Spielberg didn't see it the same way and thought E.T., only seemed uh, like a little kid and was really 500 years old. That doesn't matter because Spielberg left it open for all of us. That's the sign of a great filmmaker. He only explains what he has to explain. And with a great movie, the longer it runs, the less it has to be explained. Some other filmmaker who wasn't might as good might have had subtitles saying, E.T., are you out there? It's mummy. But that would have been <laughs> dumb. And it would have deprived you, Emil, which is one of his grandchildren, of the joy of knowing it was E.T.'s mummy and the delight of being able to tell us, tell that to the rest of us. So he basically like had an experience with his grandchildren watching this film. And yep. one of his grandchildren was like when the um, ship comes back down, there were other E.T., the other one that we yep. see. Basically, his grandchild inferred that that was E.T.'s mum
2: oh okay and then
3: got to have this experience of this child basically appreciating and learning to learning about film yeah and how to infer things through
0: oh that's clever, a yeah. childlike perspective oh.
3: of watching et yeah so, that's good yeah
2: well there we go thank you very much now it's time for our critics our critics i put out a fleece as i'm known to do And I'm just looking it up right now. Apologies, folks. Uh, We put forward, and with north of 50 votes, we got is it a great film, good film, okay film, or poor film? 43% 43% call this a great film. 36 good, yeah. then down 14 and 7 for okay and poor. At the start, it was very much great and okay, neck and neck. And I was like, nice. oh, it's these people who are just like, either like, I like this, or it's like, oh, I don't like this so much. Because again, kid film. Yeah. And what that means, if you haven't seen it and don't have the nostalgia, uh, interesting sort of statements all around. But let's start off with our friends of the podcast, our Patreon backers, Georgia. What do we have?
3: Uh, so we have got uh, Ends and Ian Davies, who says, I was hoping to watch... This with my kids this week, but they've been way too busy getting ready to go on holiday. This film is such a classic. The music is superb, and the bikes passing in front of the moon is an iconic scene. It is hard to find a fault with this one. And then he gives it his rating, so I can't.
2: Thank you for making it so, buddy. Yeah.
3: <laughs> then we've got Katie McRae who says, keeping this concise. Thank you, Katie. <laughs> this is a, this is a classic, groundbreaking Spielberg. Uh, great child actors, Henry and Thomas, Henry Thomas and Drew barrymore are fantastic good story with both laughter and tears definitely a feel-good movie and very family friendly as well then we have well agreed on that one Mm. cheesy
2: with a fish on a a bike
3: (laughs) he says i remember when i was a child i was never too keen on this film i think i found it boring but as an adult i really enjoy et every time i've watched it all the actors are great especially the children the boy who plays elliot does a great job at mimicking the film et is watching when he's had a few beers uh, the scene where et is dying by the river his body all pale is heartbreaking and the <laughs> amount of character they get into et with practical effects is out outstanding um there are a few genuinely funny parts too, especially when E.T. thinks Michael actually has a knife through his head and yeah. tries to heal him. Yeah. The score by the legendary John Williams is iconic too. It's been stuck in my head since Ian revealed the film choice. As a side note, I went to Universal Studios about 20 years ago where there is slash was an E.T. ride. Uh, at the start, you had to type in your name so that E.T. could say it at the end. I remember the A.I. having great difficulty pronouncing cheesy, much to the amusement <laughs> of me and my parents.
2: Just imagine, like ET, like e. went like motherfucker. <laughs> 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 I'm sure someone must have. Done oh, it. absolutely. Um, cheesy, eh? Uh, I, I think uh, bang on there. And I actually, I, I, I want to think that when I was your uh, when I was young, probably a similar experience because. uh I never really I don't remember Rating it as a kid And I think part of it Is because so uh, What Georgia mentioned There's so little dialogue And yeah. I think I've always Been a dialogue heavy guy And I think with so much Inference And just emotion Sometimes I think That's part of my Sort of makeup That maybe developed A little bit later in life It still wouldn't be my choice I still like a, a, a film Where people talk to each other That's yeah. always my preference yeah. But yeah No I, I can see Where you're coming from
3: Next up we have Reverend Bruce Hallelujah. who said E.T. was the fourth movie in an incredible Spielberg run following Jaws' close encounters at Raiders of the Lost Ark. I never saw it as a child, but it shows Spielberg's magic... A magical enchantment with kids the six-year-old drew barrymore was amazing spielberg in part wanted to tell a story of his own parents divorce to quote the master himself a divorce creates great responsibility especially if you have siblings we all take care of each other what if elliot needed to for the first time in his life become responsible for a life form to fill the gap in his heart et is such a true classic a fun blast from the past to rewatch. Oh.
2: well said
0: mm-hmm.
3: then we've got nate The Great. The Great. Mm -hmm. He says, I hadn't seen it before and I didn't know if it would live up to the nostalgia hype or not it did not i don't know if it's because i'm young or if it's just a product of the early 80s but it was a rough watch i liked the relationship between elliot and et and his siblings i liked some of the humor foreshadowing overall funnish nature of the film however it really dragged for me and i feel like you could have cut 15 to 20 minutes and you wouldn't lose much of anything some of the camera cuts and lines of dialogue were weird too um and the visual effects don't hold up at all
4: all uh, right for the time. Oh, my word. Yeah. <laughs> that was harsh.
2: I disagree with that. <laughs> mm, um, let, let me put it this way Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch.
3: <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Uh, then we have got the one and only Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith. <sighs> he says, It's genuinely been decades since I last saw this, so it's hard to go into too much detail. There is a huge amount of nostalgia attached to this film for me. I watched it on repeat for a four or five year period in the 80s. Loved E.T. and the kids and i could see myself being part of the gang the fact that they had a bmx bikes appealed to me the scene where they take et with the men in suits and the tunnel scared the crap out of me and they and the go home scene made me cry like all 80s kids Mm -hmm. and of course i loved the flying bike scenes i'll be interested to see if you think it still holds up over after all of this time hopefully georgia is back too
2: (laughs) she is yeah i think she showed up (laughs) this week one out of three because
4: one out of three ain't bad.
3: <laughs> or I only had two of 100. Oh, that's not no, you're I've fine, I've had
2: loads you're of them. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, then uh, we have got Chris Peterson who says E.T. was one of my favorite films from my childhood. The ending always makes me cry. It's been over a decade since I've last watched it, and they still managed to. M- To feel as magical as it was when I watched it as a kid, the film centers more on Elliot and E.T.'s growing friendship and bond. Uh, This is helped by a great performance from the child actors, which they all bring great childlike sense of wonder to their parts because probably because they're children. Elliot's story is compelling and brings so much emotion, especially by the end of the movie. John Williams' score is perfect and it helps to heighten the impact of the emotional scenes. It's a classic and still one of my favorite movies. And I will be honest, I still get a lump in my throat over the ending.
2: Who doesn't? Chris Peterson, I believe. <laughs> 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 That's because he's young. Was that him or was it Cheesy? Which one was it? No, it was, it was Chris it Peterson. Yeah. Cheesy yeah. told us about the, the the ride. Yeah,
3: yeah, it was Nate that didn't like it.
2: Oh, it was Nate. Sorry, Mate. Nate. There we go. Sorry, Chris. I do
1: wonder though if that comes from if you first watch as a child. You you remember how oh, you felt? No, I forgot. But,
2: I, yeah. I, I'd argue my my watch of this was very yeah. close to a first watch today.
3: So mine was a first watch.
2: Yeah, no, I've seen it many times. And
3: yeah. then finally, we have got Juline. <laughs> Uh, Who said, love the rewatch. Elliot constantly breaks my heart in the film. Uh, Once I showed Carmen the movie magic behind the scenes, she stopped crying and enjoyed the film. She was scared of E.T. at first. Mm. That being said, (laughs) practical effects were so cool and I loved the score. Only a couple of plot holes. Why are the adults so bad at adulting? Like the mum left little Drew Barrymore alone and didn't notice a whole ass alien not even 10 foot from her, not even disguised. And I was- Well, I
2: I think we'd argue that left her alone because she thought the, again, she didn't recognize the alien alien 10 foot from her eyes and thought it was her daughter (laughs) who said, I want to be a cowgirl. And then went, oh, you're a ghost. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> nice, Julie says she was also horrified at the frog killing i'm yes. old enough to remember mm. dissecting frogs for bio but thankfully didn't my teacher didn't force us to kill the frogs ourselves um she says p.s carmen says it's a great movie for being made in the olden times she loves 19th <laughs> century movies <laughs> um she says, And then she says she didn't bother to correct her because she's seven and she calls 80s in 1900s. So. There we are. That's all
2: great. That's funny. All right, so let's go ahead. I put it out for the fledgling fandom. Uh, let's start off here. Hey, it's your sister. <laughs> okay. Every week, it's a laugh. It does kirstie says watched with the fam we all enjoyed it except for felicity when et is almost dead with a glowing heart i think it may have super it may have maybe her superman three brackets i'm still traumatized uh until then it was great we played the main theme in band in high school so nostalgic for me and they sent a picture of the whole family eating reese's pieces hashtag Aww. winning film snack didn't know that we've got our own reese's we pieces had, here yeah Resident Postal, Resident Posty Russell says, hey, Russell. <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost, pretty certain this was the first film I saw at the cinema. Rewatching wow. my kids a few years ago and really enjoyed it, but it's not one we revisit on a frequent basis. Maybe it's because the scene where Elliot finds eighteen nearly dead traumatized my youngest daughter Olivia and me. So Wizard Pod said pod in popular opinion only held by uh, at True Till 66, the host of the show and not the rest of the team. E.T. sucks. Always what? hated it. Even as a kid thought it was boring and whack. Wow. <laughs> One alien, he hides and eats candy and flies a bike. Meh. Rather than yeah. <laughs> watch Star Wars again. Oh, no. But Who was that again? That was So Wizard Pod. Oh, I can. Lo- you can love both. That was Joey from So Wizard Pod pod uh danny i'm assuming it could be drew from it's a musical pod says i loved watching et as a child until a digital remaster made et cgi yes until uh, then i felt it lost all the heart the bit with the government at the end always scared me hope you discussed the product placement story with reese's pieces too Uh, i'm not sure i didn't mention it let me go ahead and i thought i had so reese's pieces are there because they (laughs) went because you said liam i think these are i think these are m&ms yes and they reached out to m&ms uh, I must have skipped it in my notes I know, because him, yeah. I know I had them. Yeah, um, I think we were so busy eating the Reese's Pieces I forgot to I'll look just, at the story. I just finished mine. So they approached they approached the people at, at Mars Candy who make M and Yeah, and said we'd like to use it, and they didn't want to be associated with what ET sounded like because they thought it might be grotesque or scary or something like that. So they denied. So wow. then they went to Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces said, "Absolutely, we can do it. You're in." And Reese's Pieces sales went through the roof after. Wow. And I thought they must have done a bigger part of the movie but it's just that one little bit at the start isn't it yeah yeah Uh, in in the novelization they still do m&ms do at which point i'm like whoa 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 show some love to the Reese's people who were there for you yeah yeah just saying wow so there we go thanks for that danny Uh, as a as an assist for you there uh says i also love the moment et sees a halloween yoda costume and recognizes him along with phantom menace proof the two universes connect can we also discuss how dying et looks like old dog poop <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Josh, oh, my oh, next favorite movie, says this did in rotation when I was a kid. That said, I haven't revisited in years and prefer to watch the terrible knockoff that is Mac and Me. But that probably says more <laughs> about the f- my taste than the film itself. My sister chimed in saying, "Love Mac and Me." Ian and I watched that a lot as kids. He was surprised; seemed like a movie I wouldn't like. I'll say that I haven't watched Mac and Me in in equally as long. I've I, haven't I, seen it I, I, in I well. will I will Ethan. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this here. Uh, I yeah. don't remember or know enough about that to give an opinion on it yeah me so
1: (laughs) thanks you're welcome my knowledge of that film is that paul Rudd gag he does on conan where he says he's got a clip for a film and it's like a clip from mac and me every time where like a kid (laughs) in a wheelchair goes off a cliff
2: (laughs) (laughs) yes see i don't remember any of this so there we go um oh where we go here is this about et or is this about mac and me this is hard to remember here people are commenting on people's comments Um, we've got from TA two squid podcasts. It was my nickname at the bar bartender named me because I was so skinny in the neck and face. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Carl from the movie loot. I might be in the minority, but I recently revisited it after decades and I found it to be just okay. Hmm. Uh, it's not a film I saw a lot when I was a kid, so I don't have the nostalgia factor. It still has its charm, but it didn't really resonate with me. Uh, nostalgia Cast says, movies are entirely subjective, my friends. So there's no blaming you for that emo- opinion. On the other hand, Elliot was very much me as a kid, minus the brother and sister. So my feelings towards it are a bit different. Um, Luis Martinez says, it's my earliest memory of being in a theater with both my dad and mom, so it holds a special place for me. I watched it again a few times as a kid, but not in a very long time. I want to keep the memories of it as is. Interesting choice there. Mm. I I understand that theory. I think I'm terrified to go back and watch Santa Claus the movie for that reason, because I think I'm just going to see everything that's really schlocky
4: about it. Yeah, but you know what? When you do, because I have, I watched it last year. I watch it every year. Um, It's still that nostalgia feel to it and that glitter and feeling behind the sleigh
2: yeah it's just a uh, that warm feeling so thank you very much everybody for chiming in uh what is this all of a sudden something's popped up oh okay it's just nate the great warning liam that he won't like what he's had to say about it but we've heard what you have to say yeah, about it nate, yeah, so there we thank go you. uh so uh if you like this film or episode what else would you like uh princess bride yeah. yeah It comes from a place of genuine heart as well I mean probably the Goonies If it's Spielberg you're into The Goonies is really a good shout we haven't, we haven't done an episode on it no. But it's a good It's a good I'm not a big Goonies guy I know you're not But, but I, I love it But if I you're into that of sort of spirit And all yeah, that stuff yeah, then yeah. Goonies is like a cousin to this Yeah Yeah um, Whereas Princess Bride We both have an episode And we've of course goes to the movie It's great uh, anything else from the 80s that jumps out? I mean, I've said Stand By Me a hundred times already today. Well, but yeah, because... It's a coming-of-age story. It's yeah. a bit more serious, yeah. but there's still that of it. So there we go. George is already prepared here, because next up, we're going to say, do, 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 do. It's ratings on. I don't know why she got that out already. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. We always
2: go ratings first, so ratings first. Yeah. So ratings, right, George, I wasn't sure you know yeah ready to broadcast yourself why don't you share with us your your your, your rating for this film
0: <laughs> that was
3: youtube's old tagline wasn't it broadcast yourself oh it was that's yeah. true
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> um i enjoyed this i really did it didn't get me quite as much as i think it got some of you guys i didn't cry <laughs> I, I did well up a little bit but i didn't i didn't cry um but it is it's still wonderful i would have liked a little bit more dialogue because i think there were times where i wasn't as emotionally invested because i hadn't connected with them as much as i would have done if there was a little bit more dialogue and those sorts of things Certainly. um but overall i did really enjoy it and there are just some absolutely magical elements in it so i am going to give it eight out of ten
2: all right that's how it is yeah uh next we've got to put that on obi-wan i don't want to put that on obi-wan there we go
0: Obi-Wan.
2: uh next let's go with liam
4: okay yeah this is steeped in nostalgia for me um it made me laugh it made me cry it made me do all those things it made me feel a sense of adventure when they're on the bikes and all that I wanted to be them kids when they were flying in the bikes
2: you know I wanted to go past that. It was going to be. Great. I wanted to be the guy with a shotgun watching them go. The <laughs> going, wow. <"Whoa." laughs> hey, go home and say to Mrs. I saw some kids flying a bike today. Yeah, <laughs> that's nothing. The, the high school principal says a kid levitated in a desk on Tuesday. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I love all the chase scenes on the bikes as well. You know, mm-hmm. I just think they were because I was. Into, I had a BMX, so I was well into that anyway. Um, saying that, there are some bits in it that. You know, as an adult, you look at it and go, eh, well, what was that about? What was that about? And why were they, you know, connected when it weren't really said? And, you know, stuff like that. And why did E.T. start to die and then come alive again? And <laughs> You know, that wasn't really explained. The love story between him and the pretty girl didn't really go anywhere. It just didn't seem
2: any reason for I guess it. like wish fulfillment. The underdog guy, he's, he's getting everything he wants in life. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But I just What if this whole thing's just like a trauma dream and like none of this is true? Yeah. yeah. It's you know, he feels abandoned by his father and then he gets everything he wants out of life? Pff, maybe. There we go.
4: I'm not into killing animals or any living things, so the frog scene really traumatized me. Uh ET almost looking dead at the ravine uh yeah. really shocked me as a kid and still shocks me as an adult. Um because I may go it maybe go on a roller coaster this this film. Saying that it's not my favorite film ever. So I'm gonna give this eight magical bike rides
2: into the moon <laughs> past the moon. One of these days, Alice, bam to the moon. <laughs>
1: Ethan. Um I don't. I is. I don't know if it's nostalgia. I don't know. But this film really fills me with like childlike wonder, and it just brings me back to being amazed at cinema. And also, like, I, I was, I was sobbing by the end, like really crying. And even as we were recording, we were talking about different aspects and like how just like this is the end. And all, I was, I was, I was really tearing up while we were recording because this, this just hit me in the heartstrings that a lot of films we've covered doesn't really do. And it's just, it's magic. It is, it's is—it's movie magic. And I i really love it. I, even with, like, the plot hole that I really, really don't like, this is just, it's fantastic. And everything feels real. And, again, just magic. So I'm going nine confusing Star Wars continuities out of ten. <laughs> there you go.
2: This is a weird one for me. I'm going to go outside of my usual, because I've got a number I want to give it at first. Yeah. Because I'm a story above everything. And then I think back to other elements of this, and I go, "It's got one of the best scores I may oh, have ever heard." Yeah, by John amazing. Um, I also think about uh, this is cinematography and the choice to like place it at kid level or ET level for the mm. first half of the film. Mm. Oh, but now I'm gonna go ahead and con- but that evolve, and the end of this film saying goodbye, which is a really interesting sort of perspective, especially for 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 a children's film. Yep, and it's beautiful and it doesn't try to cushion the blow at any point with anything else nothing else happened Oh, your dad's like nothing like it's just like it's it's a film about about a goodbye oh so then you've got all that with a frog scene that always confused and scared me as a kid Mm -hmm. the spaceman scene which i still (laughs) don't get it So I'm going to bump it up more than I was going to, more than I planned on giving it originally, but not as much as I thought as I could do in other places, which is confusing. Mm. But I'm going to call it eight and a half happy gasps from Liam, but that is a shotgun and not a walkie-talkie. Yes. Out of (laughs) ten. At one point, I was going eight. When I started that speech, I was going nine. I think the safest place to land is eight and a half. Isn't it weird? Nine would have been really hard for me with the – the story beats that I've just go, ah. Because it sticks the landing. Oh my God, yeah. does it stick to landing? Yeah.
4: Well, yeah. I, was, I was going nine all the way in. Yeah. And I talked myself down to an eight. Yeah, here, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? And I've got a lot of
2: nostalgia for this film. So I
1: went in thinking seven and a half for me, and I'm almost surprised by my. <laughs>
2: No, no, I get you. I, I can understand how someone can come out of this with, with, with nine. I really could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand how someone can come out of here with a seven if they want. Mm. If they really disengage with it, I really could. Technically, it's re- that score is so good. So there are really so many
1: incredible elements. And the even score, like, a,
2: technically, yeah. that's my thing. Technically, the film's fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, And aids with the with the and the practical elements. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. 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 So blows your mind. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm forgiving some significant story issues because of how well everything else comes together. Yeah, but I want to make sure for my eight and a half, half of it needs to go towards the original writer of the screenplay. I think. Okay, the alien. He gets half of that. I've got one I think I was too nice with Jurassic world last week. I'll say that much oh, I mean, that yeah. might that might come back that might come back a little bit for me in our um our Arresties episode. I remember when like, you were like, wow, a five, really? Oh, I, I, I don't think I'm going that low, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, it's because
1: I, I enjoy that for the wrong
2: reason. Where's the Patreon? Who's the voice of the people this week?
3: Uh, so the voice of the people this week is me and Liam. The Patreon have gone Ooh.
2: 7.75. 7.75? Yeah. Ooh. That's Ooh. including Julian's, yeah?
3: Yes, yeah, okay. yeah. But that How is was, brought was down Nate's? by Nate's four.
2: Yeah. Oh, Nate had a four? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Who was the highest person?
3: Uh, we had two with tens.
2: Two with tens? Wow. wow. I mean, who were those? they were. Uh, one was Ian Davies.
3: Okay. And there isn't a quicker way of doing this. Sorry, I'm just. It's okay, going back nostalgia reading.
2: is a powerful thing. It is. Yeah. Not, that's not me belittling. He can have a ten. That's mm-hmm. fine. Yep. It, it's a, it's great. Uh, is it is it Reverend Bruce? I'm a ten or I'm a zero or t- ten or a two? Is that what we yeah. said?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, by the way, Jay, Jay Salahi's got some words for you about your two out of ten for trainspotting. He can now, have those that words. might have come up on the pod list. <laughs> we were saying, because the score for Jurassic World, we're like, well, it's better than Empire Records, but it's somewhere around Train Spotting. We went, what? Train Spotting? <laughs> and we went, he went, yeah, Georgia gave it a 2J. He's
0: like, what? <laughs> uh,
3: the other 10 was Chris Peterson.
2: Okay, uh, excellent. Okay. Well, there we go, folks. Thank you very much. Uh, 7.75, but overall, 8.25, which puts it, it's still on the very, very good list. I think it's in the top two or three movies well, maybe, maybe not that's true uh, but it's <laughs> it's definitely above halfway of what we've done this uh, this year and for a pod called Best Film Ever it's what's going to happen from time to time mm.
1: I uh, think that's really fair with the amount of like quality stuff we've covered
2: yeah I think so so as always we want to thank our Patreon backers it's Reverend Bruce Julian Hermes Dwayne Woo. Smith Woo. Katie McRae Woo. Ian Davies Woo. Lena Oberholzer Woo. Chris Peterson Randall Woo. Silva Woo. the Yeet Meister Nate the Woo. Great Woo. and Cheesy with a, a fish, fish on, on a bike. bike I was trying
3: to do it like after each one and you just sped up too much. So I was like, I can't keep talking. Well, he
2: joined it, and I was like, what am I doing here? Uh, if you want to be on the pod, if you want to choose a movie, if you want to join us next week for our live, uh, live to tape anyway, I guess, version of this where you can sort of be a bit more involved than per usual, hear your yeah. voice in the pod a little bit just by showing up next week. Yep. Uh, go ahead and do that for our Thor, real- that's not, uh, but that's would but be part of the Patreon, and that is patreon.com slash BFE. We kept it simple for you. So, I've got Q Georgia. I'm ready. Okay, if it's recording, because the next part isn't me. This is one of those few weeks <gasps> Ooh, I yes. don't know what's coming up. Yeah, oh, We Ooh. actually have a chance for one of us to have a pick, and that is going to leave. So I'm curious what pre-1970s film
0: was <laughs> chosen this week.
2: <laughs> what makes you think it's pre-1970s? I'm going to keep giving Georgia a chance. I think it's pre-1970s because that seems to be your wheelhouse. It's always some film. <laughs> it's not a bad thing, but it's a film that you've got a personal connection with. For quite I do, a while. I do. So, what do we have here? Are we oh. here? Okay, so we're there. Okay, great. Okay, so we're listening to Liam. You're not wrong. Okay.
0: <laughs> it is pre 1970s. <laughs> it is
4: 1967, I believe. Okay. Oh, and it's based on a true story. Okay. Bonnie and Clyde.
2: Oh, oh okay,
4: okay, yeah.
2: Bonnie and Clyde yeah. is the response. Uh, do you know who's Whoa. in this?
4: Yeah, Warren Beatty. Okay, or Beatty, oh. however you want to say it. Beatty, I believe. Beatty, yeah, yeah. and Faye Dunaway. Okay. Huh. Yeah, Bonnie and Clyde. This is a film. I I I, I love history, and I was obsessed with um, Bonnie and Clyde as a kid. And the more I found out about them, the more I hated them, which is weird. But the film kind of glorifies them. Yeah, it would make it to
2: them. It's a it's it's a, it's a better movie to do it with. A better choice for a movie perspective to do that with.
4: Bearing in mind, you know, neo
2: noir. Giddy Up, Love Me a yeah, Noir Film. We yeah. haven't done a lot of noir films here. 8.9% on The Rotten of the Tomatoes. Yeah. And I'm just looking for a run time to see kind of how crazy that's going to be. I was going say, it. it's
3: currently running on the West End as a musical.
2: Is it? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Sorry. It's very I'm, highly I'm rated. I'm glad my neighbors have moved out because, jeez. <laughs> very highly rated. I wonder rated. what that peak Is it? Like. Yeah. That was like. Oh, my God. Yeah, uh, I, I said it's An hour years. and fifty. Why haven't I heard minutes? about this? Hour and 50. <laughs> now, Liam, you're going to be able to watch this before you get to mine, right? Yes. Okay. So it's anybody a film I'm very familiar with anyway, but okay. yes, I will. Because yeah. okay. next week we're recording a double. We're doing that. and We're doing Thor Ragnarok for our live broadcast Woo. for our Patreon backers and an episode that will be released July 3rd or 5th, 5th, July 5th. <laughs> I had to think about that one because <laughs> I'm away July 1st to the 3rd. So there we Cool. All right. So there is that. So please join us next week when we tackle the sure to be downloaded in
0: <laughs> <laughs> huge amount. Come on.
2: Hey, I give. <laughs> no, it's once every so like four months. You're come totally on, fine. Come on. You're totally fine. <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde, starring Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway. There we go. It's going to be a steal.
4: Do you know what? <laughs> yeah. It's going to ah. be a steal. But, you know, in Reno, in one of the casinos, their car that they drove in is still there. It was it went on tour. It, you know, I'll spoke, speak more when we do the podcast. But you know, I, I was obsessed with Brian Glide. There you go. Not so obsessed now, um, but yeah, I get I get fixated on certain parts of history. Yes, you do. And Titanic, Titanic. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember going to um, the War Museum, Maritime War Museum, or something yep. like that. Sounds Imperial right. War Museum. And they had this big table, and it gives you dates of all the parts of history of all the different things. And if you type in certain dates, it comes up, like with Titanic, for instance, it starts to sink. It goes, blah, 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 blah. right? And it turns into Titanic. <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde, I knew which one, I know, I know the date of when they passed away. And um, so I typed in 27th of May, 1934 and it came up and all of a sudden everybody around in the whole room it was like on speakers it was like bang 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 and everyone was like oh my god and one of the guides who stood there he was like i've never seen this before that's amazing he said i love when people come in and put different things in i remember that so yeah it's great
2: stay tuned for that and a whole lot more sorry, next sorry. week <laughs> there's a little oh, teaser yeah. the funny
0: thing is He's i want to get carried He's away so and like, i want
4: to talk but I'll leave it for next week.
2: All right. Leave it for next week and we'll leave you for next week because it's yeah. about time for us to phone home. Yeah. So, for Best Film Ever, uh, I've, been I've been Liam. I've been Ethan.
3: And I've been Georgia.
0: Hey, hey. back. Hey.
2: <laughs> and in closing, um, if you'll forgive this joke which borders on the sweet, uh, but it's going to definitely come off a it was a dad joke. Thank you everybody for listening. Until next time, Reese's Pieces
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
2: We'll catch you on the flippity flap. The flippity flip flap
1: The print she makes like
4: Hi. Shh. I didn't see any yet.
1: I haven't either. So yeah, why well, so so spoiling. so I, so I ruin it? I just assumed that was like a thing. Well, Sorry, it's, it's, not. A
2: it's in the news.
3: <laughs> if it's not in the trailer, it's a spoiler. So I've Ethan. not
2: seen the trailer. I don't
1: know anything about this exactly. film. Okay, okay. Know, as, 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 as
2: a point going forward, Ethan, then, if you haven't seen the trailer, then you have to keep everything on lockdown because you, what you say might be a spoiler.
1: I've not seen this film either. I know nothing about I
2: it. I know, which is why we're saying oh. lock that down. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna, go it, it, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and give it. I'm gonna go ahead and give five, five seconds.
2: So We can cut that out because people might be wanting to see this. Yeah. See, <laughs> so yeah. So Drew Barrymore is in the first scream movie. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the one should. who's like making the popcorn.
1: Cool. Yeah. You better change that. <laughs> anything.
3: He was gonna cut. The I'm whole cutting it out thing. anyway. Okay.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry. Nathan. I didn't. I, now now we're gonna do it again. <laughs> I think he makes the one specific thing I said. Sorry, misunderstood. No, I'm going to get
2: rid of the whole everything about this, except for that oh, she's okay. in the first screen movie.
3: Hang on a second. Is Drew Barrymore in the first screen yeah, movie? Yeah, she's yes. the one making she's the, the, the popcorn. Oh, okay, cool. Ah!